Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's a Pulp MX show. Presented by BTOsports.com. Coming at you Monday night live in Las Vegas, May 12, 2014. We thank you for listening. Love having you guys on board with us tonight. And uh, there's no race, but there's still sh- a shit ton of stuff to talk about. And we, again, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix and Guts Racing all on board with us tonight. And, of course, uh, you are too. We've got a great show lined up. Uh, you can listen to this on Stitcher, on the app, on your smartphone, the Pulp MX app on your smartphone. It'll be up on iTunes. Don't forget, Thursday, noon, Moto 60 show before every national, the Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. And also Amazon, if you're making a purchase, uh, click the Amazon banner on PulpMX.com and then make your purchase, and then we get a little piece of that so we can keep this show happening. Uh, great uh, lineup tonight. Brett Metcalf is on. Josh Hill. Rick, two-hip Johnson, and uh, Jeff Chicken Matasevich all coming on board tonight. But uh, a very special couple of guys in the studio with us. First up, uh, the 1990 125 East Coast Supercross champion, former member of Great Western Bank team, and all-around legend, the Danny Stevenson. Danny, what's up? What's happening? Can you hear me right now? Is it on? Is it on? You're on. Oh, good. How are you? I'm uh Little hungover, I have to admit. <laughs> We've had a good. You, we have had a good weekend. I, I, you know, I flew you out here for the show. Yep. But I flew you to Orange County first. Whew, yeah. Maybe that was a bad idea. Who knew that Orange County could be more dangerous than uh, than Vegas? Yeah. Oh man. Well, at least we we provided you with some uh, food to uh, help that out and some little, more drink. And a little too. Red Bull. Yeah, a little Red Bull. That is going to help. I hope so. Hope you feel. Uh, hope you feel better. I can't hear myself in my headset. Okay, I can turn you up. Hold on. I feel like I'm talking in a bucket. Okay, how's that? Better? I think, yep, there we go. There we go. Okay, all right, better. I like it. Uh, also, on the, in the show, he's a privateer hero out there. Most definitely 2014 is most successful Supercross season for him ever, and we're happy to have him in studio. Uh, friend of Denny, Cody Gilmore. What's up, man? Oh, man, just hanging out. How are you? Pretty good. Thanks for Pretty coming good. in. Pull yeah. your mic a little closer to your mouth. An there FOD. A friend of Danny. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, and so, yeah, you are. Uh, you just came off what, no doubt, your most successful Supercross season ever, without, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, I was pumped just to start making mains there towards you know the middle of the series, mm-hmm. and I came off a broken collarbone at Anaheim too, so hey, had to ma- take a few weeks off there. And you came back quick from that though, like yeah. quicker than I thought. Anyways, yeah, I thought um, that when they played it, like it takes yeah. not very long at all. So it ended up going way faster than I thought, and I actually I actually gave myself a few extra weeks. Um, I could have came back earlier, but uh, Denny called me a pussy for not coming back I earlier. Did. Well, yeah. in but, Denny's uh, day, I mean, yeah, shoot, I would have been back the next week. I just wanted <laughs> to make sure I was ready before I came back, and I didn't really have nothing like it ain't like I have a right. paid ride or anything, so yeah. I didn't have to get back. So I just wanted to come back when I felt ready. You in, know, look, there was lots of injuries which helped a lot of you privateers out, but without even injuries, without anything, 
you were riding better this year. You came from out of qualifying spots, passing dudes to get into qualifying spots. Uh, you know, like I said, injuries aside from these guys, you were riding better than ever. Yeah, yeah. I just felt more comfortable in my, like, race tech. They had my bike set up really good, and we didn't even really do any testing. Nice we plug. Just... I didn't even set you up for that. That's <laughs> just good. Seamless. We just we seamless. ran the same settings as last year, yeah. and I knew I was comfortable on that. And, uh, Cowie's the same bike, kind of. Sa- so, pretty yeah. much the same exact thing. So yeah. I knew I was comfortable with that. I just – it was more just getting my mind, like, in the right place and, like, knowing I can make mains and, right. you know what I mean, and working on my starts and trying to get them better, I think, and then just feeling comfortable on the bike and yeah. being able to push a little harder when I needed to, you know. Motivational. He, Danny, last time we had Danny on the show, he said he was going to go into business with sending motivational texts. Motivational texts. I tell him to go fast. How'd that go? I, 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 I only got one guy signed up, and it's Cody. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. And he, uh, and he told me twice to lose my number. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it for anyone else because you don't really hear much from him. Right, right. Besides the obvious. Yeah. Go faster, you pussy. Get a good right. start. Right. Quit being a pussy. He right. actually, and then, and he, he saw does. that when he parked himself in the, in the <laughs> yeah. rocks this last weekend. Yeah, yeah. that was fantastic. Uh, hey, also, producing the show, taking the calls behind the scenes, handling things, uh, everything going on behind the show, working our Instagram account. Twitter account, the Devin Gibbs. What's up, Gibbs? What's going on, guys? How uh, you guys doing? Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs. Oh, yeah, killing no more, it. No more tits, huh? No, you, you didn't. You I guess didn't. yeah. I guess I called yeah, it that last time. You, yeah, you knew that. Yeah. Hey, come uh, on, man. I'm better than tits. Yay. We did I'm have all... tits fill in for a show, though. Yes. He, well, we tits did. is all about plugging his own things, you know. He, he's taking the optics money and ran. He he went too big. He he outgrew the show. He did. Obviously, he did. Yeah. He did. Absolutely, uh, without a doubt. I don't know. Uh, Devin, uh, Devin's lately. Um, the Friday Vegas show was all star spectacular. That then he had like Wygant and Entenap in here on Monday. Now he's got Cody Gilmore and Denny Stevenson. And Moser. Dude, I'm freaking out. Like, I'm freaking out right now. And he's Moser. Like, probably, he's probably wanting to know who the fuck's Denny Stevenson. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> My 15-year-old self right now is losing his mind. Yeah. <laughs> who the fuck is Denny Stevenson? Uh, hey, also, too, Denny, did you know that your appearance tonight is brought to you by Atlas Brace? I did not did know, that. know that. Atlas Brace. I could have bo- used one of those this weekend. <laughs> Born and fuel from a racer's <laughs> perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three-year period by a team of engineers and biomechanical experts, then tested by some of the top professional riders in the world. AtlasBrace.com. Villapoto Weimer wear it. I've had some guys tell me that uh, a neck brace holds them back from doing things, from riding uh, out there on the track. Uh, I tell you, if you if you're one of those guys that think that you're just wearing the wrong the wrong goddamn brace, so try an Atlas brace. Uh, it won't uh, it won't hold you back and. Uh, Things terrific, atlasbrace.com. Um, all right, so you you got Josh Hill on tonight for the show? Yep, yep. He did not want to come on the show, or he did want to? Um, you, well, I think you both made it pretty clear that, okay, you know. phones off, everybody. You guys kind of butt heads off, a little bit, but uh, that's not me. Okay, all right. Not me. I'm, I'm, I'm Gilmore? not this. Uh, no, I'm guilty. Fucking Sorry. new guy. FMG. Uh but, uh, yeah, he's coming on. He's pumped. Uh-huh. You know? Fantastic. I, some... I do want to talk to him about Canada. He's got some changes. Canada, right yeah. there. You yeah. know, he's, that's a good in. Um, so he's been testing the bike all week, he said. Uh, we ran into him Friday night for a bit, and he said he'd been uh, pretty much motoring all yeah. week. Are you – now, we had the Rent the Supercross Hero program. It, 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 it didn't it, go – It, it kind of went, went off the tracks. It went okay. It went okay. I had met a couple great guys, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, it went a little, it went a little astray. <laughs> But let's be honest. Would you expect any different? No, no. I think they got what they wanted, it made but more they didn't the story. know. I don't think they knew. Well, they're pretty intense guys. You know, as soon as I landed at nine fifty yeah. in the morning, yeah. we're in the car and they're just handing me bottles of Crown, a yeah. bottle of vodka. I'm like, you guys, I got to eat something. Yeah, yeah. And then, like I said, I literally went through one at a time because they'd just take turns taking a nap. <laughs> it's like me drinking with against four of them. Right, right. Yeah. But anyway, so the the Rena Supercross program. 
uh, went I'm okay. I'm for a sequel. Let's try it. Could be Wash Eagle. Yeah, I told try. him. I, there might be happening. I think Mike Mason might be coming. Oh, wow. We're really adding to the okay. list. Yeah, we could yeah. do that. Gilmore, Gold. we're on to something with this. I think it would be uh, good. Just, just a matter if he can, you know, keep well, it together. Well, they're going to camp at the track. I figured then I'm in. I can't get lost. <laughs> I'm right there. <laughs> I, I warned Moser on some things to look out for. Oh, January. you did? Well, when we yeah. went out uh, Friday night, we went met you guys out yeah. to eat and stuff. Yeah. And Which I told bar them. before we got thrown out, though? Which uh, first or second one or maybe you guys third one? At, like a brew house or something okay. or wherever we got. So the first one we got thrown out of, right. Got yeah, that would be. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but it's impossible to get Denny kicked out. He tries hard. To <laughs> it's kick. a lot of effort. We didn't get thrown out anything this weekend, did we? Uh, oh, we did. <laughs> oh, we did. Oh, we did. I forgot, yeah. Um, That's why he had to come get us because he's only 20, our driver, uh, Dalton. And he showed up, and we were at a different bar. We'd gotten thrown out. <laughs> We've yeah. gotten thrown out. Like, wah, who gets wah, thrown wah, out of bars wah. in Newport Beach? That's pretty tough. Right? Um, okay, so here's my point. So the Supercross thing went okay, but one of the things that it didn't go – there's highs and lows to the weekend. There was many highs. One of the things that was a low was you confronting Kenny Watson over the Josh Hill thing. Here's my question for you. Hill's going to be on the night. Right. Are you any better with this decision? Are you, do you, um, you are know, you, I think I pretty much you, said my piece on okay. the whole thing. Uh, so I, you're I, still a little uh, – like you still don't feel like well, it was I, good. I, I sometimes keep throwing out some jabs every <laughs> once in a while directed at a certain, at a certain <laughs> person. But, you know, from my respect towards Kerry Hart, uh, he's done a phenomenal job with the team. But yeah. I think it would probably be just best if I let those things lie. Well – I, and I'm not trying to get you to do that again, but I'm saying oh, like – Oh, you're ha- trying. No, what I'm saying is <laughs> have you like uh, come around on the decision a little bit or still doesn't make any sense to you? You're still angry. I, I'm just – I don't agree with okay, that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what yeah. I was so – Yeah. You're still not a, a fan of that decision. No. We'll talk to Hill a little bit about but, it But, you know, but, hey, it's not my business. I'm just a fan. Yeah, but what you know what makes it cool is that you're I just like And I just fan. like Yona Kenny. <laughs> Who <laughs> doesn't like Yona Kenny? Let's face it, yeah, right? Long-time friend. Why don't mind out – why there's, not just yell at Kenny? There's zero chance he has that video, by the way, that he was claiming. He no, had. I'm there's, sure there's he does. Zero I mean, chance. who even remembers that? I'm getting cussed out. Let me yeah, get my yeah, phone look, ready. Right, right, right. Hold on. <laughs> take take Stop, two. Back right. that fuck up. Right, Hold on. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Um, but uh, even if he did, I'd like to see it. All right. So, okay, Thank so you. you're still a little upset about Hill's decision. Well, not Hill's decision. RCH's decision. They're, they've replaced him with uh, uh, Weston Pike, and they picked up Ivan Tedesco to fill in for Tickle. Well, yeah, not against Pike, you know. Enough, yeah, yeah. I think I'm a big fan yeah. of Wes. You know, my boy Budman coaches him and stuff, and the guy deserves it. But I just the way it kind of went down. I would tell you, know, I went down. It just seemed like yeah. he had a contract. I've always, uh, you know, if, if you got a contract, you should be able to write it out. But obviously, yeah, that's not. Like, like, come on, but how many contracts did you have broken on you? Probably, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still getting way, way to get paid from uh, 2001 Arena Cross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that St. Louis Power Sports, yeah, they went. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to get 50 grand. They paid me 25, you know, six months. And then when the season ended, they went filed bankruptcy. Yeah. That right. went well. Right. Wow. Yeah, and I'm still waiting for that asshole, the Moto Radio guy. What was, what's his name? Poor Sells agent. He owes me Oh, uh, Russ Stratton. Yeah, he owes me some money, too. So we're going to yeah. hunt him down like a he, dog. He uh, He's Adam Cincerello's agent. He so, is? Yeah, I so he's got know. money. I thought Adam was with. Uh, no. Wasserman, I guess no, not. No, huh? no. So you know, you know, Russ has money. He does. Yeah, yeah that kid's making some bank, I bet. And um, does he represent Porcel still? I see he's back. I don't think so. No. But Porcel is back, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. I want to talk about the upcoming nationals yep. with you. Supercross is over. Uh, uh, Cody, are you doing any nationals? I'll do a few of them, but okay. uh, not the whole series by any means. I'll probably do Millville and uh, maybe. Red oh, so Boat not even something. the opener. I'm okay. not doing the opener. I actually uh, have a little race back home i have to go do for my sponsor that okay. helps me with my bikes yankton motorsports and we set up like a motocross school and stuff i'm doing that's all the same weekend so i'm actually yeah. going to be going home for that hmm. but pound down the hills of Glen helen for go and go uh 2020 
for four hundred dollars and <laughs> it does not sound that was the last talk ever raised about it. quite a bit i'm like dude is it worth it to no. go do this and we kind of look at each other like uh probably Tracks not gnarly. yeah well, at least it's not a dead of summer like yeah. it's been in the past yeah but, your uh, last national that was 93 the one moto one right. so hot 96 like 115 oh 96 yeah, yeah. pulled off yeah. said we're done <laughs> that's we're it. gonna go do something else dad that's it we're done yeah. so okay so you'll do millville red bud whatever the ones that, that are there and yeah and, yep. and open for you yeah i love millville i'd like uh the track I grew up pretty close to there, so definitely want to go do that one. But just to do do them all, it's it's really tough for us privateers. And the good thing about Supercross is, you know, you can fly right into the city. You don't really need to get a rental car. Don't have to do any of that, you know. And quite a few races, I just flew in by myself. And if yep. there was a mechanic or someone there to help, cool. If not, I just winged it and did yeah. it by myself, you know. But outdoors, you can't do that. You have to have someone. Yeah. Then costs go way up. And I kind of like save up my money from these last few supercrosses to try getting me through summer. And well, I was going to ask you. ask me to do that. By far the most successful financial year you've had racing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you want to call it that, it's still, you <laughs> yeah, still yeah, pretty yeah. much spend all the money, but it's definitely right. nice having, like, I was able to buy myself a new mountain bike and stuff, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. like, so I had a little yeah. bit of money to spend, which is cool, but it's still really tough, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been nice. You know, I made, like, uh, I think it was eight, eight mains this year. And, yeah, uh, 16 and grand. Yeah, and it's then... an extra $8,000 just right there. So yep. definitely helped for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. And so, okay, so you'll be hanging out in uh, in Nebraska all summer. Well, he changed his program. He's I did change here. it a little bit. Oh, oh, you're out here? Yep, oh, I moved okay. to rented a house in uh, Marietta. Oh, okay. So going to stay out here for the summer. I figured I've lived back home in Iowa right. my whole life. So. Um, I just kind of want to change it I thought you moved to Nebraska at some point. I did. Okay. I, I moved there about five years ago or so. Oh, okay. Like uh, me and my ex-girlfriend had a house there, so that's kind of how I ended up in Nebraska. But I've been from Iowa my whole life, so – yeah. So that now, now Nebraska and Iowa claims me. I don't. Yeah, know what I've, to call well, I've it. had Brayton. Brayton's claimed you to me. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm yeah. like, but wait a minute, Denny claims him. Uh, you know, what's uh, all we got? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Deegan. Well, he's not here anymore either. I don't think he even claims Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we got the Brayton, Teddy Mayer, Cody Gilmore, uh, Chad Pedersen. Quite I'm a little area right there. Teddy Mayer. I said Teddy. Oh, Mayer. you did. Yeah, I'm missing one more. Oh, I think, Gavin or no? Faith. Gavin Faith. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Iowa had a few good guys, you know, and uh, there's, like, Fort Dodge area. Dude, it's awesome to ride. Yeah. Like, I kind of grew up right around there uh, riding with Teddy and Justin all the time, and, like, the trails around there, and just, like, it's awesome to grow up right there, and that's where Gavin's from, too. So. And Jeremy Riesenberg. Jeremy Riesenberg's from there. JR5-1. Chris Riesenberg. Uh, there's actually – that's where uh, – you know, Pedersen came from, yeah. too. Yeah, Swap's so. sort of the godfather of Iowa Motocross. He is kind of the original guy, I think. Literally, that. and he owned Godfather Pizzas, I think, too. He did. He yeah. doesn't eat longer. Oh, he, he doesn't? just talked okay. to me the other day. First all time right. I talked to him while he got out of that. Pizza business was not doing well. Really? I think he was eating all of his funds. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Chad lately? I think no. he was eating his funds. 702-586-7857. You got a question or uh, a comment or anything about the uh, just past Supercross Series, the upcoming National Series, 702-586-PULP. And uh, Cody Gilmore, Danny Stevenson in studio with us. And so, uh, what kind of feedback, Danny, did you get from your Rent a Supercross Star program? Um, some good, some bad, and like, did your friends hear about it? Did yeah, I mean, everybody heard about it. I think you know, we tried. It, to was, get... it was pretty crazy, you know. I'd gotten texts from like McGrath and those guys, and he's like, "Debo, man, you've been the talk of the weekend." I'm like, <laughs> I, "I wasn't even there. How could it possibly be?" But I heard there was a rumor yeah. going around. They said I got arrested. That's why I wasn't there. 
Which oh, is, I never heard that one. Yeah, no, I think yeah. Uh, I think some specific person started that rumor. Okay. Because I heard it from Bud, who heard it from Berluti. <laughs> and these guys are at the writers' meeting, and they're texting me, hey, did you get people are saying that you got arrested. I'm like, I would have clearly told you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, you know, I was last seen at like 6.30, and then I was loud after the race is like 10, so I don't know anyone mm-hmm. who could have got in and out that quick. Right. I don't have that kind of, you know, yeah. pull. So uh, Joshua will be on the night, thanks to you. Yep. Uh, Rick Johnson, another one of your guest big guest requests. fan, yeah, big fan. And I want to, and I, while he's on the phone, I want to ask you about like why you love Rick Johnson or what it, what it was, you know, that a, did that. Such a cool guy. Yeah, no, I I, 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 I want to wear a red bandana right now, actually. And chicken, chicken, big fan of his. Clearly, he uh, he's been a good. Chick, I, we, chicken, what, you went out with chicken this weekend. Yeah, saw him this weekend. Friday night, he, we went out, went over to his house, saw his. Uh, was that leopard thing he's got? Uh, no, we can't talk about that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah never mind. Yeah. <laughs> that was then he's too drunk. He just he was seeing stuff that night. Right. Yeah. There's no leopard. It was just a big cat. It was, it was, yeah. a, it was a freaking unicorn. <laughs> it, was, it was just a <laughs> that big, damn unicorn's haunting me again. It was just a big brown cat. Big brown cat. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's funny though. Like, um, we had chicken in Vegas. He came to Vegas this weekend or last weekend for the race, and we saw him. And man, you and him are tight. He was. He's a good man. He was uh, upset that you weren't in Vegas and that you were missing out. Uh, your dad. Your, you know, I really didn't miss that much because I think I got enough texts and calls from everybody. I'd wake up with like pictures and texts and missed calls. You know, I met somebody that knew you well. Nutter. <laughs> he told he, he told you I was banned, right? He said, "I love Danny, man. Danny's awesome. He's not allowed in our house anymore." <laughs> That's what he said. I'm like, really? Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, yeah I tend to get a little chaotic with him. A couple times, but he, I did text with him. I can show you a few pictures during break. <laughs> not uh, allowed in the house. No, it wasn't even his house. It was our other buddy's <laughs> but house. That's probably why you're not. The allowed wife, at his house. the wife, when he said it, the wife just it's nodded. Nodded, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. I think we're gonna. We, he invited me over for barbecue, but I have to stay outside the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And uh, Brett I never Mac- trust a guy whose last name's Nutter. And and completing the circle of life, uh, Hill. We got Hill on, and we got the guy who Hill's replacing, Brett Metcalf on. Metcalf's okay. coming back down to ride for RV. Quite a, that kind of worked out well, actually. It's if you're going to get a fill-in rider, worked that's pretty damn pretty, good. Pretty damn good. You I know? mean, can he? There's no Southwick anymore, which he was always killed super it, fast killed at. in the sand. Yeah, but he could make podiums, right? I think so. You know, I mean, he uh, Cody, he can make a podium. Metcalf, yeah, yeah I think he uh, he's proved it. And, you know, you know, uh, can't you see him going like a two-five or three-four? You know, something like that. I don't know. I mean, you could definitely kind of go through the list of where you think you'd kind of fit in at. But then Brett will always surprise you, you know, kind of pull some moto out of his ass, like you said, and get a second or even win the damn thing. Yeah, but yeah, maybe. Good guy. You know, I think he got kind of one of those other guys that just kind of got lost in the shuffle. That's why he ended up in Canada, you mm-hmm. know, getting hurt, kind of off the radar for a little bit. But uh, always seemed like a good guy. He's married to a good friend of mine, Shane Schaefer's uh, sister, I believe. Shane builds a lot of the yeah. cross tracks and stuff. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs, Race Tech emails coming up. We got a, a you want to win an, a Race Tech uh, free rebuild and some stickers and some hats from the guys? Send uh, an email to contest at pulpmxshow.com. We're just picking a random emailer to uh, give away a free Race Tech rebuild. And, and again, Cody, we had Vince Freeze on the show. Was it last week? When was Freeze on, Devin? The week before? Uh, three weeks. Okay. Uh, we had Vince Freeze on, third in the points, Race Tech guy. Said he barely ever changed anything. They nailed it right away. And again, like you want to talk about a privateer guy, the last time anybody had done that well was Greg Schnell in 2000. So 14 years later, Vince Freeze does well with race tech suspension. So kind of caught me by surprise, right? Kind of caught me by surprise. I, yeah. You know, he's had some great rides. But, but. Uh, uh, race tech, uh, a 
a ton of privateers use it, Cody. Yeah, they are, they've just been keep getting more and more. You know, like I think they just proved. You know, yeah. they've kind of came in really strong the last few years, and more people see everyone running them. You know, and just talk around the pits. They know it works good, and they're always there for you. So it's good to have like them. You know, supporting you and stuff. I Is always, Mike Byer still with Racing? No, no, no. I always tell people that like a a, 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 a company like Race Tech. One of their advantages is that they go out and they'll, they'll, they'll go out with you and test a few times and get a setting down. But it sounds like from you, you didn't need any testing. It sounds like they nailed your setting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, like, my setting's awesome. I love it. And I told them, I'm like, even if it sounds right to use it or not this year, I definitely want to run it just because <laughs> yeah. I know it works good. And We've definitely done some testing throughout the years, but yeah. the Kawasaki's have pretty much stayed the same. And, uh, yeah, it's, I think that's more what you're comfortable with. I'm kind of a rider that don't like to change anything once a year gets going or anything. Pretty yep. much just change some clickers for Daytona, but that's about it, yeah. you know. And uh, Even Daytona, man, it's so much like a Supercross now. Yeah, yeah. This you know? year it wasn't really rough at all. It was kind of weird. It was super soft, you know, the jumps were and stuff, but it never really got chewed up and, and rutted. It looked like, like a freeway you know? from years past, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah not the Daytona of your day is, is long gone. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I and, crashed a lot there. Danny, thanks <laughs> for that helmet for the main. Yeah, man. I'm uh, always, you know, big oh, fan Dave. of always being friends. I thought that uh, would be a nice add to the collection here. And, uh, uh, who, you know, obviously helmet? a jersey would just be thrown on the floor, but the helmet might who's, get some prominent spot. Whose helmet should I take off that rack there, you think, for yours? <laughs> you should clearly take all the fairies down. There's three of them. <laughs> There's three of Tim Ferris. Yeah, well, I see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So one of those got to go. Or maybe your helmet. What's the monster one there on the end? No, that's Timmy's. That's a Timmy. Uh, and then the Slim Jim. Yeah, that's that's What's re- that fly one? Those ones like... up there are mine. The ones up in the monster fridge. Those are actually my showies from when oh, I raced. Oh, yeah. That's, but... They're a lot bigger, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, besides uh, the race tech emails, we got NFAB question of the day and X-Brand goggle tear-offs. Let's get to our first segment right now. It's the BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. All right, btosports.com. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself money. Anything you need for your biker body, uh, they've got it. Uh, the nation's leading retailer for uh, aftermarket accessories. Anything you need, btosports.com has it. And of course, proud sponsors of uh, Andrew Short and Matt Gerke. Um Shorty, solid sixth place. Everybody keeps counting them out. Like every nobody year, it's talks, like Timex. Nobody talks about Shorty, and then he just goes out there and. How many top tens? He had was he top ten every race but one. But one. But one. Because yeah. him and Brayton both had that going, right? Yeah, Brayton. Brayton lost hurt. it. Yeah, but but that's impressive, man. Uh, yeah. So these are questions tweeted to at Pulpamex Show. Uh, we got thousands and thousands and thousands of them, but Devin goes through them all, picks the best five or six, and uh, and here they are. All right, uh, at dog or uh, brown doggy, uh, he wants to know why does Denny hate RC. Oh, don't get ridiculous. He Whoa, picks, holy cow. He picks cow. the questions. You stir, you he just, nope. He wants to know. No, of course they don't hate RC. <laughs> I, I have utmost respect for him. But, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I didn't really There like... was another one in there that said, uh, uh, Oh, there's you, a lot worse than you, that. Oh, yeah, there was one like, why don't you like Ricky? Did you not do... Get to do blow? Did you not? Oh. Did he not want to do blow with you back in the day? I'm like, whoa, whoa, that's crazy. But you, anyways, yeah, that's a little obscene. Actually, that's you know what? That was the same person I had. Oh, that out. same oh. person. Oh. That right. damn brownie dog. Yeah. Damn. All right. So nothing against. Ricky. No, of course. Oh, I mean, he's you know, he his his, his uh, you know his career spoke for itself. You know, but I think it's pretty obvious from Hill's remarks when he thanks Hart and Watson over and over. And he's nowhere to and, be found, I, yeah. and it seems like Hill puts a pretty concerted effort in there to thank those guys. Yeah, it's he had pretty, that whole list, I think, from when he podiumed, and I didn't see uh, – It's pretty obvious yeah. who he thinks, and whether it's true or not, I don't know, but 
he thinks that RC has something to do with him getting canned. So, without a doubt. You know, different. He was uh, he's been with them ever since. Uh, you know, until Ricky was a part of it, and now yeah. he's now he's gone. So, right. I don't know. It's, you know, if it quacks like a duck and looks like a duck, right. it's a goose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. All right. Uh, Carrie Deku wants to know uh, with the rumors of Roxen signing RCH next year. Uh, he wants to know if uh, Berluti is going to be working for Roxon. Yeah, I don't know. Who mm. knows? Maybe they'll bring another guy on. It's too early for mechanic talk at this point. Mechanic talk. Free yeah. agent mechanics. Nobody. No, I mean, Berluti's Berluti not going anywhere. He'll be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would think he would. That would be a natural deal, but. he's Yeah, he, I mean, he's been there since when the you're, beginning. And... When you're Kenny, you probably have the power to bring a guy, too. You know? So. Yeah. All right, uh, Tanner Hall wants to know, for this for everyone, uh, he wants everyone to name a rider that was so talented or so stylish that you couldn't keep your eyes off him when they rode. Danny Stevenson. Can you get his penis out of your mouth? Whoa. What do you think, Cody? Uh, for me, I'd have to say Josh Hansen right now. Like, mm. uh, he's just but I mean, a lot. But, like, right, you've seen him lately or, like, just? I've seen him uh, – this uh the, he comes a milestone. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so if they're I mean unless they're asking for someone I looked up to, like, you know, No, whole, I don't think that's the question. No, no, that was pretty much it. That was my same like, answer. Yeah, yeah, I don't I'd say Hanny or Hill. I mean yeah. I th- I like both of them guys' styles. Like it just uh uh I don't know, just how they flow and the, just yeah. you know, their style it's sick. Uh, we had Hanny on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think after I had called in that. He, was that the same show? That same show, yeah. yeah. yeah he said and he's been given seven or eight chances, and he wants another one. So I admire the honesty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, uh, like you said, lots of skills. And when he came back and started winning those, you know, X Games out of the blue, you're like, man, <laughs> maybe we're on to something yeah. here. All right, Danny, what about you? Um, shit. I've really enjoyed watching Cianciarello this year. Just yeah. you no, know, came back. Looks like he's grown six inches. Yeah, dude, he's almost as tall as me. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. just kind of came back. I enjoyed really watching him ride, especially at Daytona. Wait, the bike was hopping. He was, like, way ahead of every move. What about back in the day? Um, Dogger, man, Lachine. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, amazing to watch. And, and Wyndham, too. There was one race that I can never forget that's always in my head. When he won Washougal mm. on a Suzuki yep. and beat Ricky. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like a spider on that thing, dude. And you know how slippery that track can be. Yeah. And he was just ahead of everything. And I remember See, riding but, one day yeah. trying to – feel like that like do i look like kevin right now yeah in my mind i'm kevin right, yeah. right. see windows got like he's super fast and he's got he's got pretty good style but his elbows are down he's kind of he just keeps like he's, he's not he's like in the bike he's not textbook to watch so for me i gotta go with lachine he was fun to watch or that. you know who was good renard was good yeah it was when robbie was on i was usually racing yeah in the pack just so i didn't see him too much <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, he would do as well. Like, he looked like he would just float on the yeah, dirt. Yeah. yeah. When he was on, he, his that, elbows that were up. That one race at Unadilla. Yeah. When he just smoked yeah. Ricky and those guys. Yeah. Um, still probably your favorite favorite race ever to watch right now, when he smoked Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even catch that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got – you watch Lachine in some of those old races, and, like, he – you can tell. He, he looks – he stands up everywhere. He's standing up around the corners. He just looks burr, burr, so burr. much yeah. better than those guys. And it was crazy. You know, I could tell that story again when he shows up at Geneva – yeah, misses practice. It doesn't seems have a gear like you bag. made that up. It seems like yeah, yeah. it's it's so ridiculous <laughs> that it's like really. I'm like, no, it happened. And he right. waxed everybody with two laps of practice. You right. know, yeah, and it borrowed gear. Oh, it's awesome. All right, what All else right. we got? Uh, Paul McCready uh, says after shouting from the rooftops for years that Corolli's bike was not a 350. Uh, is there go. anything you have to say, Mathis? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So they tore Caroli's bike down this weekend in the um, at the GP of Spain. Is found to be a three fifty. Uh, did anybody happen? Why did they tear it down? Eh, just random tear downs. Oh. Yeah. Did anybody happen to watch any of the highlights from that race? Because I did. And guess what? His starts were shit. I didn't watch it. Yeah, his starts were shit. He came around about six or seven. And remember, keep in mind, there's 30 guys and half of them don't even belong out there. Right. So <laughs> I, I'm sure he was on a 350. But was he on a 350 at Lomo or at these the, the track in Spain too? Hard pack and, and slick. So a nice 350 would be good. You know what I mean? You wouldn't break loose. You'd be able to. I didn't realize that. So you've always debated that, that he's uh, yeah, not he's yeah. not doing that. Uh, I've seen too many races. There's too many races here in the U.S. when they try to do it. And they're clearly outclassed. Right. People always say, what about that one Omoto that Alessi won on a 350? And I say, okay, I'll take the other 23 when he got smoked. He you know won on I mean? a 350? He did. He won Hangtown, the very first moto oh, of the year. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, which is good for him and, and amazing. Andrew Short rode the thing and couldn't get off of it fast enough. <laughs> you watch the guy. You watch him get pulled out of corners. Then I go to Europe and I watch Caroli, and he's pulling massive hole shots. Right, and, and getting right, get out of the corners fast. Oh, it's, yeah, it's just no way. I, I believe that it was a three fifty in this weekend when it tore down. Mm-hmm. And then look at his starts. He went six two this weekend, like a really bad race for him. Who won? I didn't see the results. Uh, Desal. Desal. Nice. Um, so yeah, I mean, whatever. Like I, I don't know. The, the the KTM guys get mad at me for saying this, but at, at Lakewood. He's, you know, altitude, he's barely losing any time to, to dungee up the hill. That's true. But he's losing time. Yeah, yeah. Why is, that, why is their 350 faster than yeah. the American version? Come on. And the whole point of uh, racing is you're always seeking more horsepower. More, I mean, why would you take 100 cc's away? Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, you know, uh, Ustream and KTM are so tight. I mean, Ustream changes the rules for KTM. Do you think maybe Ustream said, hey, we're going to tear your bike down this weekend? Okay. We'll bring the 350. Or KTM said, hey, why don't you tear our bike down in Spain? We'll be on the 350 there. I believe that it's a full works rules over there. So I believe that, you know, they can go from 350 to 400 to 420 to 450, like whenever they want, you know? Right. Um, you never wasn't, know. I, wasn't Ivan riding the 350 a couple races back here? Yeah. He had a, he rode it from San Diego and then on from there. He did good at San Diego. He had a, a season best finish at San Diego, but then he – He had some big crashes. And he had some that one section of the whoops when he was flying W and – yeah. Ooh. Not good. Uh, so I, I just uh, – I believe it was a 350 this weekend, but I don't believe it's a 350 all the time. I've seen it too many times in person. Are they yeah, still so. going to try and push it here? If no. Like Roxon's no. not well, – no, yeah, obviously no. not. And again, if it's so good, if it's so awesome, why didn't Kenny Roxon pick to ride it? They right. gave him a choice. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. I think Andrew, Andrew said it best. He goes, this bike is perfect, but not for racing. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's perfect for yeah. 95% of the... I've ridden the 350. That bike's a badass bike, but... Have you ridden it, Cody? Compared to the 450 off the bottom? No, nope. it's not. You can... Oh, God. God, in Supercross, I would not want to race when you can see it, like, trying to go on and off out of corners. You're just like, uh... You know. It'd be kind of nice, though, like, having a lighter bike, Do You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, or, like, the 250s are kind of nice to have compared yeah. to 450, and I think 450s are a little more scary going through whoops and stuff. It's mm-hmm. just a bigger bigger machine and like the kind of way you ride through whoops on a 450 is way different than a 250 i've heard the 350s feel a lot like the 250 so you know right. it, it, i'm sure it has its pros yeah you know? no, absolutely uh, you know for uh, for 90 percent of the people i think it's a great bike and no problems and but the, for racing at the highest end i just it's not working yeah it's, obvious I, it's not working 
yeah, I use like all the power I, my 450 has on quite a few stuff, you know, yeah. sometimes I'm triple on the tables or, you know, it's yeah. definitely nice to have the power. So I don't know why you'd really want to have less, but then like you said, sometimes it's a little too much. And so. even too, a big thing that Shorty said when he was on it was you can't set guys up. So, because you basically have to go momentum to clear everything. So you're riding momentum because you, otherwise you can't clear the jumps. Yep. So you want to square somebody up and cut underneath them? Forget it. It's you like know, Dino will run up, you know, probably at the fastest time of the night in practice. But if you put him out racing, he's not going to be running that pace. No, no, no. Because, like the, you said, people you gotta, get fooled you by flow. the people get fooled by the two fifty lap times versus four fifties, and they're like, "Well, look it, you yeah. know, it's not quite the same. It's it's apples to oranges." All right, next question. All right, at Laser two fifty F with you just made that up. Laser two fifty F. Nope, dead serious. Uh, I would have said his name, Sean, but I don't know how to say his last name. So Is at it Laser. laser? No. Sean Laser? No. Just maybe he's talking about Lasergate. I got I got an email right now from a guy for the race tech contest to my Steve account. You, you can't win this contest if you can't follow the one basic rule of the contest. <laughs> you got one job. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. That's the one rule. He actually texts me as well. <laughs> All right, next question. All right. Uh well Sean wants to know with uh the rival between Roxon and Barsha at the end of this outdoor season, who do you think or everybody here think is gonna be on top of the two? Well, I was clearly wrong about Barsha and Supercross. I have Bam Bam love like you have Josh Hill love. Mm. So Did you hear the read comment he kind of kind of kind of little Honda law uh, out there? It's, 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 Chad loves that. It's like, yeah, man, Jars, Justin's had a really good season despite that bike. Uh, Chad, like, Chad loves Honda, that. That shit. was a Honda bomb right and there. And you know he's just in there just rubbing his head. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like what? Uh, Roxon has admitted he's getting a bit tired. The season's ca- catching up to him a little bit, you know. Um, first time. Well, he had a, you know he had a tough time when he first came over, anyways. Yeah. You know, doing the lights and then going into Supercross. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, I don't think it was really those guys really don't address that much on the TV show. I don't think you know they're like, oh, he had a good rookie season, but well, those guys don't. He's had a great a, rookie season, but like address that the fact, those yeah, guys don't address a lot on the Supercross <laughs> TV shows. <laughs> Too busy. I don't know, but yeah, seventeen rounds, you know, in eighteen weekends. I think you're totally right. I think it just kind of, hmm. I think it just wore him out. Maybe Barsha. Then what do you think, Cody? Uh. I'm a Roxon guy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I, he impresses me so much. Yeah. I went to the Donations when I was at Lakewood that one year. Yeah. And I never even heard of the guy. And just watching him, it was like, holy crap. I've never seen anyone ride so yeah. fast. and So he aggressive. Was just, it was awesome. Yeah, he led like, like half the moto on a stupid F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ever since then, I'm like, man, that dude can ride. So I don't know. And I'm just not a Barsha fan by – not at all. Did he ever clean you out, Cody? Yeah, he okay, actually. I knew it would be there, something, right? Yeah. There we go. Where are we leading to here, buddy? <laughs> One time at a race in Colorado. In 1985, <laughs> when I was six. No, we both crashed together, like, on the first lap. And when I got up, he rode by and kicked me in the chest. What? <laughs> it's actually on the, the Great Outdoors DVD. And when they had that TV show, they showed it numerous times. Oh, yeah. I, I he remember seeing He kicked me in that. the chest for yep. no reason. Ever yep. since then, I've not been a fan of that guy. Matt Gilmore will hold grudges. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. All right, um, last question. Uh, at Motorsport 30, uh, who is most likely to be the second rider for 2-2 Motorsports, in everyone's opinion? What do you think? I think clearly they've set Dino up for it, I would think, you know. No, Dino's going Red Bull KTM. Oh, no see. shit. I did not know that. I did not know that either. I could see Millsaps there. What about Metcalf? Just drop that. Maybe Metcalf. Uh, well, yeah, fellow Aussie. I don't see uh, Millsaps going there though. Are, are Chad and him buddies? I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all under that Washerman tent. Well, that's a right? big thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I think Millsaps from somewhere. 
You what? I've heard Millsaps from somewhere, possibly to two two. Two two two. But I for did. some reason, Millsaps wants out of that team, and I don't know what the deal is. But he doesn't like that KTM. I don't think. Right? Man, I don't know. Are they going to Husky next year? Yeah, they're going to Husky. Same, is that same gonna thing. be another reason? Oh, really? Yeah, but that's just the KTM. Are uh, Anderson and Seeley? They're moving up, right? Seeley's going to Honda Muscle Milk. Anderson is staying there. Same with those guys. But, but they are moving up. Yeah. That should be even more exciting. I love so, these kids moving up. Um, what was the question? <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> Who is going to be? Uh, who's the most likely choice for two two months? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Are they going to have two riders? Is that a Millsaps is going for a Weimer spot at Cowie for sure. Hmm. Uh, they may hire him, but I gotta think like Reed Nordine at Cowie is like next door neighbors with Met- Metcalf. Oh, so he loves Metcalf. There you go. Hence how this Metcalf deal happened. What's Weimer's been hurt all year? What do you hurt? His elbow or something or shoulder? Shoulder? Yeah, he's back now. He's back. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what is uh, what is Marvin doing? Muskin. He'll be back for nationals. What did he do to himself? ACL. I he was ACL. Ah. DV said that uh, he's a little bit behind in his recovery though, so he may not be hundred percent come. You know those French guys. You know them. Some um. Of, so yeah, Millsaps, Metcalf. Uh, Chad's always said he wouldn't hire just anybody. Like he has to be like a winner. So isn't Millsaps a really good test rider? Uh, not that I know. Of. I, yeah, I kind of. I don't know. Was... I don't know when, which, which, like, good or bad. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hire, know. Hire Gilmore. Yeah. You yeah. know what? Him and Chad are buds. You know, I think we could make it happen. Mm-hmm. Don't be bad. Oh no, I better. Uh, and I, he's it cheap. Up. I know he's cheap. You could get Gilmore. <laughs> you could for a bu- like five bucks. Expenses. Yeah. <laughs> but De- Den- that's because Denny takes most of my fees. He's yeah. Ch- he I do. I, yeah, yeah. I take ten percent off right at the top. So 10% of $4. Speaking of Danny being your agent, has your agent ever pushed you into the Arena Cross Series? Has he tried to push you in the Arena Cross Series? Not once. Okay. He's never even That's a different beast anything. anymore. I, you know. We both agree we don't think it's quite like it was when. Uh, I don't think it pays either like it used no, to. No, I've, yeah. I've looked into it because oh, okay. if I could make some money and go do yeah. it, you know. And I do think some of them guys are making money, right. but it, I'd have to get on the right type of deal and get everything paid for. And I stuff. might have something for you for Australia this summer. That would be awesome. A guy called me yeah. out of the blue from Australia. We asking drank me. with some Aussies on Saturday. Maybe asking, that was that guy. Asking me for riders. <laughs> Maybe. The first guy that came to mind was the seven deuce deuce. But that's yeah, the what did he do to his knee? He did something. Yeah, I tore meniscus or something. Yeah. He'll be back. Get some yeah, he'll be back for whatever. Yeah, I definitely so, I'd love that's why I've need, been kind of to, looking for some I need to deals like that. Hook you up with this guy or something. We could talk to Hill about it. I know he's a big fan of Aussie and the Moss family. There we go. Yeah. yeah right yeah. there, see? Yeah. <laughs> that's the first place I ever went to was uh, Australia when I was like eighteen. Went with Dubok. And that was back when I was doing the, uh, the ultra crosses, you know, a lot of aggressive riding, pumping up the crowd. And so we did a match race that night in Australia, and it's the last corner, and I just launched my bike into uh, one of the local guys. I don't know who it was. Jeff Leesk? No, Craig Peter Jack. Melton. Peter Melton. Yeah. And I'm pumping my fist, and the crowd's, like, re- literally going to come out of the stands and kill me. <laughs> and they decided, well, that was an unfair move. We're going to rerun the race. And I'm like, well, that, he's gonna, that guy's going to kill me. <laughs> don't, you ever, don't you have a story like that in Barcelona, too? Pretty much everywhere I went, I just okay, throw my right. bike at somebody. But we were watching some old rain crosses earlier, and Gilly's like, man, you're, we're aggressive. And I'm like, well, if you can knock the guy down, no chance of him passing you back. <laughs> good one. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a good point. Um, all right, so that's been the btosports.com Gabba Gibbs segment. No outro? I'm still waiting for Swiss to hook me up one. I do this every week. Still waiting for btosports.com. Use the code PULPMX to save yourself money. And uh, – you know, if you did go to Cherry's team, you could use uh, a Cherry's plastic. A Cherry's plastic, 40 years 
a plastic technology. Do you use the Cherubis, Cody? Uh, no, I do okay. not. Okay, all right. No. Well, you should. Uh, <laughs> official flow plastic. green stuff. See, flow green. Yeah, the they got regular Cowie awesome. green. They got flow green. They got some cool KTM stuff. A CherubisUSA.com. Uh, a C E R B I S. A Cherubis and official plastic of Kenny Rocks and Ryan Dungey, Chad Reed, and many more. And uh, some of the best fitting stuff out there. Hand guards, big gas tanks, as well as regular stuff. So Talon Bowen's still there? Checking out. Oh, yeah. Lone Wolf's still there. Talked to Lone Wolf this weekend. Really? He told me, he's like, you know, you're doing a good job on that show. I don't listen to it, but my friends tell me it's good. I'm like, all right. That's good. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I mean, what, what, At least your friends are talking highly. Uh, speaking of our show, too, by the way, we, uh, our Swiss Corps there, uh, the technical guru behind the show, we just added up all of our numbers um, uh, across the board for the show. And for the first four months of this year, we're up over 3,000 listeners per show. Up. So we're at 3,200 now. You're welcome, Steve. <laughs> yeah, 3,001. Yeah, 3,001. Uh, but no, thank you, everybody. We really appreciate it. Numbers are through the roof, man. Uh, almost 20,000 listens per show on this janky pulp show. So that's crazy. The, the, I, I remember you telling me some numbers. I couldn't remember. I didn't remember that yeah, high, though. Yeah, we're almost up near that's 20 now. Uh, I've never listened to it. Dude, we're killing Thank it. you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'd rather read about it. I don't Dalton's know. listened to it. Dalton has. Yeah, Dalton yeah. said he's listened to it. Um, and then uh, everything we do, the uh, the pulpcasts and the pre-race stuff and everything, man. We thank everybody for listening. So. You're a busy man. I talk too much. Sometimes I feel like I'm... Some I'm, people do say that. <laughs> Josh Hill? Never me. Not me. Uh, <laughs> Not me. Um, that iron's in the fire. You know, I still get... Fuck, people love that Great Western show. I still get that. I had a guy tell me in Seattle or Houston, I've listened to the show five times, he told me. We were talking about that on the way up. You know, we're going to have times. You guys had some drinks for us. I remember talking with Bud, and Bud was slurring by the end of the show. Bud was not in a good <laughs> he place. Was, he just all of a sudden went, <laughs> like, whoa, Bud. He started yelling. He got pretty fired up. Yeah. yeah. But, His one sentence was just one run, long word. But we're on show number 171 <laughs> right now. And so if you want to go back to show number 100, the uh, Great Western Bank team reunited, except for Factory Phil. But he was on the phone for He was a on bit. the phone. I think it was with his kids. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was camping. Right. Yeah. But, uh, Hold on, guys. Damn you, kids. Get in the house. Castillo, Stevenson, uh, Antonez, all, uh, all here. And, uh, Best was... music for that show, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, that G-Dub helmet right there. That's awesome. That's good, th- that's good stuff. Visor's broke. I'm going to put it on a basset later and take a photo. You should. Um, get, get rid of all this fairy stuff. Vince Freeze using production CRF2 uh, suspension, just upgraded with Racetech internals. That's right. That's what Vince Freeze used, uh, Racetech.com. Malcolm Smith, Jeremy McGrath, Justin Brayton, Michael Lessie, Jake Weimer, Blake Wharton, Chris Blose, Cody Gilmore, and thousands of others have used Racetech uh, suspension. And you can join the Racetech support team by applying online at Racetech.com. And, of course, contest at PulpMXShow.com. We're taking a random emailer. Uh, and uh, giving away a free rebuild from Racetech. I would have already announced this, but my, my MacBook is, with all the emails is in the shop, so uh, I don't have it. So we'll, go, we'll run it another week. All right, so these are the best emails we got for this week. Factory Wrench sent this email in. Uh, I don't think he's really a Factory Wrench, though. Well, if you got to name it, you're probably not. <laughs> That's probably a good point. Um, hey, Steve, this is a touchy subject I was curious about and thought it would make good radio. And, Danny, you would know this a little bit as a former agent of sport uh, and Smith Optics pioneer. God, I was so hated. <laughs> you just take that job and it just automatically just want to hate you. I know. I, ha- I had an industry guy tell me I need to be an agent. And I'm like, why? They already hate you. We don't need there, to put that title on you. There's only, like, three of them out there that, like, I think have good reputations. And the other, one all, the other ones all get talked shit on. Well, yeah. It's, you know, if you're not bringing outside money in, don't bother, you know. And, unless I think, like, if you're a Villapoto or Dungeon, you probably need a guy. 
And he's still the same guy. Yeah, there's probably five That's or six pretty rare. Guys. All right, okay. So this guy said, when the racers sign the next contract with a different team during the Supercross season and the team and the rider know he's leaving after the Nationals, how does a racer put his life on the line and take chances that could cause injury when he knows he will not be with that team next year? How do you do that as a racer? We heard we hear, all these deals we know are done in the sport, right? Uh, past and now this year. We'll start with you, Denny. What do you think? Well, I think it's no different. I mean, you still want to do go out and put the best effort in. You're not you're not necessarily racing for the job. You want to go out and do the best you can. It's kind of like well, that with that clowny guy from the football had kind of a shitty yeah. senior year because they and didn't they want said to get he hurt. Was maybe uh, maybe laying back, but I don't think moto guys do that. I don't think they're necessarily waiting for the next contract. You know. What do you think, Cody? As a racer. Uh, you got to go out and try your hardest every time, you know, like everyone's out trying to make money, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, a lot of guys get paid a lot of money for these, you know, win bonuses and yeah. stuff. So, um, that's still worth it for them to, to pin it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and then a lot of guys as egos, I mean, you yeah. know, you don't want to go out and get beat by, um, it's not a bad question, but I don't, I really don't think the guys, I don't think they consider it. No, I don't think they think about it. Moto guys want to win. If anything, if you have the security of another contract, maybe you'd pin it more. You're like, F it, I'm already signed. I'm already signed. Balls you know to the mean? wall. All right, my ball's out on the handlebars right now. Balls Smack them right on there. <laughs> yep. All right, Josh said, uh, you guys rock, love the show, except how quiet the audio of the phone calls are. Is there a way you can normalize the audio better? I crank it up to hear James on the phone, then Wygant gets on the mic and nearly blows my freaking speakers out. Great job. I support the sponsors, Josh. Josh, audio is something we are always working on. I had a guy in here this morning. Trying to set our audio levels and work with the telephone equipment. So hopefully you see a better job tonight. Okay, uh, Will sent this in. I've just learned about your show this season, and I've went to the archives to find the story to the story behind Sprayed with Pump. Please have Wygant or JT tell the story so I can understand the reference. Y'all were so close to telling a story last week, and the bike guy called in. Thanks, Will. Uh, Will, Sprayed with Pump comes from uh, Jason Thomas said that I do that because um, – he said, Jason, JT, basically I was uh, killing it with my prediction of Kyle Peters last year doing good. And so I was bragging to those guys that I called that call, I called Kyle Peters to do good. Then JT said that I spray pump. I was pumping Kyle Peters up. I spray the field with pump. So then when <laughs> one guy comes through, oh, I go, hey, look at me. Yeah. So JT came up with the phrase spray, spray with pump. pump. I never heard that. So I'm pumping up the whole field. Right. So if you pump everyone up, then you're gonna obviously going to get, get somebody right. First of all. It's not true. Not true. It's not true, but that's where the phrase comes from. All right, so last week on the show, we debated the best supercrossers of all time. Uh, MC was number one, without a doubt. Seven titles, 72 wins. But after that, we were debating. So RV's got four titles, right? Well, it wasn't so much that we were dating who was the best supercross. No, we got a question saying, and we'll ask them too, yeah. where does Ryan Villapoto fall in the top supercross rider list? So, and J- then we got into a huge conversation on who the top so J- five is. JS has two titles, right? but second most wins. RV has four titles and third most wins. He's a ways back of James. I think he's 10 back or 12 back. And then, of course, RC, five titles, third in career wins. I was shocked that it, Reed, they had talked about it on the show, the Vegas show. Excuse me. And they, uh, Ricky or Reed actually said, you know, put Villapoto, I think, second ahead of him, which I was even a little shocked. But Did they take our argument, I wonder? They did it, you know, when they had the three no, guys No, we had it on Monday. So yes. You guys are, followed them. We followed their yeah. argument. Okay. Guy Fiori, or Fiori, whatever his name was. <laughs> I was very interested in what Guy thought. Yeah, I think he, uh, he, he, had, the he had Villapoto like 10th. He I thought the souffle was better than Villapoto. Yeah, he said, yeah. Right. 
But uh, then, but so, yeah, I was shocked okay. that Reed gave him second above himself. Here's what I said. I said it was MC, and it was, that's without a doubt. Yep. Cody, if you don't mm-hmm. think MC is the best, you can get out. Uh, <laughs> I'm agree. Okay, right. I agree on that. Uh, MC is the best. Uh, I, I think RC has five. He's next. And to me, I put James third because watching James is amazing, and he's had the most talent. And yes, he only has two wins, but he's or two titles, but he's second in wins. And Cody, you've been on the track with the guy. You know, quad, quad, and he's fast. He's pretty scared like, to be around. There's a few guys I'm scared, like, right. you know, if they're if I get a good start or if they get a bad start and I yeah, happen yeah. to be around them, yeah, I kind of watch watch myself a little bit closer when I'm around either Josh Grant or James yeah. Stewart because them guys are kind of scared to be around for uh, sure. So to me, I put JS third just because of the eye test, his skills on the track. You know, Wygant said – Wygant didn't even he, – he refused to rank them, actually. Wygant bowed out. Really? Yeah, he was like, I'm not going to do this. He couldn't be – he couldn't uh, risk it. He like, didn't want to piss didn't him. didn't want to risk someone not talking to him The or outdoors something. are coming up, so right. that's the – right. We've talked about that as well. But uh, what do you think, Denny? Man, it's hard to say. You know, I'm, I'm – Try not to put yourself on that list. I'm really – you know, I'm a, <laughs> I, I appreciate what Ryan's done, Villapoto, but yeah. I'm really not necessarily that big a fan, I guess. I don't know. Because he just does enough, I guess. Oh, here we go. I don't know. I'm a big, you know, I was having trouble again. Yeah, right. (laughs) Careful. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go with MC first, and then it's going to be pretty much an open field. (laughs) Which is pretty much what it is. No, I mean, I I think Carmichael, with his wins, I'm going to go with Villapoto, and then I'm going to go with Stewart. Okay. Yep. So you're valuing championships more than wins, which I get, and that's fine. Yeah, I but, think okay. that's true. You know, you got to be there. To, you got to be there. You got to be in it to win it. I mean, when you won your title, you won and you got the title. Yeah, so, yeah. So know. I mean, I didn't even get ranked in 125 Supercross groups. You didn't even rank me that one time. I think I texted you and said because uh, you were right. ranked, they ranked them for wins or career wins. I think it was. Okay. I think you need to rank on a season win level. What'd you win? How many? I won eight out of eleven. You had 11 rounds? That's when you combined them. Oh, yeah, that's right. East-West yeah, yeah, were yeah. together all the yeah. time. Yeah, you were dominant. So that was a lot of races, yeah. a uh, lot of crashes. So what do you think, Cody? Uh, it is, it's tough. Yeah. It's, like, I definitely agree McGrath first, but, man, I have a hard time putting uh, Stewart out of the top two. You know what I mean? See? Like, so I put Stewart in See? front of Carmichael. But, uh, but then for, man, they're so close. You know, I don't think there's really a wrong answer. But, uh I'm gonna put McGrath first and Stewart second, and then then maybe Villo uh, and Carmichael for a tie. <laughs> you know, how many, Reed, how many know. wins does Reed have? Reed has 42. Man, Reed's good too. 43. Yeah, Reed's do... got to be like f- fifth. You know what I mean? Two titles yeah. and mm. I don't know. I don't know. I just I got. I don't think you can go wrong by just going off how many wins, who has the most yeah, wins, yeah. who has the most titles. So you, That's the you most did that, fair way. You would go. You would go. Um, uh, MC. James, Ricky, Villo, Chad. I like that. That's how you go in like career that. wins. Never that's, mind. That's titles. not bad. Right. Yeah, because I think you know. Again, no one can do what James does on a bike. Yeah. That one race what was he came from what tenth? Yeah. No. It was just uh, unbelievable. Not, to watch. Never mind one race. There's twenty yeah. races. I mean, I remember watching. I watched that main event like three times. <laughs> yeah. Rewound yeah, it. Right. Watched it again. Like this is just yeah. awesome. Um, James Stewart's the only rider that I've ever watched that blew my mind passing someone let alone hitting something yeah, yeah. or scrubbing something, but just passing someone. You're like, dude, that guy's got skill. And he'd have a lot more wins also, yeah. I think, if it wasn't just for some gnarly crashes, too. Yeah. So. Nash. Gentlemen. What's up? Welcome to the show. It, well, I appreciate you uh, queuing in on me for such an important question because Factory Phil's got to be right in there at top five, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's got, what, 
no career wins. <laughs> He's got a podium. <laughs> no career titles. He's uh, definitely. Nash, did you get my email? No, I didn't, honestly. I swear I sent, I sent you an email. Um, yeah, you know, you know we have the, uh, the jersey giveaway thing for privateers and we donate the money? Oh, yes, yes. yes well, a fan sent in a factory fill chaparral. Oh, no, look, look, calm down, Nash. <laughs> calm down. A, he sent a factory fill number 12 chaparral jersey in and Phil has signed it. It, it must be mine. So what do I got to do? do? Do monetary donation? I'm fine with that. Yeah, you pay you pay money to the privateer that wins a poll, which, Cody, you won it, uh, I don't know, a few months back. Yeah, yeah, well, um, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. we just uh, – um, Freeberg just won the latest one we did. Nice. So um, you – why don't you email me, Nash? Maybe I got the wrong email. And then uh, I'll we'll arrange it to ship it out to you. Factory Phil signed it. How'd you get him to sign it? Do you send it to Phil and then Ping, s- ping. Oh, that's right. Ping got Their it. family. Uh, hey, uh, I was hoping Factory was going to come. God, you're like salivating right now, dude. You know, I, you I know. can I can actually hear that your hard penis against the phone. Do you know Nash and his love of Phil? Uh, yeah, a okay. little bit because okay, he yeah, called yeah. in that time when we did a great Western show. And he called in uh, a glass time. I called in. He called in. Okay, Factory uh, Phil, man, he's but awesome. Then he, the, that what you experienced as a racer and a rider, it will it's the golden years of Supercross. It was and a good time. <laughs> you lived it, bro. You lived it. And I, you don't need me or anybody else telling you about it. So uh, Phil is, first of all, Phil is awesome to watch that year in 96 in his whole career just because his riding style really is pretty cool to watch. Plus, he's the kind of guy that you watch in a crusty films and go, you know, that guy would be really fun to hang out with. So that's, you know, that's that's the whole thing with Phil. Do you know that Nash called Factory Phil lot sweeping just to talk to Phil? I did. We we did have a conversation. I remember that now, yeah. Yeah. While he was working, Phil talked to him for a while, right? 45 minutes. 45 minutes? (laughs) Yeah. I was sitting at my desk. I Googled it. I was like, wow, it's Phil's thing. You know what? I got to hear their answer machine because it's just going to be funny. Phil picks up. He's playing with his kids. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what's so up? Funny. And I said, look, dude, I got to go. So I don't want to waste your day. And he's like, no, nah, man, it's cool. You want to talk? Let's talk. And I was like, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. funny. He's a good guy. He is. He genuine. Did it the way he wanted to do it. Yeah. You know, he rode that, what, he got third that year, I think, in 96 yeah. on yeah. a full production bike. I think it was basically stock with uh, some suspension. Yeah. Hats off. But well, I, I still know it pisses him off, though. He got beat by Gaddis that lights here. What, 25 years? You know well, what? There's a, yeah. Blazer, Blazer put up some great photos of that. There's some awesome pictures of Gaddis in the front of the podium and Phil just glaring at him like, I'm going to kill him. I, uh, I asked Phil about that in our podcast. He said, well, Gaddis, Jimmy had Mitch Payton talking to him. I had chicken and swink. <laughs> That's right. Right. He did say that. Right. Yeah. That guy's going down. And he so. – uh, <laughs> Yeah, that had a bummer. It's almost probably as bad as Ping's. So I bet you those two just sit and just, <laughs> just <laughs> damn sons of bitches. Those damn pro circuit guys got me every time. Right. Poor Ping. I, yeah. I love it. Hey, Steve and Denny, I got Steve, one question for you, genuinely. Okay. I know that this would be an incredible long shot, almost something that would never happen. If the planets would align, could you get MC? Because he really is the greatest of all time, in super, hands down, at Supergross. And personally, my favorite of all time of everything. But could you ever get him into the studio? Like, he's in Vegas for a trade show. I, I mean, to have MC. I, I don't awesome. really know what's going on with Jeremy and I right now. I don't really know. I, <sighs> I, we were buddies. Then I would see him, and he would kind of not be buddies. And then I sent a bunch of requests to him to come on the show, and he never would reply one time. 
So then I wrote some things about his team folding up, which sucked, but I had to write them. Right. And that and I think he got a little job. so I think he got a little butt hurt. So then I had to write about him on Racer X and I wrote in there like, Hey, I guess MC and I, you know, aren't on the greatest terms, but doesn't really matter. He's the greatest ever, blah blah blah. And Jeremy mm-hmm. texted me and said, Dude, we're good, don't worry about it. I just couldn't talk much about my team and this and that and I go, That's fine. Mm. So then I said, Well, why don't you come on the show? And he's like, I'd love to. And then I've invited him five or six times, and he's never replied. Yeah. That's, so I really don't know where I stand with MC. I, I, I thought – I mean, I've done some great podcasts with him, and I'd love to have him on. Oh, his, his got podcast. Got stories. What, yeah. Where does he rate when you look at the data with him being compared to listens? I mean, he's got to be uh, in the top ten, no doubt. The all-time podcast? I don't know. I'd have to get Swizzcore on that. But the two ones we did were phenomenal, for sure. And, and MC's a, he's a great interview. He's a – you know, he's uh, not scared to put it out there. He seems to be having a good time. You know, I ran into him at yeah. St. Louis. He's enjoying doing the TV stuff. He's got a different attitude. I think he's just really just enjoying it, having a good time, you know. And I think he's got a little bit of uh, – I, I like him because he's got a, he puts it out there. He's not scared because he's like, I'm Jeremy fucking McGrath. Well, yeah, who's going to debate him, really? Like <laughs> right. we just said, he's Dude, the best. But I like that. I like that. You and know, these guys need to stay more. That's what I – One time I told Fro, like, you should talk more about, like – these guys, because you, you know, at one time I said, I told Emig, for a couple of years, you were either one of the best, you were either the best rider in the world or the second best rider in the world. Your opinion matters. I said, and he goes, oh, he's like, thank you, man. I go, I'm being serious. Like, right. It still blows my mind. And he goes, you know what? I was never that good at Supercross. I don't feel like, and I'm just like, that's what he told me. That's what he told me. I, I mean, was I've never... really seen them, them avoid questions. Like, Ralph will ask them. Yeah, like, him yeah, and Ricky. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, who's no, going to win no, this title? No. And they'll literally just avoid it. They'll dance around it. Well, you know, I don't really know who's going to be. Lots be a good of, racing. Lots of ins and outs yeah. and lots of things and lots of ups you know, and downs. And... They will not. They won't, like, hang their head <laughs> back out I, there. But I feel MC does. Well, I remember when I did the TV, and I would literally get heckled by Big James. Stevenson, you suck. I'd be, like, doing track walk <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Where, bring back Art Ekman. I think I said something, you you can't win. You can't have friends and do it. And same thing with in my sort of whatever I got going on here. In anything. I kind of – Hill doesn't like me. Uh, Hanson didn't like me. You kind of just got to go and and whatever. You got to have an opinion. That's the whole point. That's why people are drawn to your stuff, and I'm being serious, is you dive right in and you report. Your job, that's your job, a reporter, a journalist. I mean, you've you definitely toned it down a little bit. That's why I enjoyed it. When you first were doing observations, and you would just say whatever the hell you wanted. I was harsher. You were I pretty harsh. harsh, yeah. And that's why, that's why I instantly became a fan. And then we become friends. But And I still kind of give you shit that you've kind of toned it back a little bit. I but, have toned it back. Babe. Yeah. But but, he, and that's a, like, a thing I've said, too, that our sport's sort of so small, which makes it so great. But it's also, like, if you're not cool, they'll, they'll just shine you. Like, but, you've dealt with some guys. But half the time, too, like uh, – I've toned it down, but I'm probably still the guy that calls it the most harsh. Oh, definitely. There's a lot definitely. of media guy in our sports who just they just blow everything. MXA used to say pretty much what they wanted. You know, yeah. I think they called me a whirling dervish. Oh. I think one time, well, which you know, well, hell, Steve, I was a whirling dervish. <laughs> hell, Steve, I'd look it up, but you it was saw a young fledgling reporter break out at the New York press event. You know, I did, and ask the tough I questions. Ask, I, ask the tough questions. I, I, I had to do it, and then you got I had mocked. To do it. And then you got mocked by Brotocross. And I'm fine with that because it was still a good question. And it, it, dude, Dungy, I saw Dungy later in the day. He's like, yeah, man, that was a good question. Now, he was either lying to my face, which is highly probable, or he enjoyed the question. One what I'll the, never know. What was the question? It, it actually stemmed from DV in this show. So I'm, I'm standing there, and I'm, I'm listening to people ask questions. Weege was asking really good questions. Kiefer asked a really good question. And then the rest of them were like a bunch of softballs. 
And I was like, this is ridiculous. You got these guys up here. And, yeah, they probably don't want to answer any questions, but there's people that want to listen. There's guys on their lunch break watching this that want to hear a good question. Give me that microphone. So DV had a big thing about the tire selection, and he's like, there's no way they are running these tires. It is stupid, ridiculous, and he was going off on it for, like, weeks at a clip. So I asked Dungey about his tires. And what he uses and why does he choose to use it? He's not a very a vocal guy with setup and things of that nature. And he, he gave a pretty cool answer. So All right. it was good. All right, Nash, we got to run. Anything else? Uh, I do have one question. Denny, if you could jump in the time machine, uh, what, was your, what was a pass that you completed in Arena Cross years that you, you, you made it and you got it triggered from what you said earlier in the show that you made the pass and you're like, dude, i got to get the hell away from this guy now or else I'm going to get killed in, an, in a United States arena cross. Well, I mean, the, I think the one that I remember the most was from Des Moines arena cross one year. It was when I was just – I'd already gotten hurt at two races, various, like, <laughs> over the years. Broke my leg at one race in, like, second lap of practice. Another one in Lincoln, I hit the wall, blew my fingers up. So I'm at Des Moines, and I led the whole main event – Last lap, I cased the big double. Chad Pedersen, the local kid, passed me on the outside, and I just go straight. And punted <laughs> Chad over the berm in Des Moines, and they're going to come out of the stands. They're flipping me off and everything. <laughs> in Des Moines. In right. Des Moines. So were I'm you up there, a, Cody? Was that in your day? He was my kid. No, but were you a kid? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I have it on video, actually. Oh, you do? Yeah, I can show you here. I need to see this. Yes. yes. And I, I, the crowd's oh, I booing it. me, and Chad's like, you know, they interview Chad. Chad's like, you know, man, Danny and our friends, you know, I would have done the same thing. Floyd puts a mic in my face, and they're booing me and stuff. And I basically said, hey, you, you know, you guys saw one hell of a race. Chad obviously doesn't care. So if you guys can't appreciate it, you should kiss my ass. Oh. And, and <laughs> I, I signed autographs all, you know, yeah. all night. There was, right, happy, right. there was obviously a group of people that didn't like that yeah, yeah. and a group that did, did like that. So, I mean, it ran across was Jones, like you always do. You, you had to get yeah. around him as fast as you could because you knew well, he was launching his bike. In 1990, you. you had to get around him also as yeah. fast as you could. So, yeah, usually it was that yeah. kid. Or even DeHoop. DeHoop was pretty aggressive, yeah. too. All right, thanks, Hoop. Nash. Thank you. Cheers, cheers uh, guys. Thanks, Daddy. Cheers. See you. Thanks. All right, and with that, we're going to take our first commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Come back with uh, the number 24, Brett Metcalf, Canadian national champion, and much more, Rick Johnson, Josh Hill, Jeff Chicken Matasevich. And uh, Denny Stevenson, Cody Gilmore. Stick around, why don't you? Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, 
Our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Mark's Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 hey. W wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoke and nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility. 
where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. 
For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us on this Monday night. Cody Gilmore, Denny Stevenson in the house. Gilmore, there's no way you could have done as well as you did this year without W Wheels. It's not possible. Oh, dude, it's the, not possible. The wheels are awesome. Uh, John over there, dude, they helped me out. And I have these sick uh, carbon fiber talent hubs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're good. And you were blowing up stock ones. Pretty blowing regularly them up, as well. man. Yeah. yeah, just blowing spokes out of them. And, uh, yeah, so you have to have uh, the stock wheels on the Kawasaki's are junk. You have to have something different just to feel safe on out there, you know. So I called up. Uh, actually, I met John through uh, Jimmy Albertson one time. Oh, yeah. So it all worked out, and uh, I've been with him since. WUSA.com. Check it out, the official wheels of the Pulp Mech Show. And of my Project 90 bike that I'm building that should be done very soon. Cody runs a lot of your sponsors. He does. He just fits right in here. No, Race he does. Dug, W. Dude, I think it's some companies they help out. They know yeah. where to, uh, well, I think so. They yeah. know where, uh, where to take their market. One thing that Cody does not use, but many riders in the pits do, Vortex Racing, a leader in making top quality racing components for 15 years. Tim Ferry. And proud supporter of Pulp Mech Show. They're going big uh, this year in 2014. If you want to get 40% off bars, Vortex bars, V3 bars, or Vortex sprockets, 40% off. That's, that lo- that's a it's lot. It's not bad, Danny. Not bad at all. That is basically a distributor, I think, right? Uh, use the code PULP2014. Email jake at vortexracing.com. Vortex Racing, the official sprocket of James Stewart, and Tyler Bowers uses their bars and sprockets, and uh, Kyle Chisholm runs it, uh, Rock River, Ben LeMay. Robbie Renner runs Vortex. And they are proud to present our next guest on the phone. He just picked up uh, Ryan Villapoto's spot 
on the Monster Kawasaki team for the Outdoor Nationals. And uh, sad to say, we'll be leaving the great country of Canada. Uh, He's got to be pretty year. happy about that. Uh, screw you, Denny. Really happy. Brett Metcalf, what's up? What's going on, guys? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. For sure. No, happy to be on. Um, yeah, no Canada, dude. Oh, I mean, I understand. Yeah. You know, it's crushing. Did that upset you? That hurt your feelings, or were you happy that I'm racing down here? See, that's just it. I don't know. I'm so conflicted. Um, you know I'm on your side. I'm, I'm a fan of Brett Metcalf. I, I believe you're, like Andrew Short, a hugely underrated guy and somebody that, you know, should be considered for any kind of open spot out there. So I'm pumped to see you back in, but oh, you, you were good in Canada too. Yeah, well, you know, I, I was a little bit mixed emotion too. I mean, I had a really good time up there last year. I, I mean, I honestly enjoyed racing. Um, it was cool, refreshing for me. Uh, and I was looking forward to going back and defending the title, but mm-hmm. once this thing came up and, you know, it's, it all happened so quick, but yeah, I'm definitely excited about joining the yeah. AMA Nationals again, and it's going to be fun for hey, me. And, you, and also, too, if people doubt what you're doing, I, I, I mean, you, you don't need to get too specific, but I'm sure you gave up a hit in pay to come down here. Wait, say that again? I'm sure you took an, you're taking a hit in pay. You're losing money coming down here to race the, na- the U.S. Nationals. You know what I mean? Uh, but, like. No, not not a whole lot, but honestly, uh, it came yeah. down to what I really chose, what I wanted to do this year, and, mm-hmm. and Kawasaki's position. Uh, you know, obviously, Kawasaki, Monster Energy, Thor Parts Unlimited, all sponsors, obviously, of the Monster Energy Cowie team and Ryan mm-hmm. uh, RV, and then the same as in the Leading Edge team. So everyone worked together on this whole deal, and you know, Kawasaki, Monster, Thor Parts Unlimited, everybody had to sign off on it. Yep. Um, for for the whole deal to happen, so I mean, they needed they needed a replacement rider for RV, and you know, I, they mm-hmm. felt like uh, I was the perfect fit with the sponsors and everyone involved. So, so it was kind of a just a little bit of a switcheroo mm-hmm. within the last couple of weeks. It's happened really quick. So you know, either way, yeah. Steve, you know, I'm I'm happy to be down here racing again. And, you know, I was kind of hoping something would pop up this year but if not i mean i was really stoked to go back to canada like, yeah i had a two-year deal signed but still uh in current running right now so you know this year is just here in the u.s and then for 15 we'll uh it's up in the air yeah 702-586-7857 you got a question for defending canadian mx1 champion <laughs> So you're not getting RV salary? Is that it? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not, no, I'm not getting RV uh, salary. <laughs> uh, I, that's what I thought these things worked. I, I thought just you left. stepped right into <laughs> yeah, contract. Yeah. You know everything. Yeah. Literally signed the posters and everything. Yeah, just, right. yeah, exactly. Right. I'm. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, how, how, how you've ridden the bike so far? What do you think of the bike? Is it considerably different than your Canadian bike? Yeah, I've ridden the bike for like about four days under my belt now. So I mean, considerably different. I mean, what I was running, uh, even you know that's take it back a step and you know my canadian bike that i raced last year and then i did my own effort here last year and then well glenn helen i was going to do my own effort again with the support of the canadian team and c4mx and then and a few other guys factory connection were helping out so my bike was pretty much based on the production bike that kawasaki sells uh, really really close to that spec um, with some upgrades, and I was really comfortable, happy, and I was railing on that thing for the last four months. And then when I got on the factory bike, it it was a total different ball game. The the way the bike set up, um, the way that Ryan and Jake have been running it, uh, totally different. So clamps, offset, I mean, engine 
just a whole different package and so far. I mean, honestly, it took me a little bit to get used to it. Mm-hmm. I'm still still dialing myself into the bike. I'm trying not to change too much of the bike setting, what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm adapting to it, and, and right now I feel really, really fast on it. Um, I'm getting comfortable now, and uh, it's awesome. It's an awesome machine, but I've seen both ends of the Kawasaki machine now, which is cool. I mean, my production bike based and then the factory bike, and they're both awesome. Mm-hmm. The the factory bike has significantly more power um, over my what I, what I had, but that's you know, and the handling is completely different. It's the first time I used the air forks. Yep. Um, those are night and day different. Kind of awkward at first to get used to the first day. I'm like, oh, this is weird. Yep. Um, but now I understand how they work a little better, and I've adapted to them. So, I mean, all in all, I have I had an awesome bike up in Canada with everybody, and and now I have. A really awesome bike down here, so it's a good situation for me. I hate to keep harping on this, but the Alessi Metcalf battle was going to be epic. This it week. was be pretty I mean, big. You know, from what I heard, I mean, it's still yeah. going to still going to throw down here at Glen Helen. I know, you know, I was always going to race Glen Helen. Yeah, as of the last five months, that's what I've been shooting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Mike's going to be there, um, but yeah, the the battle up there won't happen. But I mean, there's, it, it, you know, just a. That Canadian National Series, it's not wasn't going to be me and Mike alone up front. There's a lot of other guys that are up there going up there this year or already living up there, you know. Right. I think it's going to be a shaping up to be a really killer series. Um, it still will. Uh, it just the number one play guy won't be up there this year. How did, uh, how did Jason there at Leading Edge, like, I'm really curious about this. I don't know if Reed Nordine promised a bunch of mules or, or not, not mules. They're called Terex. I think. <laughs> what are they called? Yeah. I don't even Terex. know. Razor. Terex. I, I don't uh, know if, if, if there's like 20 Terexes going to leading edge Kawasaki. Yeah, uh, to take away the number one plate. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how Reed Nordine and Kawasaki got out of, got you out of this signed contract deal, but it's great for all parties involved. You know, it's for the best. But I'm interested. How did Jason Hughes, like how did he handle it? Was he bummed? I mean, did he did he try to say try to convince you differently, or how did that work? I um, mean, Jason, I gotta take my hat off to Jace. He was, you know, I tried to put myself in his position and mm-hmm. to have someone, you know, the, your number one play guy go to another, you know, go to a different country, obviously down here and race. Mm-hmm. I would have been really bummed for him. You know, I would have been bummed for sure. At first, he, I think he was, but he understood. Yeah, you know what it was, and I just gotta say thank you to Jason, you know, hugely just for allowing me to come down and do this, um, you know, and uh, yeah. he was awesome. I know, you know, they've worked it out. That's all through Kawasaki. You know, yeah. you have to really honestly talk to him to see what it was. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Jason was super cool, man. He's supportive of me, and yeah. I really appreciate that. And, yeah. uh, he's been behind me, and he's got Josh Hill and to fill in for me going up there so he's got another quality rider. And, you know, his team's that last year was was A plus, and this year he's made it even better program for everybody. So he's really stepping up and running a good show. Um, the the uh, the the fill in call. What where were you when when Reed? I assume Reed Nordine or maybe Dan Fahey called you, and what did you think they were kidding? Uh, what what were you doing when they called you? And said, hey, would you be interested? I don't know. I can't even remember what I was doing, honestly. Uh, but it was definitely a shock yeah um like a major shock and i think people probably were guessing that i was contacted a while back but i wasn't i mean it was Mm -hmm. real uh this only went down you know a week maybe a week and a half before you know it was released that they they contacted me and Mm -hmm. 
it was pretty crazy. Pretty crazy for sure because I definitely wasn't preparing for any of this. Right, so, right. Uh, yeah. But the best, the only the good thing is I've been preparing. So that's <laughs> a good fit there. Look, um, we saw what you could do when you raced, you know, th- yeah, th- last I mean, summer. Yeah, I've, been, I've you know. been preparing my butt off to get ready. So, yep. so I'm ready to go for it. But, uh, you know, it was a shock, obviously, watching Ryan ride those last few Supercross rounds. It's like, you know, and they, you know they, they honestly didn't say that me, he's not racing outdoors. Um, but they said there's potential that Ryan may have a knee injury. Mm-hmm. He may not race and we may need you. Um, that's kind of how it came. And I just sat back. I was kind of just in a little bit of turmoil, honestly, because right. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And there was a week where it was, am I in, am I out? What's Ryan doing? He just killed everybody this Saturday night at Supercross. His knees got to be <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no, know, but it wasn't. That guy was incredible what he's gone through, obviously, with his knee. Wow. Uh, and then yeah, so that, that's how it went down for me. It was pretty pretty abrupt and a quick change up and now i'm kind of getting into gear now and getting ready to roll and then he came out after new york and said i'm racing the outdoors which you were probably like what huh and we were all what yeah. huh so you know <laughs> yeah. i don't know why he yeah. said that but but he did yeah so. I, I, I didn't i haven't really been paying attention to those details close to be honest. right right I, I really haven't and i didn't even know he said that so uh i was just sitting back i was kind of just sitting back and I was contacted, and I said, I am ready to go if need be, but everybody has to sign off on this deal, you know, including Jason and Thor and Monster. Everyone had to sign off on it. Mm-hmm. So once that was all clear, then, then hey, I'm ready to go. Uh, all right, let's get to the phone calls here. Snowman, what's up? Hey, y'all, how you doing? Good, what's happening? How's trucking Good, life? Man. Oh, man, I'm uh, wide open right now, going down to 15. All right, what's, uh, what's your question for Brett Metcalf? Oh, hey, buddy. Hey, uh, Brett, you there? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's going on? Hey, uh, so, you know, it seems like uh, your, your riding is still there. You, you you finally got a good ride again, and I was just wondering if, uh, say, uh, this this year does do good for you, and, and uh, you don't have much on the offer for next year. I mean, have you made enough money to, to call it quits and move on, or do you, you still got to keep on trucking out there? No, I mean, I haven't made enough money, to be honest. <laughs> you know, to, to retire, absolutely no way. Um, you know, but, you know, if I wanted to take a few years off, yeah, I could do that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it would. It honestly doesn't make sense. You know, when you drop out and your, your name kind of steps out of the, the game, then it's hard to crack back in. So, uh, as far as, you know, the future for me, I mean, I've got a great, great gig this year. Um, yeah, actually, to be honest, it was – Two years in Canada, what I have locked up. Uh, obviously, this year has changed up now in the U.S., but we'll see what comes. I mean, if I have a really solid year and things go the way I planned, then then who knows what's going to happen? But uh, you know, I think most motocross guys, other than a handful, really have enough in the bank to kind of settle down and or do nothing yeah. for the rest of their career. It's very few that that get to that level, and uh, you know, I'm not one of those guys. So, but I enjoy racing and. You know, I'm prepared for when I step away. I've been smart with everything that I've earned, and I'm prepared for that to come. But uh, right now, I enjoy racing. I want to be, I want to race. Thanks, Snowman. Wait, 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 hold on. What? Oh, I got what? one quick question. What? <laughs> All right. So, so you know, when you're done done riding your dirt bike, man, you can come on and get a class ten, come trucking with me. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you can go start trucking, Meddy, with Snowman. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> and then also, and then also, man, I, you know, I, I want to make a challenge on the dirt bike. Okay. 
uh, I want to, because I, I go down to the, that NorCal area there every once in a while, and I'm going to take my dirt bike and back in my truck, and I want to call out Rain Yellow. I'll meet him at one of them local tracks. I want to race him. Okay. All right. Consider the consider the gauntlet thrown down. Rain Yellow will uh, try to respond. Wow. Please get this on video. Thanks, Snowman. Right, man. <laughs> Thanks, Snowman. Hey, and don't 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 kid yourself too, people who are listening. Uh, Cowie's got a spot open there after to be Ryan Villapoto's teammate in 2015. So you're so, saying that Weimer's gone? Weimer is gone. He is. Uh, I love Jake, but he's yeah, he's gone. Right. Um. So Medi, this I mean, there's lots to talk about. Millsaps and then you know Dino was supposed to be going. Blah blah blah. This I don't think they've signed anything. This could be not to put any more pressure on you, Metcalf, but this could be a little bit of a of a tryout to to for a full time factory gig uh, next year. It could be. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Right. Like, it could be. Yeah. No, for <laughs> so, sure. You know, know I, I mean, just want to go out there this year and and do well for myself and my family. Mm-hmm. And then on the backside of that, we'll see how that goes. But I know yeah. RV's. You know, he's he's uh, under contract and in, in the other spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll no see. pressure at all, but yeah. <laughs> um, hey, so Denny, Denny Stevenson's favorite rider, Josh Hill here. We're going to have him on here in a little bit on the show. Cool. Well, he's filling. He's taking your ride up there, the leading edge team. What kind of advice would you give Josh Hill about racing in Canada? What What's the number one or two things you would tell him if he called you to be like, hey, dude, what goes on up there? Well, I, I I did get to talk to Josh a little bit oh, okay. uh, last, yeah. well, last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, really, really quickly. I wasn't there too long. But I just said, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to have fun. Um, you know, Josh has been, his injuries and everything the last few years have been pretty significant. I said, you're going to go up there and enjoy it. You're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go back to the basics. And I think that was kind of the biggest thing for me is I, I got Back to the core of the sport a little bit. There wasn't such, you know, there was not as much glitz and glamour up there. It's a little bit more roar and just kind of uh, go racing. Mm-hmm. So I told him that's going to be the biggest thing for him, I think, is just that fact. But the tracks, I said, man, it's not going to be easy. The tracks are tighter. Uh, I think he, I think Josh uh, is going to really excel on some of those tracks. Um, you know, some of the national tracks, you know, when I remember Josh racing the nationals, he kind of didn't seem to enjoy it so much it's such a grind that whole national season i think he loves supercross so much uh, i know he likes outdoors but i think that the nationals down here if you know in a good flow and things aren't clicking they, they can just be a drag man it's such a brutal <laughs> brutal game so i think going up there for him i think he's i think he's going to find something in himself with outdoor riding that he's been missing i think it's going to be a good thing for him uh, i just prepare him just you know the tracks are a little smaller a little tighter um, but they get rough. I mean, they get really rough, and they, they let the tracks go. They don't pile, you know, a foot of sand on top. They just kind of run the natural dirt there. So yeah, uh, things are different in the competition. I think he's prepared that the competition is not going to be a cable. You yeah. know, I think yeah. when I went up there last year, everyone thought it would be. And, you know, I kind of showed that, hey, it's not those guys have passed up there. The tracks, you know, bring everyone kind of a little closer together. Um, so I think it's going to be an interesting championship for those guys going up there. It, uh, you know, and also too, like, sort of they sort of make up penalties on the spot. Their flagging is really inconsistent. <laughs> so get all ready for that. Too. Yeah, I mean, I, I should honestly, <laughs> I should prepare him for that stuff. I know, right? Quirks. Hey, There's some quirks in the system. I don't know if you saw Lissamore there at uh, at Comp Edge. My buddy James Lissamore took the photos, yeah. but uh, and he had a sweet ridge line there too, by the way. But um, uh, 
there was photos of you with the number one, with the leading edge. And I'm like, what's going on? He said he shot some photos. Was that was the deal that much in doubt still at that point? Like, where it was like, hey, maybe we should get some photos of Brett with this number one plate? They were of me? Yeah. Okay. They weren't? Yeah. They, they weren't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that, that might have been someone else filling in. Oh, um, okay. All right. I, I thought maybe I was thinking like, oh, this deal could be so on the edge that they better get some photos of Medi with this number one in case. You know what I mean? Well, I showed up to uh, Milestone. We did a, they did a photo shoot there, and I showed up just to get some shots. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Not at competitive edge. That might have been. Uh, oh, all right. Never mind. That's scratch, scratch my whole, scratch my whole yep. vein of questioning. How many rounds was uh, Canada? Canada? Ten this year. They added one. It was nine last, last year. year. was nine. How many rounds did you win, Matty? Last... Uh, I don't know. He should have. I think he won six. He should have won seven. Yeah, that sounds right. Because he got, he got really screwed over by a flagging thing, apparently, from people who were there. Oh. And he went one six or something with the penalty or one eight or I don't know what it was. No, uh, I think I went like. 12, actually. I don't oh, okay. Spots. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, yeah they, sometimes I had no chance of winning the, the overall. Sometimes, but, yeah, they, I think yeah. you're right. I think it was six. Yeah, sometimes they dock 10, sometimes they dock five. Sometimes they don't dock at all. Sounds like AMA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sometimes a little frustrating. Well, hey, Medi, I don't know if you heard, but no Southwick this year. Bummer. No Southwick, yeah. There's yeah. no Southwick. Oh. Definitely bummed about that. But, you know, there's plenty of other tracks that are going to be sandy. And a couple tracks I haven't been to. Tennessee, obviously Indiana, yeah, Utah. Yeah. So that's cool. It's cool for me. I'm excited about it. I'm but you know, well, Glenn Helen's back on the circuit, Hangtown. Yeah. Those are two of my old, you know, favorites. Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, right. I always like riding those Colorado. And the series is really shaping up nice for me. I, these are a few tracks I really like. Always done well. So hopefully we can keep that streak going. I don't think people are really counting. Danny, I don't think people are really counting Matty. Like, what's like what? Yeah, what's a legitimate goal? What you're kind of shooting at? Uh, I think top, are, top three, top five. I mean, you're capable of obviously podium. Yeah, are, all of that, honestly. But you know, I haven't really set any expectations for myself. Just um, go out, have fun, make this, it happen. This whole thing, you know, like it's just kind of shaped up and it's happened quick. Um, I was always preparing to do Glen Helen, and and my whole motive was I went back to Australia. And did two rounds of Supercross with two and a half days of practice here, and it wasn't a, it wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> good. It, it kind of didn't go very well. Yeah, and that was kind of good for me. I realized that it's not cool to go racing and not show up prepared and feel good and mm-hmm. kind of just have good results. <laughs> it just wasn't good. So I uh, took took couple. I took two months off, mm-hmm. and then January first, I said, "Okay, I'm going to come out of Glen Helen ready." And yeah. so I am. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I don't think Kawasaki, if you're looking for a fill-in guy, I mean, uh doesn't get much better than, than picking Brett Metcalf up, I don't think. But I just remember last year you saying, you know, that I'm coming to Southwick. My goal is to get back on an American team. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's great. Um, congratulations for sure. Yeah, yeah, thanks. It, it definitely uh, will, it didn't happen the way I'd hoped, but it's happening. Yeah. So, I mean, everything happens for a reason. I'm a believer in that. Um so here we are, you know. Unfortunately, RV has a has a knee injury, but it's uh, it's given him a, a chance to take a break. I think it kind of looked like he he uh, may need a break. I think uh, I think he needs a break. I do think he needs. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, uh, I think it just looks like it from the outside in, and for him shaping up if he goes to number five next year championship, that's just unbelievable. But he needs a break, and so it's you know it's unfortunate, but it's working out for him. 
and it's working out for me nicely, and this is what I had hoped. Ultimately, this is what I'd like to do. It's the outdoor-only thing right now this year. Uh, this is what I got, so it's all shaped up nicely. Yeah, let's not forget the last time you rode Supercross uh, on the Suzuki, were you sixth in points? Uh, no, I think I might have dropped back a couple. Okay. Like, I had uh, the, the last three rounds were absolutely crazy. I DNF'd all, That's all of those it. last yeah. three rounds. It was yeah. just weird, but up until that point, before those last three, I was running for top five. I think it was between me, mm-hmm. Jake, and maybe someone else, so... You know, I was lurking around there, you know, so it's a pretty good series for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Then it backfired those last three. It was crazy. Yeah, that's so. right. Well, hey, uh, Brett, thank you for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Good luck with everything. I'll be seeing you. I don't know if you're aware, but I'll be in the Cowie truck a lot uh, this summer, <laughs> uh, getting coffee, right. uh, getting some cupcakes, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So I will be seeing you quite a bit. But uh, all, the, all the good stuff. We'll, hopefully we'll have some good stuff in the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I just want to thank everyone for uh, listening in. Thank the Monster Energy Kawasaki team. And uh, looking forward, I can't wait to get back in the national circuit. Thanks for all the fans for following me over the years and right. see you at the races. Thanks, man. Thank you. Bye. All right, see you. Brett Metcalf, everybody. I think that's great. You know, I mean, it is really so, it's really easy to fall off the map in this industry so is, quickly. Yeah. And I remember you had addressed that, that you were kind of like, dude, the guy was killing it. You know, he got yeah. injured. No fault of his own. I think it was something that happened on the bike. Yeah. And for him to get an opportunity to step in, and you know he's gonna he's prepared. Yeah. He's always been yeah. one of the hard-working guys, you know. Uh, speaking of RV, by the way, going for he's in Colorado right now getting some knee surgery done. So, no. I heard it was kind of a – the glass doctor didn't do that great a job or something. Was that a doctor? No, I didn't fault? hear that. I had heard but that or something. funny, I found out a little bit more today. He did it in Det- – the first time it popped out was in Detroit. I did hear that. And, uh, and then I looked at his lap times in Detroit. And he had a lap eight. He went from 56 to 59 seconds. The lap nine, he was back down to 56. Because it popped back in? It popped back in. That's so, crazy. And he wears, obviously he wears knee braces. Right? Yeah, yeah, he wears knee braces. He wears some sort of weird knee braces. He doesn't wear like a name brand knee brace that I know of. It's some, I mean, it's kind of a different brand. I don't know what it is, though. Like, I've never seen it before. So we, do we need to call Dave? We can, we can call no, Dave. Not Dave. Let's call Godbot Castillo. We could. Dave is probably jumping off a building or porking a supermodel right now. One of the two. Either one. Maybe the same time. <laughs> it's, it's Dave Castillo. Yeah. I'm Dave Castillo and you're not. God bod. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thanks, Brett Metcalf, for coming on board. And, uh, Do yeah, you think Villapoto will go to a Supercross-only type deal maybe to get those championships? Villapoto may not even race next year. Yeah, From what I hear, well. there's an option on his contract. He can opt out. He can opt out. Contracts clearly don't mean anything. No. Right? No, no, they don't. This so another, this another one I threw. I don't know, man. I I, th- I think from hanging out in the truck and talking to people, he just wasn't. I mean, he has a knee injury. There's no doubt. It could have popped out any time in the nationals, and it would have cost him this 2015 Supercross season if it had been like later on. You know what I mean? Right. So they're taking the right decision and getting it fixed and do, and moving on. But um um yeah, some people are like, eh. You know, Casey Stoner's been hanging out a lot. He quit in the you know. Just when he was just in the prime. Just the blue. I mean, you put that much effort in, you yeah, know, you yeah. definitely can wear you out. And I, I, You know, I think it's the sport needs the best riders as it by the can. It's kind of like when Barry Sanders left, you yeah, know. It, yeah. It's a tough decision. Well, know? Ricky Ricky went out 26 years old on top, basically, you know. Yeah. Had won everything, so. You put that much work in, eventually it just kind of wears you out. But, and I mean, again, though, okay. I mean, you're going to miss that, I think, you know. I mean, I know he's been getting kind of burned out, but. Yeah. I told Reedy that when he was not riding outdoors. I'm like, dude, you're gonna be, when you get done and you retire, mm-hmm. you're gonna go. Fuck, man, I should have probably raced a little bit. You know, you're gonna miss that that rush. And I always wonder about the the money thing. Like, 
when you talk to people in the know, they say Ryan Villapoto probably has 10 to 20 million in the bank. In the bank. So, Pingree has so, kind of commented he has an elaborate spending. Does he spend a lot of money? Not that I know of. No. I don't yeah, think I at all. I think he's mixing up with James Stewart. Maybe just just in general, you got to tone back. Maybe you're spending I, I, when you're not making so, it. So, in a sense, if us three in this room are got 10 or 15 million, what's another two, three, four million? If, like, just you're healthy, you're walking, you're good, check out. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, eventually so, you're going to get, you know, I, th- I heard people talking about it with Reedy, you know, like, hey, yeah. there comes a time when maybe you should not risk getting hurt. you got a family. Yeah. Step away. But can't all know. go on top like Ricky and Denny. You can't. Let's no. be honest. <laughs> you know, uh, win a dash for cash and retire. I mean, you just can't do that. No, you can't. There's only one guy can do that. Speaking of going out on top, uh, this man won his last ever race. Jason Thomas. Got my son yelling, bounced. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? He got his 10 mil and bounced. Oh, yeah, man. You had to get the hell out. Uh, his last he ever race. straight to Germany. His last ever race, Finland. Uh, he dominated. I don't doubt oh, that. Oh, yeah. One, 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 one. And then dropped the mic. <laughs> Done. Yeah, I out. dropped my bike. <laughs> out. Uh, welcome, welcome on the show, JT. Always good to have you. How's things at Fly Racing these days? Incredible. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we're good. We're just, uh, it's kind of the same for everybody right now. We're kind of ramping up for like 2015 launch, which is in a couple months. So mm-hmm. lots of kind of work going on behind the scenes for that. Fly Racing USA, the official gear of Jimmy Albertson, Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Matt Gerke, Adam Antonap, many, many others out in the flyracing.com. And by the way, they make much more than gear. JT, I don't know if you're aware of this. What but, else? What else do they make? Oh, Bars and stands and levers and you name it. I didn't was not tie downs. I was not aware of this. Oh god, handlebars. Yep, that's crazy. Yep. Handlebars um, were the first product ever. I and didn't. who was Fly Racing's first professional athlete? Paid. Uh, athlete. The first paid athlete was Timmy Ferry. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Again, did not know that. Now you know. Now, now I know. All right, so we got JT on here for one reason only. One reason it is the X brand goggle tear off segment. That's all I got. What do you mean that's all you got? I'm, all, I'm only doing X-Men tear-off, that's it? Oh, we're doing it right now. we got to squeeze it in. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. We can, uh, we can have you on again if you'd like. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, can't, I came to hang out. I feel like I'm getting rushed off stage. Well, Gilmore. Gilmore doesn't want you. Gilmore said, I'm coming on, but no JT. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, that's, I know better than that. Yeah, JT knows I like him. I'll put plaid on if that'll help. <laughs> you're, Some flannel. You're never going to guess what song he picked, though, for tonight for his commercial outro. Nirvana? Pearl Jam. Uh, close. Yeah. Uh, Cody Gilmore, perhaps maybe the, the sharpest motocross dresser in the pits. Yeah. He looked pretty pimp at the yeah. banquet last year. Oh, yeah, I have to yeah. Admit. yeah. yeah. I was super pimp at this year's banquet. Like when we go out, I, I have to like I we have to it's like I'll get the plaid. I get the plaid tonight. Right. You, you don't wear plaid, so we have to call you know, each other. Your I put your quote in for the next issue of Noise. I believe it made it in Racer X. What was it? Hey, chicken. Uh, screw training. Let's go shopping for Doc Martens and flannel. Yep, that's that happened. <laughs> it happened. Time or two. Uh, X brand goggle tear offs segment. Uh, X brand goggles. The goggles of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X brand, you will not win. We now feature grips. Half waffle, soft titium grips. Uh, really sweet uh, deal. EKSbrand.com. Save 30% by using the Pulpamex 14 code. Uh, Way, Albertson, Freeze, Cantanzaro, Patterson, Strang. 
Cunningham, Alessi, you name it, champions everywhere, wear X-Brand. a lot of people. These questions are submitted by a Corey Moser, and they are to be answered in rapid fire manner. Cody Gilmore, Danny Stevenson, uh, Jason Thomas, and myself. Uh, Devin, let's uh, let's have at it. All right. JT, 15 seconds, motherfucker. Whoa. You can right. kiss my ass for that 15 seconds. He always <laughs> takes longer than 15. We got 15 seconds. There. He has a lot to say. He does. Yeah. yeah. Danny will have, have no problem getting that done. some rapid fire questions? <laughs> rapid fire. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Debo. On a scale of 1 to 10. 7. Perfect. <laughs> Was that too fast? No, we'll just do that. <laughs> that was good. That worked great. Oh, it's excellent. No, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is the worst looking girl you've seen Chicken take home? I don't know. He's, nah, I'm gonna have to say, he's pretty, yeah, I'd say seven. A, like a 3.5. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> chicken's, I mean, I would think Chicken's pretty smooth. He's pretty smooth, yeah. He, I mean, we, he, plenty, he seems to kind of like bring them back. Like he'll, like I dated, he was telling me stories. Oh, you know, I'm so-and-so, I'm seeing her again. I'm like, dude, you just can't get rid of him. You keep him in the Rolodex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this pulls him out. Pull on. All right. All right, Gilmore. Uh, Moser says, you warned me that D-Both likes to throw food after he's had a few drinks. What's the biggest mess he's ever made? I don't. I can't do this in 15 seconds, but I've watched him squeeze a ketchup bottle all over my friend's kitchen. Full not ketchup. all over, just on the floor. It went all Is that over. the person you're not allowed to their house anymore? No, he was there, though. Oh, there was a separate, a separate incident. Well, no, it was the same incident. <laughs> it was our friend Nick Delosier's, and I don't remember what happened. Oh, I went out to my truck, I think, and they had taken everything out of my truck and threw it in the yard. <laughs> So I walked in the house. I said, until someone helps with my truck, I'm going to start emptying this bottle <laughs> until someone does something. So I just started squeezing it. It's like a hostage it. situation. So it was, so it was, yeah, it was. And it was a mess. I felt nice bad. Nice to meet another uh, fellow ketchup connoisseur, though. Yeah, it was yeah. It, it kind of – It was. I don't think I've had ketchup since. It was pretty JT gross. JT would probably dive underneath there to save the ketchup. <laughs> You've never seen a man eat ketchup like Jason Thomas. I don't like ketchup, really, yeah. Oh, he – Jason Thomas will I'm a ranch guy. He will take whatever he's eating – Douse it with ketchup and then mix it all up. Mm. So it's ketchup. Oh right, right. Do you, do you eat your fries with a fork? Do I? Uh, I mean, I have. Like I you, don't. you don't cover the whole fries and no, mix them up. I don't have it. Yeah. Do you I, take I like the bag it. and just like pour ketchup in there and just mix it up and go Jeez. to town? Good. What about call. ketchup chips in Canada, JT? You ever had them? Yeah, it's not the same. I, I mean, I have had them, but yeah. okay, all right. I've, I've had say. ketchup chips, but probably not the Canadians. Yeah. Oh. No. All right. Next question. All right, Steve. Uh... List the top three pro riders that were the best at partying. partying. Mm, well, Todd Birdwell was pretty good. I worked for him. Um, Fournette. Fournette was really good. Really? Yeah, oh, I, Fournette I was really good. Never hung out with him. Yeah, you know him, though. You know who he I is. do know yeah, him, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he raced in Canada, too, right? See, here's the problem. Like, I always – yeah, he was from, he's from Canada. Right. Here's the problem with, the, with that. Like, I always – like, I didn't – I like to put myself in – like, I was partying with Danny. You were always from, around, man. But I wasn't really around. Never did. Never see was it. around. No. Uh, so um, I did party at Steel City in some townhouse with all of you guys, though. And I was at MGM when that photo shoot with Fro in the hot tub. I was five feet away from that. that really? Photo shoot. Yeah. I did not know that either. I don't know how. I, Swink got me in. I liked. Uh, he was serving drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. That was right. You were in that white jacket. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Remember I remember that? that. Yeah. Right. Well, I liked JT's comment you tweeted the other day after Seattle. He's like, dude, I don't know if you know, but. Debo and Chicken party harder than anybody else. <laughs> no, I, I think those guys that rented you, I think they got more than they ever bargained for. You know, I, they wanted it. They wanted it. They wanted to what, live it. Careful yes. what you wish for. Yes, I think you it, will get it. I think at the end of the weekend, they're like, 
this wasn't maybe so maybe good. this was, but I, you know i've texted them like i said we're talking about having a sequel at wash eagle so oh man not a bad idea i think it's, it's just like if you you watch your buddy ride his local track and you're just like holy hell that's the fastest guy i've ever seen in my life and then he winds up at supercross and you're like sweet jesus has this guy ever ridden before yeah same concept yeah, same they idea. were way in over their head you're looking at their moser's looking at buter going that guy parties man look at that guy and then they line up with Danny Stevenson and Chicken. Got to step up your game, boys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next question. All right, JT. Uh, do you ever see yourself not attending the races and traveling the circuit? Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely uh, don't think that I'm going to be doing it forever. I really don't care. Oh, stop it. You'll be there forever. We always are. We yeah, can't escape. We're going next year, so. We can't escape it. I'm going to only half the races next year. I'm not even going to any of them. So you're still full of shit. Right, you have one. a factory. You have a supercross only uh, contract. I, to, to expand on that, screw the 15 seconds. I think once my role expands even more at fly racing, I don't think I'll be able to go as much too. So. Hmm. Am I really going to be 45 years old, walking around the pits looking for the next Adam Cincerello to give me? Please give me five minutes of his time to tell me about his race. Like, do um, I really want to do that? I don't want to do that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, your yeah. Padawan. I remember um, Pingree told me one time, I think I was doing Smith at the time, and we were talking about something. I'm like, hey, you know, what's up? How you been? You know, what's going on? He's like, well, you know what? I'm not going to be, I'm gonna, you know, I'm done racing. When I'm done racing, I'm done. I'm not going to be that guy that hangs out. You know, racing is not my life. And I'm thinking, yeah, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. And look, right. he still lingers. Yeah, He's still yeah. doing, you know, Racer X stuff. Right. My point is you can't get away from it. It's no. your life. No, it is. It, it, I mean, the travel aspect of it's got to suck. Yeah. For sure. So I can understand JT saying, you know, yeah. I'd like to rein that back in, be more office bound and stuff, but I definitely don't miss the traveling. Yeah, I would. I would like to do a limit, a limited schedule. That that would be cool. Like even though I was super over it going into Vegas, like I just was done. Now that I've had a week or two to chill out, like I'm really looking forward to going to Glen Helen. So hmm. I say that now, but who knows? I'll probably be you know hobbling around at 65 out there. And we see a lot of them. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have been in it since I was a little kid or still knocking it out. Yeah, I mean, look at guys like Devo and these guys. Like, they're, I mean, like it or not, they're legends of the sport, and they're still there every week. We need, we need to invent so. something and make a lot of money so we don't have to do stupid you, radio you tell shows. tell me this all the time. I, I thought this tour would like, go hey, way better. Every weekend, every weekend, this is Mathis. Hey, JT, invent something. Yeah, and, oh, and put okay. my put my and, right and put my name on it. I don't want to do this radio show every Monday night. Like, let's invent something and just be rich and get bitches and just you know and live it. the life, right, Cody? That'd be awesome. I, I, right? I keep saying I'm going to win the lottery, and then I never play it. So, <laughs> all right, next Your question. Odds are the same, right? <laughs> zero to zero. Next question. All right, Debo. Uh, we don't know, so we're going to ask. What's your thoughts on Hill getting clipped by RCH? <laughs> Moser makes his questions. I have no. It could go either way. Seconds. Clearly, fifteen I, seconds. I did not agree. I'll He's, leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. Out of respect mm. for Gary Hart. Moser's a dick. He is me? kind of a dick. I yeah. tell you, he's still trying to get back at me. Yeah. All right. Next question. All right, Gilmore. What is the worst advice Denny's ever given you? <sighs> you should one. call that chick. <laughs> <laughs> leave it in. Man. Oh man. I don't know if it's ever any bad advice. I'd have to say he gives no bad advice. Oh, come on. Really? I, I really, you know, I I give other people bad advice. <laughs> hey, so the Rena Supercross thing didn't work out that great. Pingree didn't even make it to the race either. 
Um, what about shocked. my Moto Tours idea? No, let's, that's let's terrible. Let's circle back no, around. I, I think we can do more with this whole uh, deal. I kind of agree, but the Moto Tours should be there. It should be. This is Moto Tours. This is as far you know? as it's going to get. Yeah. I think, this... you need to, I think you need to invest in some sort of insurance policy, though. After the things I witnessed in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of liability out there. A lot of liability, for sure. There, there could have been people hurt or seriously killed by uh, flying. When I jumped out of the car and ran down the hill in downtown Seattle because I had to pee so bad and I couldn't find a bathroom, and tra- we're stuck in traffic, and I go into the, like this little Japanese restaurant, and they're like, no, 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 you have to eat food. And I'm like, I got to pee, dude. I'm running to use the bathroom. I come out. I'm like, shit, my phone's dead. Where did they go? <laughs> so I'm kind of looking around. All of a sudden, I spot the, the, the Woody. Yeah. And I sprint down the hill and jump across the hood, and I look in the windshield, and it's not most. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did I just jump on the wrong car? And then all of a sudden I hear, hey! And it, it, it was the valet guy, and they were walking in the hotel. But, yeah, I'll never forget that uh, moment where I just went, oh, oh God, I may right. have just jumped no. on the wrong car. There should be lawyers involved. Yeah, yeah. they're a liability insurance for sure. All right, next question. All right, Steve. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be a, a Tim Ferry signature, but if you had to get a tattoo, what would you get? Well, years ago, and I'm dating myself with this, I thought it would be super cool to get like a Ren and Stimpy tattoo. Thank God I didn't. Or a bad boy. Or like Kenny Watson's <laughs> bad boy. No. That's I, cooler than Ren and Stimpy. Though. I don't know what I would get. I don't know. Something Gilmore. But I'd probably steal one of Gilmore's tattoos, like his ideas. But a Gilly tattoo. You have a Gilly tattoo. Gilly tattooed on me. He has a. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We went to get tattoos one you time. You have a tat. That's a real tattoo? He gave it to me. It's a real tattoo. Real tattoo. Oh, I thought he just wrote on you. No, that's a real tattoo. It says Gilly 41. Uh, 374, it's his number. 41, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Trey Kennard. And you have a Denny one. Yeah, I have a DFC 360. Dash or Cal. You guys have the others? Night? We tattooed each other. We went to a tattoo shop. I, our, I, I need to get a photo of this. Put up. Can I put us on our Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I have a couple on my leg. It's, we have a picture of me actually doing it. It was cool. It was pretty cool. JT, can you get a tattoo of Mathis on it? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Mathis. And, I, and I made a deal with him. If he got 31 or more points, or 30 more points, or 30 or more points, and got like a good two-digit number, that I would allow him to tattoo the new number on my leg. And he got 31 points. So we have to wait to the end of the season wow. to see what, what his number is going to be. JT, what number will, will Gilmore be around? I don't know. This whole 250 situation has is, is just completely ruined everything. Back in the I can tell you if it was back in the old days. Back in the day, JT, this year, without I mean, even really knowing, JT knew what number would you be within five. Last year, he, uh, 78, 3,100 points would have got you 70, number 78. Yeah, but they did that's 250 it? last year, too. That's it? They did 250s last year, so it would yeah, be similar yeah. this year. So 70, that's it? 78, yeah, I think uh, that's Well, Gilmore, you still got Nationals to get some points in. My first year, yeah. just for, for reference, my first year, I got nine points and I was 81. Yeah, way different. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's still yeah. stupid. I can't believe two of you guys get points. Birdwell, Birdwell got four and eighty nine. Got him eighty nine or something. How many points did you have this last year and didn't get a number? Eighteen or something. Yeah, yeah I think you had eighteen. And I missed it by one. I think oh, I did was you like one hundred or something. Yeah. Is what it would have been this year. All right, next yeah, question. Horseshit. <laughs> horseshit. <laughs> JT, who do you think since we have a uh, this week off during this week who partied the hardest and who trained the hardest? No photo party the hardest. <laughs> and train the hardest. Gilmore, That's a tough one. Um, Stevenson. I'm still out of breath. <laughs> I would say I would say Dungey. He's he's that guy's hardcore. Yeah, I think he's probably really motivated right now. I was very ex- I was very excited though when when Ryan Dungey and his chick posted that Instagram of uh, Rob and Thick and uh, they look good. Ma- and like, Miley. It made me think that Dungey does have like some fun. 
He and does. It? No, he does. He just doesn't want to show it. Yeah. Right. Do you think there'll ever come a day where maybe me and Downs are partying together? Don't see it. Uh, I can I can see it. Really? I can see it. Yeah. He won't be on the show, right? Does he talk? To you? He's one of those guys who doesn't like you, right? Yeah, he's not a fan. He'll talk. You know, he hates tits more than anybody. If I if I went up and said, "Hey, can I get an interview?" He would say yes. He would not be like, "F you." Oh. But but he, he won't do the show. Obviously. He, yeah. He, he said one time, "I have no problem with you, Mathis. I'll do the show," and then never replied to another text. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, you're blocked. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. We just want to get your numbers to get block it. Yeah. He's just like a lot of guys. He wants to. He's not scared to have fun. He has a ton of personality, but he's very selective who gets to see it. All right. Next question. So. All right, Debo. Besides road tripping with a bunch of strangers, what's the weirdest adventure you found yourself on? I don't know. That's pretty tough to beat. I mean, when I walked out of the airport and I'm walking to the car and I'm realizing I don't know any of these people. Yeah. <laughs> this could go horribly wrong. And then they're coming at me with two bottles of champagne. I'm like, they're going to fucking douse me? <laughs> is this is how we're going to start this trip? This is how it begins. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, that's got to be one of the craziest ones. And, and I, like I said, I met some good people out of it. But it was definitely, as I'm walking out, I'll never forget just going, and I'm just laughing. I'm like, what, what have I done? <laughs> I, I agree. I don't know what you, what you were thinking. All right, next question. Let's hurry this thing around. All right, Gilmore. 15 seconds. Uh, which one of your tattoos do you regret? Uh, Debo 360. No, that's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> um, I don't know if I really regret any right now. Not yet. boy. There was one I thought you said on your hand or something. Uh, I mean, there's maybe a few things I would like to change up a little bit, but I don't really regret them in any of it. What about a Pulp MX tattoo? Would you get that, Kilmore? What would you think about that? How about you get it? That would uh, take a few more Coors Light than we have here, <laughs> and then I could think about it. All right. So we'll All right. see what happens after tonight. We are in Vegas. Yeah, you know. good point. All right, Steve, yep. what team would Gilmore be a good fit on? Pulp Mex. Gilmore would be a good fit on any team because I think Cody's one of those guys that's been a privateer for a while, so any sort of team you'd be on, you'd be super appreciative. You know, you'd be like, wow. I don't have to do my own air filter. I don't have to put gas on my bike. Wow. Yeah. You know? I still love seeing the pictures of him, like, at Vegas, shirt off, washing his bike and yeah. stuff. I just, uh, that's uh, impressive. And I know you're probably tired of telling this story, Cody, but for people who don't know, our listeners who don't know, I mean, you fought cancer. You came back from cancer, what, five years ago now? Six yeah. years ago? Yeah, it's been it's six I mean, now. I know you're probably super years. tired of telling the story, but. No, it's all good. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, Head in you your know, back or definitely something? Definitely is a big part of, you know, where I'm at now. So, yeah, it, yeah it's pretty much they found it tumor in between my spinal cord and lungs and it was pretty much like paralyzing me kind of i started losing feeling in my legs and all that and ended up having to do like a chemo and chemo for a year and radiation and all that just no riding no nothing for a couple years i kept riding oh did you yeah yeah yeah, i kept riding wow so that's ballsy actually i mean you gotta have fun yeah you know what i mean and it ain't like uh it like it don't really I would think it would just wear you everything. out, though. I think it, it would just like, definitely did. Yeah, it yeah, does, but yeah. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't out there doing thirty minute motos right, or anything. Right. But definitely, we enjoy riding. So you try to do and have the most fun you can while you're going through all that stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. definitely, uh, that was. Uh, and you broke was, your leg once, right, on a pit bike? Yeah, no, it was on my uh, on a four fifty. I actually, uh, I couldn't really feel everything, you know, below like me. So like, couldn't really tell where everything was at for sure, and ended up just like kind of crashing one time towards the end of my chemo uh 
treatments and stuff mm-hmm. and ended up breaking my leg pretty bad. And uh, I think they want, you know, they wanted to do surgery and stuff to fix it, but they couldn't really, they not want to take the chance because my blood counts were so oh, low okay. and all that yeah. stuff from chemo and, yeah. you know, it, like getting so, opened up and stuff. And it's what kind they do. of a risk. So you just kind of let it heal and really? kind of wing it. And then uh, those, it actually made it so I couldn't really bend my, or straighten my leg out all the way. And then I ended up tearing my ACL and stuff just because it, couldn't get it straight all the way, and then like one time I dabbed uh, it in the corner, and it yeah. you know hyperextended. I didn't even way know easier. any of this. So. Yeah, yeah, so I've had two ACL surgeries since then, and that broken leg and a bunch of stuff. So definitely a few years didn't go yeah. how you want it to go for sure. But as if cancer wasn't bad enough, let's yeah. tear an ACL. Yeah. Let's throw it on top of it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Jack, man, I get pissed when like the pizza's all gone, you know? And I got a splinter the other day at work. I yeah. was fucking livid. Gilmore. <laughs> it hurts so bad. All. all right, next question. <laughs> all right, JT. Uh, is it easier or harder for a Supercross privateer now compared to 10 years ago? It's actually 10 years ago? Oh, it's harder now for sure because it's way less money. Wait a minute. That's actually a good question. Good job, Moser. We're, we're not used to having good questions. <laughs> I think I think a lot of things are the same, but all the revenue streams are gone. Like yeah. the finish season and the gear bonuses and every. I mean, there were you know pistons paying piston companies paying finish season. I mean, you get money everywhere. Yeah. Then, but Gilmore, did you? All that's dried up. Who was paying you this year based on results? Cowie, how's Cowie contingency? It's terrible. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. It's two hundred dollars until you get to fifteenth, and then it's four hundred. Oh, so. Yeah. I know kids on 60s that make more from yeah. Cali contingency back home. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that wasn't uh, – I had a company that stepped on to help me that was paying me for main events uh, called Inquire Partners. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that was pretty much my main one. But And then uh, – Is that an online dating site? <laughs> no, no, not – It's not Tinder. Definitely not Tinder. Den- Den- I mean, Inquire Partners is a perfect name for that. Yeah. That could be good. They could be on on something there. Well, I think we posted something the other day about uh, purse. In, in 1989, I qualified my first 250 main, got a ninth, and made $1,900. And I think now 19th or, or ninth pays like 2,300 bucks. So it's basically gone up 400 dollars in the last. Ninth pays uh 20, 2480. Yeah, so it's gone up like 500 dollars in the last 25 years. That's yep. make, that's normal. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Next question. That has been. X brand goggles, a choice of goggles of champions of everywhere. You name it, champions wear X brand. Champions. You want to be a champion, you wear X brand. It's a championship goggle. It's a championship vision. Uh, All right, we're going to take our second commercial break of the night. JT will bring you back on in a little bit because you sound like you actually want to do the show tonight. So that's awesome. I always want to do the show. No, I know, but you you sound, yeah, you're happy that. He seems enthusiastic. Happy and Debo are in studio. Yep, yep. Uh, so we'll we'll uh, we'll get you back on, and we'll get all you guys coming back after this commercial break. Josh Hill and Rick Johnson coming up this hour. So very exciting. Uh, stick around for that. Thanks for listening. See you in a bit. The Prime X Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. 
check, check. Mic check. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. 
Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at EKSBrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Mark's Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free gun underwear. 
Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Her body 
Oh, that'll be... I like Pearl Jam. That's my era. Yeah, it is. Flannel, bro. A lot of flannel. Let's skip the training and go to flannel. Yeah. I love grunge, too, because I was already like a dirty, messy kid, so I'm like, shit, I finally can fit in. someday you'll have a beautiful life, I know you'll be a son. He could literally sing like a like a Tide commercial, and it would be rad. sky, wah Can it be? Actually, the guy who told me about this CD, I had the CD, and Tishner's like, man, you have to listen to Twirl Jam 10. I'm like, I got it, I listened to it once, it wasn't that great. He's like, no, listen to it again. So I'm like, okay, and I did. Thank you. Thank you. Meatloaf! Cody Gilmore's song, everybody. Pearl Jam Black. It's a good band. Really good band. Hey, Devin. Yeah, what's up? You want me to talk about Optrix, or are you enjoying that cookie right there? Optrix, bro. That. Yeah. All right, guys. I got to talk about Optrix. Now, we know how badass the case is. We know all the cool stuff, and we all know the Zoom and stuff. I want to talk about the accessories for a second. Let's. Um, let's talk about how I'm a motocross rider, and most of us are in here, and I got a badass chest mount now from Optrix to where I can wear it just like a vest and have my iPhone on me on my chest and shoot some badass footage. Oh, wait, what happens if I got stuck in a... Forest, like how Denny Stevenson, or what was who, what was talking about the mountain lions last week? You need to call Johnny someone. O. Johnny O. Johnny O. Johnny O. Anton, mountain biking. Anton, Anton really worried about yep. it. Yep, Johnny O. Mountain biking in the forest and mountain lions coming at him. If he had his phone on him, I really don't care. He was good. Optrix.com. They're killing it. They are killing it. Use your Pulp Mex code. Save yourself fifteen percent. Get yourself Optrix. It's a lifesaver. I'm wearing my Optrix case right now. See it. Um, What's up? Also, too, uh, completely different case, uh, Rockform is making Pulpamex cases for your iPhone 5. That's super, uh, super sweet. Honeybee, right? Is that J-Bone's brother doing that? I don't know anything about honey, Honeydew. Honey. They call him Honeybee back in the day. Oh, they did? Burt's yeah. Bee, he knows all about. All right. That thing's um, pretty sick. I need to get me one of those. Yeah, bro. It's got a magnet on it and shit. iPhones suck. Uh, check out Pulpamex.com under shop, and you can get a, a Rockform iPhone Pulpamex case. Uh, let's get our next guest on the line. But before that, this guy's been on hold for a while. Dennis. Yeah. You got a question for Cody Gilmore? Yeah, I do. All right. Uh, Cody, uh, I, I, I need some help on some corner speed. My KX 250, it ain't working out so well. But otherwise, I fucking whoop it everywhere else on the track. I mean, I'm only 15, but... Yeah, yeah. So you, uh, well, you want some pointers on corners or what? You can yeah. get up. You can get into my texting program. Yeah, absolutely. I can tell you all about it. I was it. just gonna refer you to Devo. Yeah, he has great words of advice. Um, and I'd probably just find uh, a local motocross school. You know, someone there you live around. Uh, that that seemed to help me the best. There's so many different things that you can work on on quarters. Um, I'm sure I there's think, an ex pro close to you living off being a riding coach. Yes, yeah. I'm one of them. Yeah, but uh, uh, body positioning is a huge thing, you know. So definitely got to find out the right body positioning, have it, keeping your elbows up, staying on the balls of your feet, waiting that outside peg and stuff. That uh, that normally seems to help a bunch, but you know, for corner speed, just carrying your momentum through the corners, it, it just there's I could talk all night on that stuff. There's not, you know, right or wrong, I wouldn't say, but definitely. Center your hips. Center uh, your hips. Also, oh, yeah. also, Dennis, I have four Manitoba titles. I'm available for coaching. 
Anytime. Yep. Oh, man, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, uh, sometimes when I get arm pump, I grab too much front brake, and I usually go over the bars. So, well, that that sounds like a, that sounds like a big issue. Like you're gonna get hurt doing that. Um, yeah. So, thanks, yeah, Ta- thanks, Dennis. I, you got any tips? Like, you got any secrets? No, Dennis, we got no tips. We gotta go. <laughs> I don't know if Dennis was really serious. Though. You're a dick. I don't think Dennis was really serious. I think he was. No, I don't. It's think hard so. to tell. It's I hard to tell. He, he said what the KDX 200. Yeah, I, I really thought that uh, he was maybe one of uh, Cody's personal friends. No. He's coming uh, I, in I, was, I was wondering, but I didn't sound like voice. anyone I knew. All right. I, I thought so, maybe. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's get to our next guest, uh, uh, Denny Stevenson's uh, favorite rider, uh, <laughs> without a doubt. He's heading to Canada this summer. We talked to Brett Metcalf, and this man is taking Brett Metcalf's spot on the leading-edge Kawasaki team after a uh, pretty good Supercross season. Uh, Josh Hill, what's going on, man? Hey, what's happening? Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. Um, so we talked to Metcalf about racing up in Canada. He said, you're going to have fun. He said, you're going to have a lot of fun. What do you think about it? What do you think of the move? I'm excited about it. Um, I mean, I, I was looking forward to trying to race the uh, the Nationals this year, and that was the original plan. But then, uh, you know, things took a little bit of a turn. with us part in ways. And, you know, I uh, you know, I think this would be a good a good fit for me to do. It gives me a little bit of extra time to prepare. And, mm-hmm. and also, I haven't raced Nationals, you know, a full series since uh, – uh, 2008. So th- I think this is going to be good for me to really, you know, try to get up front and get get used to get used to uh, trying to battle for podiums at, at the outdoors. Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, not that bad of a deal. I think. Yeah, I think uh, like Metcalf went up there. I think he sort of rediscovered the. How, it's sort of more like local racing a little bit. There's not as much pressure on you, you know. So like, yeah, you could have turned this into a fun experience. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit more relaxed. It's everybody keeps telling me, but you know, I want to go up there and. Uh, you know, buy for a championship if I can. I want right. to prepare like I'm preparing for the U.S. Nationals because, I mean, I'm going up against a, a guy that's, you know, won U.S. Nationals, and uh, also you got, you know, Colton Fasciotti, who I grew up racing against on, on 80s and 60s, and, and I, I know he's definitely no joke. And I know that I, I've been watching all the Canadian rounds on the, on the Internet trying to figure out the tracks and everything, and I can tell there's some fast guys up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, think, I, think that, I think that's very safe to say. Uh, Debo. Um, you're going to start getting mad if we ask Hill about RCH or hey. are you going to calm down? I'm okay. Are you going to be okay? I just had a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna, gonna, I might be on a sugar high. Right, please. I'm going to take your social media. I'm going to close your social media off. So just that Twitter thing. Some people, just, social media is dangerous. All right. So Josh, uh, Denny's well made his feelings well known, but, um, I guess you were, like you said, you, you were looking forward to doing nationals for them. They let you go, um, but you've also been pretty cool in interviews with Hart and Watson and, and giving the team lots of props. They've stuck behind you for a number of years, but at the same time, I guess you're probably a little bummed. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm bummed that I can't, you know, I couldn't continue with those guys. Uh, they've been, you know, huge in, in me coming back into racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie, and, Carrie and Kenny, those guys got on board with me pretty much. You know, I, didn't, I couldn't even really walk yet when those guys decided, said they were going to kind of hire me on and try to develop me back into the racer I was I, it was uh it, you know I, I couldn't believe what you know what they were doing for me and and for them to stick behind me through you know a couple other you know a broken arm a broken leg a, you know a broken hand and you know for those guys to stick behind me through through all that stuff on top of it was mm-hmm. uh was an amazing uh, uh opportunity I, I don't think anybody else would have would have offered me 
so for me, you know, like I, I'm bummed that I don't get to continue with those guys, and I felt like I was just starting to come into my own when uh, they decided to, uh, you know, when they decided they didn't want to continue. And hey, you know, that that's their decision. I can't mm-hmm. be, uh, I can't be angry at those guys. Right, Danny. I'll do it for you then. <laughs> hey, well, I just, you know, I've known Josh for a long time. Um, you know, when I was at Smith, we, he was one of my guys. We were in a group text with a bunch of us, and we were wondering if. This was costing you money, Danny. That's how passionate you were. I have, I have a <laughs> silent. I'm an silent investor. We were like, does Hill, Hill's deal, like, does Hill pay money to Danny because he's very upset? Te- Gilly, ten percent. <laughs> Josh, ten percent. I mean, okay. yeah. No, right. I just, you know, I just, I don't know. Fuck. I just, uh, <laughs> I like Josh a lot. You know, I mean, I, and I know how hard it is to get hurt and uh, and then kind of lose your way and and not know what, the, what you're going to do next and and you know, I don't know, and then to just. I hate to see someone lose an opportunity in something. I didn't really know the reasoning necessarily, so I voiced my opinion. I, I don't give two shits if I piss somebody off, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what, is he not going to talk to me? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, uh, but I thought, you know, that's so why I figured that Josh is a class act. He is. I like, literally have known him since he was probably 10 or something. We, I'd sponsor him at Smith. Uh, you know, he's considered mm-hmm. him a friend. I enjoy his family, seeing his little brother come up and stuff. So I kind of took it upon myself to say that's, you know, it, it's my personal opinion, but I, I'm sure Josh would like to say it, but... And in the other end, I big fan of Kerry. You know, I've known Kerry a yeah. long time. Kenny I, and uh, you know Mark Johnson there and Berluti. So I just targeted the one guy. And I wasn't even up, times. I wasn't even this upset when Timmy got fired at Yamaha. You were pretty upset. I wasn't this upset. Well, I wasn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a good time. No, it's good. It's all good. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just stoked that he's getting another opportunity. And uh, you know, you know, Josh and I are friends, and uh, it's just crazy how things work out. Really, I mean, he landed on his feet and. Like you said, I think Josh agreed that this is a yeah. a good opportunity to go up there and a little bit lighter pressure instead of getting thrown into 24 motos after, like you said, not riding national since 08. It's, I think it's a good chance for him to prove himself and maybe get another opportunity down here. Obviously, you know, he's running podiums and Supercross and top yeah. fives. He's got value. Someone's going to pick him up when he, like when he, you know, for next year. 702-586-7857. You got a question for uh, Leading Edge Kawasaki's Josh Hill, I guess. That sounds weird. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Give us a call, and uh, we'll get you uh, in the show. So, hey, you made a podium this year in Supercross. You won a heat race. Uh, and I think overall, top ten in the points, you got to be pretty happy with your Supercross season. It was pretty solid. Well, it, it was and it wasn't. Like, I came into the series uh, in the off season. I had an awesome off season. I went to Australia, got a lot of riding time in, really had to kind of fend for myself a bit out there. Uh, Suzuki over <laughs> Australia wasn't really giving me uh, – any, not a whole lot of help because you know they were kind of on a on a competing team or yeah. you know they had a competing team and and they weren't really giving me a whole whole lot of support so I had to kind of fend for myself out there try to find my you know own mechanics own you know get, get everything worked out and I felt really prepared when I came back and then I hopped on and I had to get used to uh, you know air forks different suspension different sound requirements and I was really scrambling but I was putting in a lot of work and I felt good coming into the Supercross series really good but I ended up. Uh, I scrubbed the jump weird and pinched a nerve in, in my back. Mm-hmm. I, could, I couldn't even really walk the the week leading up to Anaheim. I was a mess. Like I showed up to Anaheim, knew I could barely even uh, barely even ride, and and I just I gutted it out. And I think I was in uh, I think I was in eleventh or something when I had a when I had a bike problem. I had to had to pull off, and then I just I, the next week it didn't go good, and then uh, then I started to feel a little bit better. And I got like a seventh or eighth or something Anaheim too, and I broke my collarbone the following weekend. 
and still just you know still struggling with back issues and trying to ride through it but i was i was fighting through it and getting on the better side of it to where i could just started to ride that week and i broke mm-hmm. my collarbone and then uh i take uh I, you know actually i had it plated like the tuesday after oakland i just had him throw a uh, doctor alexander throw a plate and screws in it and it felt so good i felt like i could have raced that weekend at anaheim three yeah. are, are you here at this gilmore and, yeah, but uh <laughs> You know, we we got through. We we didn't. They they held me back. They didn't want me to race and and you know do all that. So I came back in uh, San Diego and I crashed in practice in San Diego. A tough block flipped out in front of me and I broke some ribs. So then nobody even really knew that. I didn't wasn't gonna like just not race. You know, after coming back, they're like, oh yeah, another injury for Hill. Like everybody right, right. would everybody like to be honest. I think people there's certain certain people that just like rooted for me to to be sitting out on the week, you know, sitting out weekends so they could say I'm fragile. But I just wanted to keep racing and not throw any more negativity out. And I just got to race through some injuries towards the, towards the half end half of the series. I felt like I, I felt going into the series. I felt like I, I should have felt from day from Anaheim one. And then everything's kind of started to click for me. Yeah. People were saying before the season, uh, some of the guys at Suzuki track, they were without even like being prompted. They were like, Hill's going fast. Like they were like, just wait. He's he's on it. You know, before the season started. But then, yeah, like you said, it just starts snowballing a little bit uh, after one after a while. Yeah, it just it was, it was just a weird turn of events, man. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why 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 things kept happening that way. It was getting pretty discouraging. And then uh, I just it was actually funny. The the weekend I went out and I won the heat race and felt really solid. I crashed in the first turn. Me and uh, and me and Bubba kind of walked to elbows, and mm-hmm. I took a left into the into the into the uh, tough blocks and fell down. But it was after that night that I found out that it, it was right after that main event is when I found out we I wasn't going to continue with uh, the RCH crew. So then it was, I mean, that was kind of a blow. But I just had to keep going and try to get the best finishes I could for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah I think mission accomplished there. Hey, a uh, couple questions. We, I get this question a lot. The Tech Sevens. You wear Tech Sevens. I just started this week, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, your brother wears Tech 7s, I usually, I think? Yeah. I, yeah, my little brother wears them, and I always wore the old school of Fox boots, too. Yeah. Um, you did. We wore them for a long time, though, I think. So uh, Yeah, you, I used to wear them like, back in like 07, 08, too, I think. Was it always because of the – why did you do that? Why, why did your brother do that? I, I, this is a question. I get this on Twitter every now and then, and people are really concerned about this, the Hill brothers <laughs> not wearing the latest uh, A-star boots for forever, for a long time. You know, as funny as this is, this probably just goes back to, like, my dad's style. Like, my dad, when we were kids, like, you know, he didn't wear knee braces, and he liked the cheap boots, and he, he thought they were better because he could feel the foot peg more, and you get more, uh, they weren't quite as stiff, and there mm-hmm. was more feel to the cheap boots. He might have just been telling us that, so he didn't have to buy the expensive <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But, um, so that's just what we grew up racing with, is, like, I always ran Tech 6s before there was Tech 7s. Yeah, yeah. And... And we and that was just the feel I grew accustomed to. And then when I turned pro, it was like then I realized like you almost have to like argue with the sponsors to let them <laughs> yeah, yeah. let you wear the cheaper stuff. So I, I just always ran the, the tech uh, the lower boots. And but now I think that that new Tech Seven it's solid. Like it's a good boot. And I think uh, I don't think Alpine Star is that scared to push it from the sounds of it. I think they kind of want some pros in it. Uh, and then too, how's the foot ankle? problems are you are you 100 percent by this or do you have to have you permanently made adjustments uh where obviously look how fast you're going 
seems like it's okay, but that's always a question. How how is that injury doing? Is it is it hundred percent? Oh no, I still like can't feel the bottom half of my foot, and I can't move my toes. My Jeez. big toes still completely nothing, really? and then I've got about. I, I mean, I I still have like a bit of a foot drop. Like I can't ride a bike and shift gears and and shoes. Like when I get on somebody's like Harley or something and go ride it. Yeah. Or I get on like I can't I have to like I have to like move my whole foot up off the peg to like shift a gear. Jeez. It's pretty. It's yeah, pretty yeah. beat. Like I, I only, uh, I can only even like run across the street after I've had a couple of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> was he running across the street on Friday, Denny? Or I, I didn't. I've never saw him. I don't okay, know what you're talking all right, about. All right, never mind. <laughs> um, it, was, it was it was some other guy. Uh, nope. Uh, you, you you actually said it was Josh Hill earlier. Oh, but that wasn't on air though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Completely different. <laughs> uh, no, hey. So really, so still that bad, right? Wow. That's. Uh, I guess it probably never will be a hundred percent. Is that what they're kind of telling you? Like your whole? Well, I don't know. I'm sure oh. I can get in there and like. I mean, my nerve function on like the the pull of my like the, the pull of my ankle. Like I've got to where I can move my ankle up and down. Mm-hmm. But at one point, when I even when I was trying to race and ride, I couldn't really even pull my ankle up on its own. Yeah. But that's getting better. Like I'm actually starting to develop a, a calf muscle again, sorta. And uh, I mean, it's still like about half the size of my other one. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting the calf muscle back and. Uh, so it's getting it, getting to be where I can pull up and down. Okay. So there may be there may be a day like one that gets even stronger. Um, I might be able to go in and get some stuff some stuff cleaned up and kind of right. unfuse the bone. Yeah. And because uh, I, I never had a surgery to, to have my ankle fused together, yeah. but just the way like the bone and everything like it, it, it just fused itself together after even having my Achilles tendon cut Jeez. and all this stuff done to try to loosen it back up because I didn't have the nerve function. It was just kind of like lock itself back up oh wow. so you know it's, it's a weird it's a really unique injury and uh it, it's i mean i might go see an ankle specialist down the road and yeah, yeah. see if i get more get more movement but it doesn't affect me that bad on a dirt bike like i've gotten to the point where i can stuff it in a turn and yeah screw it up and and it, it should hurt and it's, it does hurt a little bit but it, i keep going huh wow that's crazy uh hey so rch tells you you're not going outdoors you're sitting there going, what am I doing? How does, and obviously the Metcalf thing is going on in the background here, RV is getting surgery, but how does that deal come together? Like who even calls you? I'm guessing Monster maybe thought about trying to get you. How did that deal come together? Uh, well, actually Monster was trying to get me on to, um, Monster wanted me to go race on RV's bike ah, okay. originally All right. for outdoors. So we were kind of working on that deal. And then, um, you know, at the same time, Metcalf was, was working on that deal. Yep. So, uh, Leading Edge, you know, before before Metcalf, I think, you know, this, this I don't even know if I'm shit, should be saying this stuff. Oh, but okay. Before, uh, well, Metcalf, yeah, don't get yourself uh, in trouble. Don't, before, don't. No, I think, I think we're all right. But before Metcalf went to went over there, um, you know, they called me. You know, they were just calling around looking for option riders. And mm-hmm. Frenchie, uh, yeah. Luke, uh, you know, he used to be, he helped me out a ton at Yamaha Troy when I was an amateur. And then he was the the engine guy over at Yamaha when I was uh, when I raced over there, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I've had a long, you know, pretty long relationship with him. And he's he's the one that hit me up and asked if I was available. So then while everything was going in, I started thinking, well, now I was pushing for this, you know, to ride the RV's bike. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about it, and the opportunity almost seemed better. Well, I, I don't know. It was a, it was a, you know it was kind of just up on the up in the air which opportunity was better for me because yeah. I thought, you know, if I go out and 
get on the on the factory Cowie bike, then and I don't do good, that's not going to look good for me, you know. Yeah. And well, I haven't raced outdoors since 2008. You know, you get on that bike, you're expected to be on the podium every weekend. So I just thought, hey, this may be a better opportunity for me to go up uh, go up north and mm-hmm. and race and get a full year of, of outdoor racing and try to just, you know retune my skills to race in outdoors, um, you know, up up north. It just seemed like a better idea. And, you know, everything, you know, this is, a, I think it's a pretty good opportunity I have. Yeah, no, I agree. Great bike, great team. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. should, Denny, what Canadian national are you going to go to to go wave your shirt, take your shirt <laughs> off and wave wave Josh on? Whatever, man. I'm there. It doesn't, doesn't matter. I'll be at all of them. I'm going to drive to all of them. You know, you're not far uh, from uh, <laughs> Regina. Not vagina. I know. <laughs> like, what did you just say? I know that's immediately <laughs> what came to mind with you. I mean, yeah, Ridge They have that. Yeah, I, I used. I'm a big fan of Niagara Falls area. They got a great strip club up there. So anything <laughs> oh, close here. to that, here the we, Sundowner. Here we go. We're real good. I'm there. going Peelers. Yeah, Peelers. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> going. I'm going around four. So maybe we'll go. Maybe, we'll maybe there's there. a chance for the tour in Canada. You know, I'm whatever. Yeah. So anybody in Canada wants to rent Denny for <laughs> I have a passport. National. He's I got a one. passport. He'll go to Canada. We're willing to do it. I'll drink Fosters. Whatever. Let's hang out. That's that's Australian for beer. Oh crap! Molson, uh, <laughs> Molson, Molson, right? That's Canadian. Molson is Canadian. I'm scared because uh, Hill Hill's a big Trailer Park Boys fan, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> holding a glass of Coke and be like, "Hey, Julian, give me some of that," and it'll just be Coke. It'll just be regular Coke. I don't know who who's the Trailer Park Boys. Oh yeah, I guess you, yeah, you don't know. They haven't hit Nebraska yet. I have seven. Uh, I have seven uh, DVDs. I'll bore you tonight. That's fantastic. You can you can watch them. The complete. Season. They're they're worth it, Danny. They're good. They're epic, without <laughs> a doubt. Oh yeah. Um, but hey, uh, uh, also too, let's talk a little bit about your brother, uh, if you don't mind. I, I know it's you're on the show, but there isn't a more improved rider in the 250 Supercross series this year than your brother, no doubt. Last year, uh, Mitch, going, what's going on? What's happening with this kid? And then, uh, and this year. Comes out, wins the East-West shootout, wins a Supercross main event. Uh, with everybody moving out of the class, I mean, he's got to be one of the favorites for the title. you got to be pretty proud of it, proud of your brother and the way he's, uh, you know, really come on this year. Yeah, I'm really proud of him. But, I mean, I keep telling this to everybody. I don't know if anybody believes me, but he should have been – he should have had the same results last year. <laughs> last year he just came – last year he just came in. He Yep. He got um, he, he tore his ACL mm-hmm. coming right right when Mitch hired him. Um, he had a torn ACL. Uh, he, he won a, I think he still won a couple amateur titles with the torn ACL that happened that weekend. And uh, Mitch hired him. He came in. He was looking really good. I thought um, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And then and then he uh, he broke his navicular um, coming into the season last year. About I think it was end of December. Mm-hmm. So you know then he yeah he just. That, that kind of screwed him up. He came in, and he just kind of lost all his confidence, and he just came in and was just that fifth, sixth-place guy. He just didn't have the confidence and, and everything in himself to just attack the track right when he showed up. He was a bit timid and just didn't uh, didn't have that, that winning attitude that, I, you know, I tried to – I that's all I told him in this offseason. I just told him, hey, dude, don't go out there and train and practice like you're, you know, just happy to be there. Train yeah. to win because you can win. You know, yeah. and uh, and he, he, you know, he, this year he he took my. I mean, I think he took my advice pretty well, and I know he was really driven himself to do well. And you know, barring a couple, you know, he had he had that one race at Anaheim where he uh, got the whole shot and crashed off the first section and yep. came from way back. He had a couple bad races, and if you would have took those away, you would have been right there, you know, battling battling yeah. for the for the championship. So yeah, next year I think he should he should definitely consider himself a, a championship threat for sure. No, no doubt. 
Um, I, and I guess, yeah, well, you know, I don't, you probably can't talk about it too much, but is he going to be back with Mitch? Do we know? Do we know what's happening? You know, I don't, I'm not, I don't know what he's doing. I know oh, okay. he, uh, I think he wants to be there. All right, yeah. I don't know exactly what he, what he wants to do. I don't, he's, yeah, I don't want to, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I, I'm not. I, I might get in trouble for this, but he was up. Uh, he was out riding on a, on a woods track, and I just stole his bike one day when I was up in Oregon and hopped on it. And I was like, "Dude, this thing!" Is, I just stole it and just tooled around the yard on it for yeah. a minute. And I came back and like, "Dude, now I know why I got smoked in the lights class. Those Mitch bikes are good." Yeah, yeah. You know what? Everybody rides each other's bikes. Nobody wants to talk about it, but. Well, that's the first time I ever had. He's ridden for him for two years, and I never oh, okay. got on it. Right. He was just—he was out by the track, like almost—it's like a half mile away on the back side, of, back side of my property, and mm-hmm. nobody was around. And I just threw my gear on, pumped some gas in it, and took off. Didn't ask him. Right, so I right. kind of stole it, and uh, <laughs> he, he rode up, and he was all pissed at me. I was on it. <laughs> hey, whatever. Yeah. yeah, try it out, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was- have you ever been to any of the Canadian national tracks, or have you ever? Watching them on TV, which one looks good, or which? What are you thinking? I haven't been to any of them. Okay. I haven't. I was gonna race the Canadian Nationals, I think, back in like '05, mm-hmm. but it was gonna mess up my amateur status. So Yamaha didn't want me to do it. Yep. But um, what's the one? It was the sand one, Gopher Dunes. Yeah, it's pure sand. Yeah, deep, deep. That sand. place looks pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, you like the sand. That place looks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I like it. I've I've got podium motos at mm-hmm. uh, podium moto at Southwick on a four fifty mm-hmm. there. And I mean, I I liked it. I mean, it was the only race, the only outdoor national where I could ever where I seen James Stewart at the finish line. <laughs> so like you know the, the whole race, I could see him. He was right in front of me. So I mean, I felt pretty good there. Right, the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's three three deep sand tracks up there. So um. I'm excited. Well, that that's what I grew up riding on in in the winter and. Washington, Oregon. There's you can't ride the, right. the clay tracks because they're too muddy. You got to ride the sand. Hmm. Uh, let's go to the phone calls here. AJ, do you have a question for Josh Hill? AJ, yeah, yeah. What's um, up? What's actually, up? it was for anyone that wants to answer. Okay. Um, I know that you said that you wanted to. Uh, well, something needs to change in the Supercross thing. Um. So, what do you think? Instead of having it like you know how you get twenty five points per purse, yeah, and then it keeps going down, keeps going down. Um, what about like they change it up in uh, like instead of twenty five, you get one. So basically, whoever at the end of the series has the lowest points, mm. you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh, I don't know about I don't know. Oh, about, like first yeah. place will get one point. Yeah, like Olympic style score. Get twenty points. Yes, yes. Like, and, like it will keep it all right. Close. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I just think the point structure should be changed a little bit. I'm not a fan of we keep doing the same exact thing, 25, 22, 20 for 40 years. I don't know about putting the lowest point, but sure, whatever. AJ, I'll change whatever. I don't care. Like, hey, Hill, did you like the Monster Cup, Joker Lane, three ten lappers, and all that? Is that is that something that you would be into? No. <laughs> you just not. No. Yeah, you want to. I mean, it's it's cool for that one race. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Seeing that in the series, no, I don't think that I wouldn't want to see it changed up. The one thing that somebody okay. mentioned that I thought was a pretty good point, and mm-hmm. maybe they should do uh, have a, a heat win. So. Yeah. Yeah, heat win so points, whole shot points, all that kind of stuff, for sure. I don't know. And you don't shot, think that I, I don't you should go like points, I never get whole <laughs> shots, but... But the but the heat win uh, the heat win bonus would be I think would be pretty solid because I mean you yeah. are winning a race yeah it's a pretty gnarly race 
and you know, you take if you took something like that. I mean, look how many heat race wins James Stewart has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, you threw something like that in there where the, where the heat went actually the heat actually mattered for something. Yeah, they make it more uh, exciting for the fans, and it may you know then you get that extra bonus, and it just it changed the point well, standings up a little bit. Th- thanks, AJ. Thanks. No problem. Uh, well, Josh, some people. I mean, some people literally cry after heat race wins. Sometimes it's that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. for some people, it means a, a, a lot. Uh, but I'm with you. Uh, whole shot points. Uh, maybe his eyes were from the X goggles. X brown. No, he had clear vision. Oh, no, clear he vision. had clear vision. Okay, just... uh, I think whole shot points, fastest qualifier points, uh, heat race win points, like Hill said. Who parties the hardest at night? Five points. <laughs> five points. Right there. <laughs> Whoever bangs the most strippers, five points. Whoever's dating a monster girl, 12 points. <laughs> 12 points. <laughs> Uh, let's go to, uh, Robert here. Robert, you got some questions for Josh Hill? Yeah. All right. Are you racing in Canada? Yeah, I'm racing in Canada. I'll be there. Are you racing on on the Cowie then? Yeah, yeah, I just, uh, just signed a deal with those guys, and I'll be, uh, I'll be racing on the the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki up there. Is that what you're doing for Supercross next year, too? Uh, right now, they don't have a, a Supercross team uh, in the works, but uh, I'll figure out what I'm doing uh, for Supercross here shortly, hopefully. Thanks, thanks, Robert. All right, thanks. Thank you. Hey, is Hoodie going to be your, man. Is Hoodie going to be your mechanic? Uh, no, Frenchie's going to be my mechanic oh, up there, but Hoodie, Hoodie's going to help me out with uh, the bikes during the week. And oh, that okay. Was, right. That was a uh, you know a main uh, a key thing for me to to want to do this deal is I would have somebody. You know, helping me all week long to get the bikes. You yep. know, make sure I have a solid bike to train on all all week, and then fly up to Canada and race. Yeah, hoodie is in like Rhino's old mechanic hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know yeah. he was up there. He was a race mechanic. Oh, he slash, lives yeah. down here. Yeah. Oh, well, interesting. Yeah, he was doing uh during the week and during the off season. He would works with the guys down here. And nice. then I don't know if he's is he not going back up to Canada? Is he, is he working for Polatelli or something? No, I think he's. I believe he's working for Polatelli. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. Dude, tell us about Monty, dude. Just freestyle. Have you seen some of his videos on his Instagram? No. His dad's a big, you know, he's a BMX guy. Yeah, yeah, no. Pretty sick, yeah. Monty's got skills he's from back in the day. He's got some skills, man. I know people who knew him when he raced uh, up there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because remember Birdwell. I still, oh, that's uh, right. Birdwell that's days. their I was yeah. up there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's got skills on anything, two wheels. Like, he, uh, he, like, right now, he's big into BMX. And he's, <laughs> I think he's big into BMX again because, uh, like a couple years, I think it was a year or two ago, he was he was riding a ton. Like he actually like he had a sponsorship from uh, Motorsport Hillsboro. They're giving him bikes, and he was like riding all the time. And uh, and he he was riding the Supercross track, and he was tripling all my rhythms and hitting the triples. Like he can ride a Supercross like track like a like a privateer. I mean, no problem. He he would show up and if you seen him out at if you seen him out at Milestone or mm-hmm. or uh, any of those tracks, he'd probably look better than a lot of the dudes out there riding it <laughs> that's right and uh and no uh, but he, he framed the rhythm because he was riding motocross suspension on supercross he framed the rhythm and like broke his broke his hand or something so he, he's backed off moto a little bit he's got back into it. his old ways back into riding bmx oh, he, re- he reframed up all his little jump show ramps and he's, <laughs> he's got like a, he's got like this rolling off the hill and uh, like he's all these box ramps but he's just been we're, hitting BMX hard. He, he could still, like, air, like, six feet out of the top of the quarter and do turndowns and one-handed no-footers and inverts and all this stuff. He's still way, he's still better than me on a BMX bike. We're going to see him, uh, like, at the traveling circus. 
You know what I mean? Like, hey, you guys, give him a, give him a follow at, at Monty Turndown on Instagram. It's bad. He said he's got a full section. He's at like the Monty house. Turndown. It's yeah. But he's boards. It's like I've seen him. Like it's crazy. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's then he'll throw up. He'll throw like he'll throw up Instagrams of like how much weight he could put up like on the bench press. <laughs> like my mom like cheer, cheering him on in the background. Like that's awesome. <laughs> no, he's he's oh. got my dad's Instagram funny. Yeah, he's got over a thousand followers now. He's killing it. Right on. Hey, uh, thanks, Josh, for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, uh, no, no problem. Uh, Denny Stevenson making it happen, and uh, I can't. I'm looking forward. I'm always into the Canadian stuff, obviously. So it's gonna be interesting to see. We how actually you have hockey there. on right now. Yeah, we actually have hockey yeah, on right now. So, no one's, no one's. So happy. You have, you're gonna have to become a hockey fan, uh, now, Josh. But look, uh, Michael Lessie, Josh Hill, Kyle Chisholm, Bobby Canari, Colton Fasciati, uh, Teddy Mayer, like. It's some good racing. I think it's going to be some good racing. Yeah, Ryder's going to step up, and they're going to be fast, hey, and Josh is definitely going to be up for it. What's the deal on uh, coverage with that? Will there be any – will people down here be able to watch it? That's the one thing I didn't know because uh, there's no. not a whole lot of coverage from 2013. No, I, it doesn't come on down here. Um, they used to. They used to, but they got, they now it hasn't been down on here for like four or five years Because Galdi now. and those guys were hosting, right? They yeah. were pretty funny. Yeah, stay away from Galdi, Hilly, no matter what. Stay away from Galdi is bad news. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, they send me the DVDs, so um, um, I, that's the only way I've ever seen it. But, yeah, they have a television package and everything. It usually comes on about a month after. So. But, All right. Well, but, they, don't do any, uh, they don't do any, like, live stuff? No. No, not, okay. not down here. Uh, but uh, I honestly, I'm like I said, I'm going around four, and I think it's going to be some really good racing. I really do. I, I, I don't think unless he's everyone's kind of thinking unless he's going to run away with it. I'm not so sure. What if he wins at Glen Helen? Is he going to stay here? Ah, yeah, with Mike and Tony. And I, right now. I've been, I've been told if he wins Glen Helen, he's still going to Canada. Well, yeah, yeah. We were talking about this on our show like three weeks ago. We're like, again, I don't listen. Yeah, I know you don't. But Sorry. no, I'm saying like we all agreed that Crazy Tony. If he does good at Glen Helen, Crazy Tony will be like, "Call off the Canadians, call them off." Like we're we're going down here, but Canadian, maybe not. It, who knows? Yeah, it you should know? be a good series. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Josh. I, 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 yeah. I hope he wins. Why? Oh, he wins Glen Helen. Yeah. Oh. You're not doing Glen Helen or Red Bud or anything that doesn't conflict. Is there any plans to do that? Yeah. The only thing I, I've been looking at is trying to go do Mammoth. This summer, oh, um, I don't. I haven't even looked at the schedule. If, if it's, I don't know if Washougal has a conflicting race. It does. It does. If, yep. Yeah, yeah. I figured. I thought it did. So, yep. but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll just see how see how the series is going up there, and uh, yeah, figure yeah. it out. I know. You're I, gonna... I, I'm not. No, I will not be going home. Though I can yeah. promise you that. I might be there watching, <laughs> or I might be. Yeah, I don't uh, know. That place. That place is not fun for like a one-off race. Uh, no wonder why Gilbert's I went there. I went there Thursday, and I could not believe how rough it was. It was like the roughest track I've ever ridden. Yeah, I forgot about Glen Helen. I try to like block Glen Helen out of my memory. I've totally, I've totally, it doesn't even exist. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> Miserable. So gnarly. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Good luck in Canada. And uh, Danny, congratulations on holding back. I, I thought you'd lose so it. So reserved, right? No, now? I thought you were going to lose it. Jeez. I really did. I, I thought I've, I've been taking yoga. Yeah, you're living, <laughs> you're living life easy. And Haley, Haley, man, good luck this weekend. It was great not seeing you this weekend. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. you did, it was great not uh, seeing you with Gilmore and Chicken. Not seeing it you was, at all was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Amber I did not say hi, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, just know this, right, just know this, Josh, your biggest fan, Denny Stevens. Hey, man. By far. Uh, by far. Denny's the man. Probably even more than Monty. Everybody. <laughs> I get turned up. Yeah. All, All right, right, brother. Have a good one, man. Good Thank luck. Thank you. All right, guys. Later, Hilly. Thank you.
Uh, Josh Hill, everybody. Leading Edge Kawasaki's Josh Hill on the show. Going to Canada. I'm pumped. Yeah, everything happens what for a reason. It actually his, makes what, sense. What do you think of his appearance on the show? Good. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. See, you guys, all, you, how, would you, how did you feel about it? <laughs> I'm okay with you it. You mean you were actually, you seemed like you were attentive. You weren't on your phone that much at all. Well, I'm getting texts about the show. so I'm, About? I'm, uh, but uh, he didn't want to do it, huh? He didn't, he didn't want to do the show. You got him. You made him do it. Um, Gilmore, he made him do it. I don't think either one of you wanted to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you wanted to be on it, Denny. Uh, you know, I'm here, aren't I? Hey. No, I was good. You know, I just, I, like I said, he, it would be kind of just perfect for him to be on the show since my, uh, my outbursts and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, and I think, he's, you know, he's a class, ass, class act, you know. That's why I figured, ah. Yeah, I'll, I'll pipe off a little bit here and there. Right, right. And, right. Uh, and, I can, and I think it's going to be a good opportunity, and everything happens for a reason. And I guarantee you'll be on a bike uh, you know, doing Supercross in the U.S. I, I mean, I think that uh, no matter – he's going with his podium in New York, his heat race win, his, his sort of uh, strong comeback in the second half of the series, he'll find himself a good U.S. ride. He's got, he's got people in his corner. Does you know, he? Monster, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Johnson, yeah. those guys like him, right. I think. Cause, you know, I, I don't know. He's obviously wearing Thor now, but I know the Fox guys love yeah, him to death. Yeah, no. You, you you do enough. I mean, look at my career went way longer than I probably should have, and I wasn't even getting podiums. So he'll find it. He'll he'll get a ride. You want to know a guy whose career did not go long enough? He's on the phone right Rick now. Rick Johnson. Yes. The bad boy. Yes. Two R- hip. RJ. What's up, gentlemen? The great Rick Johnson. Everybody on the show. Rick, bad boy. <laughs> two hip. What else was there? I just, I don't, just fucking badass. Badass. <laughs> Ooh, we're dropping F-bombs on that. Oh, yeah. We can say whatever we want, Rick. Drop yeah. an F-bomb. Go for it. Uh, I know we just had you on the show. Maybe about a month ago. I was a little upset so. about that. I, I planned him to be my special guest. It and you're like, Rick Johnson coming up next. I'm like, what? It's, I thought you said you never listened. Uh, well, I was on the sh- I was on the show that time. That's oh, you were. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You're like Rick Johnson's coming up next. I'm like, what? That's my guy. Well, he's like, he's yeah. got other stories. It's RJ, bro. You can never have enough. Yeah, RJ. not enough. Not uh, enough. The last time he was on, he said, tell, told Nick Way to give his mom a little wink for him. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the show again. We appreciate having you back on the show. Like like Danny said, uh, can never have enough of RJ. Hey, so uh, the reason Danny. Why did you want to get RJ on? What, what you, this is? I mean, Cody. Uh, Cody's a witness of it. I'm a huge fan of, of Ricky. You know, I mean, he was like you, my you hero. You posted Instagram up. a while back that was just. Well, I think it was a drunken picture with him from St. Louis. Okay. I think. Yes. Yeah, I was. We we're out that night. I'm out with Cody. We're at one of the bars, and uh, I had said where I was at, and his wife Stephanie had Facebooked me. He goes, "Hey, you know, Rick and I are in town. Where are you at?" And I'm like, "Dude, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. We're gonna hang out with <laughs> RJ and his wife. They're rad and." All of a sudden, like these guys, are like dude, you're totally dorking out right now, <laughs> and I did. You know, I, I, you know, I've known Ricky of Ricky, obviously, ever since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I, I told the stories. You know, I had the red bandana, uh, the bomber shorts, uh, anything he did, man. I'm like, mom, I want that. Mm-hmm. And then to grow up and become, you know, friends with the guy, that's what's so bitching. And then, you know, he, Ricky did uh, some of the announcing for Super Arena Cross. And got to see the crazy side of what goes on over there. <laughs> <laughs> the shenanigans. Yeah. That is, that is epic, so, by the way. Just, and talking about feeling like the older guy looks like the narc cop at, at the party, um, that was me. I'm in mean, my khakis and my button-up polo shirt, <laughs> looking like a complete idiot at the after club. But, hey, but you know what? They pulled me in. They're like, come on, old man. Come have fun with us. And, uh, and fun we did. But, Denny, when, when RJ was on top of the world, the man to beat, the best rider in the world, without a doubt, Jeff Ward fans may get a little upset, but I don't care. Uh, RJ was better. 
he was still cool and talking to you, and you were just this 125 kid, right? Like, well, I remember uh, it's Rick. I think does as well. I said, I remember we, you know, I had a pretty successful season in '90, and I think got a couple times where I just I had won the one and just kind of yeah, no big deal type thing. And I remember my dad coming up to me and going, "Hey, I just got I just talk, got done talking to Rick Johnson." He's noticed that he's noticed you, we aren't quite celebrating like we used to, and you know, and like well, Rick, and Rick said, like, well, hey, let me, let me, go ahead. You, you would know better. You were there. You, I would. I just heard hearsay. RJ was pissed. Yeah, he's like, you so, fucking. So kid. no, no. So I, I would sit on the starting line and I watch. I watched Andy's first win. Right. You know, and his dad and I, and I love the story. His dad was a mechanic, whole deal. Yep. You know, and his dad's a tough guy. You know, all the different stuff has the limp and the whole deal. And when he won, man, I watched them. They're both crying. They're, I mean, I'm just going, that is what it's about, man. Because I'm struggling, right? I'm struggling at that point with my hand. And yep. it's, you know, rebroke and this, all that bullshit. And, and I'm watching that. And so then I go down to Tampa. And I go I go to test at uh, Hard Rock up there in Ocala. Mm-hmm. And I found out that my hand, my hand's still broken from Daytona. It's non-union. I got to get surgery, so I have to sit that. I sit that round out. So I go down there and I proceeded to knock down a couple beers in the in, in the VIP yeah. thing and, <laughs> right. and do my thing. And then I wind Denny's. Denny's on a tear at that point, you know, which he's not going to say. He was kicking everybody's ass. I mean, he just had him covered. And I watched him win. And I watched like you know, his dad kind of walks down. They kind of look at each other. And they're like, but think you know, like fucking knuckle bumps before there's even knuckle bumps existed, you know. <laughs> and I'm like. And I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, they expect it, you know? So afterward, Denny wasn't old enough at that point to party. Um, we're at the hotel or whatever. We're all hanging out and having fun. And so I just grabbed his dad, and I said, you know what? I really just want to share with you something. And he's like, what? You know? And I go, you know what? I think it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Watched you and your son. You worked so hard through the amateur ranks, all the different stuff. And you won, and you guys cried, and it was awesome. And that that emotion, mm-hmm. you need to hang on to that for every race because some friggin' weird thing's going to happen, and <laughs> it's not going to be like this all the time. Because when you're climbing that ladder the way Diddy was at the time, you just you go, I, I made it to this rung. My life's not going to go down a rung. I'm still climbing. You know what I mean? So his mm-hmm. his plan was to be the the one twenty five guy and then be the 250 guy so i just so i just pulled him aside and said please don't lose that and don't take this shit for granted because it's gonna be gone one day and you're gonna regret not embracing and just holding on to every holding on to every win you know and it's like i i think it meant something to him because he's like wow you know i appreciate you taking the time yeah to, to talk to us but you know i just it was so cool. I, I love the relationship that they had throughout the whole deal. And, you know, it's hard, man, working with your dad. You know, because your dad tells you to clean your, you know, to wash your ass in the shower and clean your room and, <laughs> and all this different stuff. And, but when you get to share that, share that emotion and victory with your dad, there's not many racers out there that get to do it. So, Denny, I'm, you know, I'm really stoked for you that you and your dad got to, regardless of the shit that you go through with your dad, Got right. To, got to celebrate those moments, you know. Yeah, that was rad. It was. Definitely... You never know, Danny, when Danny Storbrook will be lurking around the corner. Well, it's, you know, it's kind of ironic. Hey, let's, like... let's leave Danny. Danny no, but out of this. no, but no, but already said. No, I know. It just happened. I'm just saying, like, literally, RJ, you're on the best rider in the world, going to win both titles in '89, and God knows what would have happened after that. And then, just like that, you you only won, I think, three more races after you after Danny landed on you. So you just never know. And I think that's the, that's the moral, right? Yeah, 
but but you know what though? That's life, man. Yeah. I mean, you 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 know what seems like a blessing sometimes is a curse. What seems like a curse sometimes a blessing. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I've struggled through different you know different car racing stuff, and I've had some success. I've had you know more failures than successes. And, but you know what though? The the thing that I'm so stoked about is that I'm close with my kids. You know, mm-hmm. and if I would have if I would have succeeded in NASCAR. You know, and I'm not saying, oh, I didn't want it. No, I wanted it more than anything, but I didn't get my, I didn't get what I thought was my first shot, and I, I didn't make it. So that's that's the bottom line: is I did not make it in NASCAR. But if I did, I probably, I could almost promise you, I would be divorced. I promise <laughs> you that my my kids would be so screwed up. But the, the way the way my life turned out is that you know I have three awesome kids, and well, we have three awesome kids, I should say. And I'm still with my wife, and we're still out having fun and partying and having a good time, as Denny witnessed in St. Louis. <laughs> uh, 702-586-7857. you got a question for the great Rick Johnson. Uh, seven time. Seven? Seven? Yeah, seven. I don't worry about such yeah, seven. Silly, seven AMA national numbers. and Supercross titles. Uh, he doesn't have a 125 Supercross title, though, Denny. He does not have one of those. I didn't even know that. I could totally hang that over his head. You could. You could. You could just... <laughs> did they even have 125 Supercross? They didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> well, I do remember, I think it was Daytona when you crashed that time, like the on-off like that year. I think I was racing yeah. with you that year, and you had crashed. Yeah. And I felt so – I wanted to stop and pull over <laughs> and help him. I felt bad. <laughs> You're like, my hero, no! yeah. my hero cannot yeah. go down like, like this. Here, yeah. here take my, take my – you, you, you take my bike. Go. Take my wrist. Go ahead. Take well, my, my wrist. wrist was shit, too, okay. so I was – right. Yeah, good point. Right, yeah, right. so that's another thing. I followed right in his footsteps. I fucked up my wrist. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, I mean – I got ran the dog in my helmet, you know, in Arena Cross, yeah. you know, got some of those from Troy. I mean, I, I, everything I could to kind of just show my respect, I, I always did, man, for sure. Uh, RJ, this is a, a good question for you, I think. So, going on with RV right now, he's got a knee injury, he's out for the outdoors. Uh, you know, Denny and I were talking, Cody, also Gilmore here, talking earlier. A lot of his interviews right now looks like he's not having fun, he's not that excited to win. And frankly, uh, from I'm, I'm pretty good friends with him. I agree with all that. He's not in a great mindset for somebody who just won their fourth Supercross title in a row, has millions of dollars in the bank, et cetera, et cetera. He's taking some time off with his knee. He may be racing next year. He may not be racing. Like what? Do you do you 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 could probably grasp what he's feeling? What what's going on with him right now? Well, yeah, I mean he he's he's accomplished. He accomplished everything he's ever thought and more. You know, what I mean, because when he was bad, when he was a kid, he's watching Jeremy McGrath. I mean, he, was, he wasn't even watching when I was racing. He's watching McGrath and he's watching the guys. He's doing this, and, and that's his goal. I mean, I can remember when him and his mom were living down here, and his dad was up working, and you know, I'd see him at the local tracks all the time and just racing his ass off. And and so it's hard because I think he puts so much emotion into every battle. I mm-hmm. mean. And I can identify with that because, to me, every race was a Super Bowl. It didn't matter if it was a qualifier. It didn't matter if it was practice. It doesn't matter what it is. I was, like, completely depressed if I wasn't the best guy. And so it's hard to be that guy all the time mm-hmm. and, and not, not burn down a little bit. But what, one of the things that I want to say to him, I don't know if he's listening or if was listening to him, is that if he thinks that his life is going to stay the way it is when he walks away from this, he's he is 
high as a kite. Because <laughs> let me tell you, right. right? I I I had a decent career in this and that, and it was, I wasn't gone for but like three years, right? And Jeremy McGrath was killing it. I mean, and I've told the story, and it, it embarrasses the hell out of me, and it hurts my ego, but I tell it anyway. Is that I'm sitting over there with Jeremy, and I'm watching this and that. And this kid looks at me and goes, hey, come here. So I pulled my Sharpie out of my pocket, pulled the cap off, and I walk up. And as soon as I get to him, he hands me the post. He goes, hey, sir, can you get Jeremy to sign this no. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> just kicking the balls, you little shit. You know? And so the thing is, especially in America, man, they forget about you so quick. I yeah. mean, it was pathetic. It was pathetic. The cheers that we got. Not for me, but for all the guys, yeah. the, the, the the past champions. You know, Americans are so, man, what's new? What's happening? What's this? What's that? And they, they, they don't care about the heritage. You go to Europe, man, they respect you for what you did. They mm-hmm. respect you for representing your country and all the different stuff. Even if you beat their countrymen, they still respect you. But here in America, yeah. um, what have you done for me lately? Exactly. What have you done for me lately? Danny knows it, man, because he... You know, when you and Bud, you and Bud, man, were, were epic in Arena Cross. I mean, the crowd there was bitching. It was like Thunderdome in there. <laughs> and, 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 that. and it's like one year later, all of a sudden people are like, what, what are you doing, you know? Yeah. And, and it's sad. And the thing is, is for what I, what I, what I want to say to Ryan is that don't think that you're going to keep getting this respect and people kissing your ass when you walk away from the sport. Yeah. It's gonna, you're done. You are done. You're going to be the redheaded dude from Washington that used to race. <laughs> you know, and that's. I don't mean to be a dick. Yeah, that's no, the no. Truth. No. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Well, I, mean, I did the same thing with, when, like, with Reedy. When Reedy was not riding outdoors, he was just riding Supercross, and I we were drinking one day at a Parts Unlimited show, and I'm like, man. You know, I don't race anymore, and I, you know, I miss it at the time. You know, it was like five, six, fresh off the racing. I'm like, dude, you're gonna, miss, you're gonna look back and go, why the fuck that I didn't do everything I possibly could? Why I was yeah. on that bike? You know, you're gonna yeah. regret that you didn't do. I mean, he's done great. You know, and he's, yeah. I think he's revitalized his career. Look at him now; he's doing every race he can. But you know, you do get burned out. You're not that burned out, bro. It's, it could, just could be way worse, and you're gonna be way fucking bored out of your mind when you get old. You know, I, I really, I really believe. I, I talk to Larry Ward every now and then. He. He's a, he doesn't come around much because he's a little – I think he's a little pissed at the way – like he kind of thought that more people would care about him and people haven't. And I think he's just like, screw it. I don't even care. I don't even care about going to the races. Screw you people. You know what I mean? Well, like, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I, I was better, man. I was better when I left because, I mean, hell, I went, to a, I went to a Supercross and the first time I was ever in the Feld Suite or the mm-hmm. Nice or whatever the, all the different names were – was when I brought Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson. All of a sudden, they 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 pulled us into a place. Yeah. It was awesome, and and all these all these VIP passes that I have never seen. <laughs> I told them, I said, I go, you know what? I screwed up. And they go, why? And I go, if I wanted good Supercross tickets, I should have been a NASCAR driver because <laughs> because I was because I, at one point I was the winning a Supercross guy. I can't get a ticket. You know, yeah, yeah. And nothing. I mean, Dave Prater hooks me up, and and Todd Gendro and all that different stuff, but. Man, did I get treated really cool when I brought Jeff Gordon and Jimmy right, Johnson right. to the race. Yeah, and I remember, too, back go, again, I saw Yogi in Georgia Dome, in the pits in Georgia Dome, in like, 09, just walking around, nobody bothering him, and they were chanting his name in 98. Chanting yeah. his name. You know, and now and now Yogi's just walking around, do 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 and I'm just like, wow, that's just, it's funny how that works. Well, that, well, and, and see, my idea was, is that 
you know, I felt I did a good job with Honda. You know, I mean, I brought on Jeff Stanton, right. who they didn't want. Um, I was the one that went after McGrath. I don't care what anybody says. You know, I, I, I watched him on the starting line. I watched how, how smooth he was and all the different stuff. And then I also, um, uh, at the time, you know, all that, all that. But then it was kind of a bitter Honda line, Fox, blah, blah, all that crap. Yeah. So when I left, it was just kind of boom. It, it was kind of cut and dry, which Honda, Honda has that kind of feel to it. You know, mm-hmm. when you're winning, you're on top. But if you're not winning, you know, which I get it. I mean, you're there to win. You know what I mean? But but to me, like Denny said, I was bitter, man. I I, I, can't, I didn't want to come back. Didn't want to hang out. Didn't want to make excuses. Didn't want to hear you know another dude tell me about '86 and how awesome <laughs> it was until Bailey passed me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, hey, so uh, just a quick story here. So no, I'm not. I want to get your opinion on this. So I'm talking to Dogger a little while ago, and I send uh-huh. him a photo from Millville '84. He's got a whole shot you can dream of, right? Coming in the right-hander. Uh, you're yeah. in there, Burnworth's in there and all that. Uh, you guys had a battle to the death that year. You won it on your production Yamaha. And so I sent it to Dogger, and we're talking. And he, Dogger mentions that, you know, in Saddleback that year, you broke your wheel, and you got outside assistance, and ma- the championship should be Dogger's, and this and that, um, which got me laughing. And he's laughing. He's laughing about it. Don't get me wrong. And, and um, so I, I started thinking, like, these guys, man, like these rivalries, they just they still there. They're still there with these guys. And I know Glover, Glover will tell you all about how Wardy should have been disqualified in '85 for riding backwards. Glover yeah. will tell you that right now. He will he will tell you about how the AMA screwed that up and this and that. Anyways, my point my point of my story was back then with the Dogger, you guys are both from El Cajon, and you guys were not friends. There was the CMC race where you punched him. And he wouldn't Gold come out of State. Yeah, I, was, State. I was there that weekend uh, on a uh, mini bike. But how weird did it get? Like both of them went out Cajon, and your guys didn't like each other. And you were out. Were you ever practicing the same tracks? How weird did it get? It, it, well, it got it, the weirdest that it got. So well, here's here's how it went down. It's Ronnie. Ronnie was a young guy, and I would take him all the time. So we would go riding, you know, because he wasn't on the drive. So I could pick him up and mm-hmm. take him riding. And when we'd travel, he wasn't able to get to rent a car, so I would rent a car. And so we would have our extracurricular activities with some girls on the road. Well, <laughs> I, I, he unfortunately got tricked by my then my now ex-girlfriend, but my time at the woods girlfriend, to tell him all this stuff. Because, yeah, Rick tells me everything. He's like, well, yeah, well, what about this? And so, anyways, he spilled the beans on me. Right. I felt completely betrayed. And, and I'm like, dude, you, that, you just, you, you just. Failed number one of the bro code, you know, <laughs> and, right. and so so I'll never forget one day I'm jogging down the road and him and Terry Fowler pull up, and then it's like, hey, our animal, get out of the car, Ronnie, and he's like, what? I go, I go, I just want to talk to you, man. Can you have to get out of the car? And I start, I start walking towards the truck because I'm gonna rush him and, and pound on him, right. and uh, and so all of a sudden he slams the door and he tells Terry, Dan, get out. <laughs> <laughs> get so out of here. I'm running, I'm running next to him, like hitting on the window a couple times. I'm thinking, now I'll get run over because Fowler had a lifted truck with big wide tires. Right. And that. But it was it was strange being in alcohol because you would see, you know. Yeah. I, I, it used to freak me out because I'd see, like, I'd like go to lunch, you know, and I would see Brock running down one side of the town. And then I'd come home and I see him down the other. And I'm like doing the math. I'm like, he had to go from there. Man, he's doing like eight <laughs> miles, man. Right, right, right. Shit. And. 
then you'd see Ronnie going to this track and then so and so going to that track. And yeah. So we never really showed when we were when we were hating each other. We didn't. We we never had really any. Oh, okay. The only, yeah, only yeah. time we had confrontations were at the, you know, at the track and stuff. We'd see each other at the river, but I think the kind of Dukes were down. Yeah. You know, we're having fun, and you know, typically it was the Easter weekend. You come home from Daytona and okay, and uh, t- you know, take take Easter off and stuff like that, but. But yeah, no, Ronnie and I—he was—he was fierce, man. He, yeah. he that, that kid was fast and yeah. phenomenal. But I just—I'm I'm just grateful that he didn't like to train. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, did that like piss you off? Because you were obviously busting your ass, and it still—it still blows my mind that Ronnie was as chaotic as he was and still fucking beat. You know, the on world. his day, oh, yeah, yeah, on his day, he was Dude. fucking unreal. So I mean, did that it had to piss you off, man? It had to just grind. Oh, you. Big, it, he he paddled my ass at Binghamton. I'll never forget one day we were at. Not at Southwick, but we were at Millville. It was rougher as shit. And I got a bad start, and he would get out front, and he would charge, man. He was he was like a partying bail, you know, because <laughs> just such such great technique and stuff. And I watched Ronnie, and I learned a lot from him because he used his angles to help him, and that's what I when I teach people. I, I use him as an example. I'm like, this guy was weak. I mean, I could take him to the gym. I was stronger than him. Mm-hmm. I was... You know, I could do more push-ups. I could do lift more weights. I could do everything stronger than him physically. Just I was more of an animal. But he would use his angles, leaning in and leaning back, and using his long legs and 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 all the different stuff to help him out. And man, when he was on, homeboy was fast. And on yeah. that on that Kawasaki 500, right. I mean, it suited his his style. The bike was long. It cornered well, and and he was he, he was fast. Yeah. I just I always laugh like these these two guys from the same small town you know Al Cajon, they're out riding the same tracks and they just hate each other and they used to be friends or whatever I always thought that that would be pretty funny but I guess yeah like you said Ronnie didn't re- actually practice much to to, to to get out there <laughs> they didn't but, he didn't practice a lot but that 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 would kill your ego man you're out there doing everything you yeah. can and you come up short here's a great dogger story so we're in we're in Geneva Switzerland. Or no, no, I, I take that back. We're in Barcelona, Spain. Okay, Ronnie, second night, doesn't show up for practice, doesn't show up for the heat race, doesn't show up for the semi because he's hungover, shows up for the last chance. He wins the last chance. This is a true story. Wins the last chance, so he goes to the main event. He does not take a parade lap to save energy, right? Because <laughs> ghosting is going to kill hold, him. <laughs> he whole shots the race, and I'm catching him. But he wins, and I'm like, oh. no. are you kidding me right now? I'm such a loser. And he's just like, he's a RJ. I think I'm still drunk. You know what I mean? He has some classic line like yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm like, right. dude. Well, Danny, but, what story is your city? What city is your story I have, from? You know, it's almost the same one. We're in Geneva. Geneva, that's it. He yeah. shows up again late. Doesn't ride practice. Doesn't ride his heat race. I think he used, he used the semi to uh, qualify. I, mean, I think he rode around the heat race, just used his practice, won the semi, and then smoked us all in the main. You know, lamps in yeah. everybody, dude. And, he's, and it was like a big bottle of, of champagne, like, a, a, like a, a, a balloon, that's at the top of the, where the finish line jump is. And the, the promoter said, hey, if, if someone can touch this thing, you'll, we'll, <laughs> I'll give you one of these gigantic European bottles of champagne. Well, my dad said the fucker's, you know, he's got 10-second lead, and he's seat-bouncing in every lap trying to hit this thing. <laughs> And he finally hits it, dude. And he just, you know, my dad's like, dude, the entire night. He, and he was stoked. He's got the big bottle. He left with a trophy girl. He said, fuck, I'm out. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's Dogger, man. Dogger and, style. And... <laughs> so right. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, you got to respect him. No, awesome, awesome. Hey, uh, RJ, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I uh, love having you on. The stories 
are great. And if anybody wants the ultimate RJ story, check out the podcast we did for, ah, maybe a year ago now, six months ago or something. Um, Racer X podcast with, with RJ where he gets into detail about his career. And it's the best hour and a half I think I've ever done, if I do say so myself. Um, but so, uh, so, Danny, do you still have a beard? I do have a little bit of a beard. Yep. Buzz my head. Dude, I got that some... thing was gnarly. Yeah, I, I had to take it. It was it was ducked down dynasty there for a while. It for was sure. looking scary. Yeah, yeah I yeah. showed up at Phoenix and I'd literally be talking to people and they wouldn't even know who I was. <laughs> and they're like, I think like I ran to Kelly Loud. She's like, dude, I've been looking at you for like the last half hour. I'd had no idea it was you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't even see. You had your face afro. I didn't even see it. Yeah. But, face, yeah. But no, the the the, the classic is the, the people from that we were hanging out with that night, uh, Peter and Jane. They, we just got done watching our sons play lacrosse out here in California, and so that was, that's the pictures that I just sent you, Mathis, of, yeah. of Denny and I. They took those pictures of us, of our <laughs> craziness in St. Louis. But um, no, dude, it, always a pleasure. Anytime you guys want me on the show, I'm more than honored. And uh, Denny, thank you for being your special special guest. Thanks, man. I really appreciate. it. Tell Steph I said hi and uh, good luck with the truck stuff. You got it, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, thanks, I love you guys. Yeah, thanks, RJ. Late. All right. The great Rick Johnson, seven times. Fucking right. Oh, he's a good dude. Yeah. I just like, you know. He blew me off for a podcast for so long. I was getting so bummed at him. And then one time I answered, he answered the phone and I, he said, is this a video? And I'm like, no, it's just audio. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he like hung up and I couldn't get a hold of him. And I'm like, RJ's kind of a dick. <laughs> but then I've, I just found out that he, he's got busy things, really he's busy. Still, he's still, you know, banging, uh, you know, yeah. racing the trucks. I think I was going to, I forgot to ask him. I think he's doing a rally car. In X Games, which he's yeah, never he is. Done we, we covered it on the show last time. Yeah, yeah. he's in the X Games. So, so yeah. it's uh, you know, and he, uh, you know, we got in that truck racing back when I was doing Ultra Cross, the Mickey Thompson stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and he's, know, a, he's a good dude. Yeah, I yeah. mean, still out there competitive, banging Red Bull sponsor. You know, not before we go to our last commercial break guy. of the night, let's go. Martin's on hold, been on hold for a long time to talk to Cody. Martin, what's up? Hey, I wanted to ask Happy Gilmore if there was anything he would change for next season other than breaking the collarbone. Hmm. Uh. I'd probably bring uh, Strip Club Sperry with me to more races. I'm thinking uh, needed uh, needed a good mechanic for him. And take him to more, this is, more strip clubs. Uh, one of my mechanics that kind of helps me out. Oh. Long time, long time friend. Is he uh, the one that didn't put any put WD40 in your front brake for Vegas first turn? <laughs> uh, hey, were you okay? Was, no, were you okay for that? I'm pretty sore, banged up. So I'm actually going to go get my back X-rayed <laughs> this week because there's something going on with it. So uh, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. That, oh. that was crazy. Are you going to do that at the clubhouse? Uh, no, that won't be going on down there. That uh, Denny's going to have to take me to somewhere else. We are in Vegas, so maybe Sapphires or something like that. <laughs> I heard they have an x-ray machine there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The best medical care around. Best medical care, yeah. $20 an x-ray. Yeah, yeah. They also got a comedy club there. I'll be there, too. This is this guy. I'm showing uh, Steve my iPhone sticker. It's a Strip Club Sperry sticker. Nice, nice. Yeah, they don't call him Strip Club Sperry for nothing. I like that. you got to really earn that. He loves the strip clubs, and he loves to strip out bolts on my bike. So, (laughs) so, uh, Bring that up. Yeah, I don't know how many bolts he stripped out last year, but it was – one too many. Uh, you know what? Righty tidy. Let's be sure. Give it another little righty. I give him credit. He's just trying to make it so my stuff don't fall off. Right. But, right. But yeah. And he's a big son of a bitch, so he's probably just doesn't even know. He's like, yeah. Oh, he's like, I, I break bike. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks for calling, bud. You bet. You uh, guys have a good night. Thank you. Uh, all right. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Last commercial break of the night. 
Chicken is still coming up. Man, we got a lot of great guests. Jason Thomas you. is still coming up. And Fab question of the day. What's the question Email, of the day going to be? Voicemail. Emails. No, we did emails. We got uh, voicemails. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, lots more coming up. Lots Ever. more. And Danny Stevenson's song will be uh, bringing us back from commercial. So stick around to hear that. If Meat nothing else. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing. Undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement. 
or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length. Or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. Thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? Yeah! It's time to check out the moto company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the moto company. Motocompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. 
All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Back everybody, Pulper Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, A Cherubis, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix, and Guts Racing. Guts Racing, the official seat foam of Monster Pro Circuit. And Mafia Motor Crew used the use the code Pulp Crew to save you twenty percent. And of course, A10 Solutions, some of the leading uh, supplements out there. Rocks and Dungey Millsaps, they use it. Uh, they carry Brop Energy Bars and all Rhino Power supplements in the, on the East Coast. The number eight ten solutions dot com. Uh, use the code PulpMX to save yourself fifteen percent off on uh, on some uh, you know supplements, Denny, like Rhino Power or hey, yeah. That'd be great. I feel like you could maybe maybe, maybe it'll help you through the rest of the evening. Are you dragging a bit? No, I mean I'm on Red Bull right now, so that's not bad. Okay, <laughs> have some right. cookies, pizza. Uh, maybe this will perk you up. On the phone right now, two-time 125 Supercross champion, former factory Suzuki Kawasaki and rider, two-time Japanese, Japanese champion, national champion, Jeff Chicken Matasevich. What's up, Chicken? What's going on, guys? Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, no problem, Benny. How you doing? Good, Good, bud. What the hell happened? You just couldn't make it out with us this week, did you? You uh, sound sober. What's up? Ah, uh, well, shoot. That's, <laughs> I'm still trying to recover from hanging out with you. Uh, hot. Uh, find your Porsche, chicken? What? What? What's happening with that? Yeah, I got it back on Wednesday, I think. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. I was very worried for you. I saw the Instagram. I was very worried. Yeah, it, it, it got here Wednesday. <laughs> 
Uh, what'd you guys do this weekend with chicken? What, how was it? Was was it? Oh, I, we. Uh, it was pretty. I only went out with them one night. I went out with them. What was the night? Was that Friday night? First night, yeah. We landed. Uh, Cody picked us, picked me up down at Orange County. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. Had to drop off his dad yeah. at Long Beach. We finally made it back. The chicken's house is on the way. We stayed there. Uh, we went out. Didn't see Hill. Did not see Josh Hill or, or did any, not hang out. Did with not you. see anyone other than that. We went down right. to Newport and hung out. And um, I've been trying to talk him into coming with us. Originally, he was going to come with Cody and yeah. I here. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I think reality started setting in. And Chicken realized that's a bad idea to go back to Vegas. He didn't want to lose his car again. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So now we have him by phone. Right. Fantastic. Chicken, what'd you think of Vegas Supercross? We saw you out there. Friday, Saturday night. What'd you think of the race? Um, I thought I thought overall it was boring, <laughs> but but uh, the nightlife, the after party, and everything was yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Especially you know, it seemed like we, yeah we were having a good time. You know, somebody thought Pingree was Buddy Martinez, the National Arena Cross champion. Buddy Martinez, is that what he? I see him yeah, doing some tweeting. About yeah, the guy's I, like, I heard, I heard someone call him that or something. Yeah, Maybe someone someone's came up to him yeah. and said, "I know who you are. You're Buddy yeah. Martinez." And he goes, yeah. "Buddy Antonis? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not Buddy Martinez or Buddy Antonis. He's about the same size, but no, yeah, more hair. Yeah. Um, but hey, do you ever sit there, it's chicken? Like, so it's Vegas, and you're like, "I won here. I won this race." You ever? Yeah, yeah, that's my only one I did win, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, actually, I never really liked that race either because it was always too hard to go to sleep. Yeah. So, <laughs> hot, yeah, hot, miserable, hot, miserable, me, so. and a lot of distractions. It was the same. A lot of distractions. I can't, I mean, ask Gilmore. He was out with me. I had last like two seconds in a spot, and then. He couldn't keep up with me. I kept bitching him. No, every time I'd turn around, Chicken would be gone. We go to see Buddy, and then you yep. know you turn around, and Chicken's at the monster party. You get back, well, that was too boring, and then he's he has the attention span of a ten-year-old. You yeah, never know where exactly. he's at. You got to keep him on like a short. I felt leash. like I was chasing him around all weekend. Yeah. I had a fan uh, ask me as you walk by Chicken. They're like, "Was that Jeff Matasevich?" I'm like, "Yes, that is." Go get him right there. That's that's the that's the Chicken. Yeah, as he goes yeah. racing by, where's the monster party? <laughs> Hey, the, yeah. monster, the monster party wasn't that good though. No one, no one had good things to say about it. Like what? Yeah, which one? the Saturday night. Which oh, one? yeah, well, because some guy got dropped on his head. And yeah, they canceled the whole thing. But then, it was good up until then. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, people were saying it wasn't even that good compared to years past. Or I don't. Well, know. it just well, it just got going really, and that Aussie, some Aussie kid went and shut his mouth, and so someone bounced him on his head or something. Oh, <laughs> um, it was a good Sunday though, huh, chicken? Sunday was a bomb. Yeah. I fell in love. Was there? there they had love. a pool party oh, on Sunday. They did a little yeah. at the Hard Rock, a little upstairs private pool party, and it was free drinks. So I never that, get invited to these things. Nobody, we didn't nobody, either, but we showed up. And well, we you're found, with chicken, we, bro. Yep, yep you're good. with chicken. I mean, really. Dude, I tell you what, screw the whole weekend. You just Sunday at the pool. That that was all. Everything was about right there. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Even, yeah, screw the racing and all that. Hey, no, yeah, don't even bother with that crap. Just go to the monster pool party. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need tickets to the race if you go. No. No, no, next year or whatever, no. I'm not going to go to the race. I'm just going to go to that pool party. <laughs> going to fly in on Sunday. I'll fly in on Sunday morning, yeah, and then fly out. You got to come to the track with me on uh, Friday again, though, Chicken, to get me a spec tire. You know, that was the only spec tire oh, yeah. all year. Yeah, can you tell that story, Cody? Tell that story. Well, 
chicken's like, uh, we went riding the week before, and he's like, well, I'm going to come to, you know, come, come help you out, you right. know, come help you out. And he's asking me about tires and this and that, and I'm like, I don't get spec tires, nothing like that. He's like, I'm going to get you one, I'm going to get you one. So we rolled over to Dunlop, and after some uh, some chicken nagging or whatever. <laughs> it, was, you, it was literally like pulling wisdom teeth. Wasn't I'm it? like, come on, you guys, really? And they're like, uh, uh, well, was that well, was that Fleck know. or was that Glove? Was... Give me the fucking tire. <laughs> um, okay, I guess, I guess we could. Yeah, you can just give them fucking. Hey, one. was that Fleck or Glover? Who was giving you the 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 stall tactics? Um, it was Fleck and Marshall. It was uh, Glover wasn't he wasn't around. Okay, so and, and Marshall too. Fucking yeah. Um. Marshall yeah. worked for the rollerball, though. Easy on Marshall. He worked for the rollerball. He did. Uh, he was good. He's like a family friend. Um, so you... no, he, yeah, Marshall's like family. Yeah, he worked for me one year too. Oh, that's right. So you got Cody a works Dunlop for the... yeah, yeah. And he was and so I, pumped. He's so pumped. He was, really. he was texting me, dude. Dude, I'm, I got Cody. He's going to be top ten. I'm, I'm taking over the program. We're going to have good starts. The kid's going to do it. I didn't really know how fast <laughs> he was going to be. And I, and I, so I text Cody. Like Cody. Did you see Cody hook up on the start, though? We'll go straight through those fucking hay bales and everything. Yeah, <laughs> that, thing, that thing hooked up on that tough lock like no other. He, he couldn't even stop. It was so going so forward. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we, we gave him too much. <laughs> Gilmore, I don't want to burst any bubbles here, but your trainers are Chicken and Denny. Yeah. I'm just – and I actually worked with Budman a day, uh, too. We're bringing so. 90s chaos of fucking Gilly, man. Yeah. I would not have it any other way. What other riders have uh, the Chicken and Denny? No. I'll be, it's pretty much me and Hill. So, Chicken, you didn't know, you didn't know yeah. much about Gilmore, and then you you impressed by his skills? Well, yeah, I, I didn't. I thought, honestly, he was going to sort of suck. And <laughs> just, just looking at him, he, he don't look like he could ride a motorcycle. So, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. So, I love my expectations weren't too high. And then uh, I went riding with him. I'm like, shit, guy's got some skills. And then, um, you know, I got all the super costumes on recorded and yep. went home and I started, like, going through them and actually watching them and going, mm. hey, that kid can fucking ride, you know? That's why when I went out to Vegas, uh, we had to hook him up with, you know, best equipment. Yeah. He yeah. definitely so, got some potential. He's so got now, some skill. I was, I was impressed. Danny, are you pissed? Because Chicken's kind of moving in on your guy, or? Totally, no, man. Totally, that's Danny's a, totally jealous. Cody's always laughing, dude. It's like, I'm like, dude, I'm bringing the whole 90s, dude. I'm getting, I'm, <laughs> it's like, man, thanks for all these guys. I'm like, dude, I just, I just tell, hey, I'm friends with Cody. You should hang out with him. And they're like, ah. and, they're, and he knocks yeah. out of the park. And, uh, yeah, so it's pretty funny. You know, we we bring. Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta I gotta watch what I say around Denny because he gets his feelings hurt. Yeah, 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 Denny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Back it back, back it back. Lock it up. He gets a little bit of a, a little bit of a girl like crying. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we went out Friday night, and those two were fighting like little bitches. And oh man. Really? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Well, uh, apparently, I, I, want to, I, apparently I want to stay at someone's. I want to stay somewhere where we. I, Denny, Denny didn't know where he wanted. He. It was, there was cops everywhere. We had half a Newport PD and Dana. I just want to go sleep. I was oh tired. It was late. I was, I was tired. It was, day. it was late. Yeah. Okay. Chicken's like, we're going home. I'm like, okay, don't kill us. <laughs> so I fell asleep in the car. And, yeah, oh, Denny got in. He's in the backseat of the Porsche, and he's like, oh, it looks like a little squirrel all rolled up back there somehow. <laughs> I mean, there's no back seat in that thing. It's a poor yeah, right. six foot. My knees are up, my chin. Cody's yeah. back hurts. So I'm like, I'll sit in the back. And I just, I think I was just, I couldn't move, so I fell asleep on the way home. And 
Woke up on his couch. Yeah. Woke up on his couch. Was there a video camera on the uh, on the coffee table? We we were telling some of Cody's video our stories. I'm like, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm going to get a GoPro dude and just run that because at least we got footage all night. And half the time I can't remember what the hell we did. Do you do you feel Denny and Cody maybe too? Do you feel like maybe Chicken could have a reality show? Oh, I'm certain. I mean, do you think people? I think I would watch. I think I would watch. Dude, the story, just the stories he was telling us, you know, when we were, you know, like right. we got to his house Friday, he's telling us stories about his pet cat that's yes. uh, beating up the kids' neighbors and stuff. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, and he just, he just, I'm like, who comes up with right, this shit? Right, is right, this really right. happening? He's like, he just jumped on the fence there, man. He just, and it just, bap, 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 he just beat up the kid. Then the other kid comes over there. He, he falls off the wall. Then the neighbors come over yelling and screaming. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want to see this. Yeah. I want to see. And then Chicken goes riding and helps Cody, gets a tire. Like I want to see this whole he's thing. He's making things happen. Right. He, fell, he fell in love with then, the monster girl Gemma. He says, you know, he, he's living the, the adventure. Oh, still. Gemma, Gemma's Gemma's hot. Yeah, I know. I don't know the monster girls, but I know that one because my wife. Played. Oh, she's, yeah. she's godlike. She's godlike. Yeah, she can still got his nipple awesome. pierced. That's, that's you know, what I fell in love with Sunday. I fell in love with her. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a funny thing. I saw pictures of chicken at, at the pool, and he still got his nipple pierced. Him and I got our nipples, one of our nipples pierced in, uh, in Hollywood like 20 years ago, and the fucker's still holding on to it, man, I tell you. Hell yeah, I can't let go of it. <laughs> oh, no, it's awesome. After all the surgeries, you've like, oh, hey, Danny, what happened? He's like, oh, you know, after some surgery, you know, like, dude. You got to take, take awesome. all the metal out of your body. Oh, yeah, through all my surgeries, like. I never put it back get in. Get it back in, because it heals up so quick. Right. You're like crying, trying to push the thing through, and you're like, ah. It pops, and you're like, oh. And then he's telling me, how he's like, man, I, I can't hang out today. i got to go riding tomorrow. I'm like, you're going riding? You ride more now than you chicken, did. Chicken yeah. rides more now than he, he did. Totally yeah. does. Well, like, man, I, I love it. I went, I went home after Vegas and rode Monday night. Wow. That's true. Yeah. Me, and Hill, me and Hill are out there. Yeah. Um, two animals. Two animals. Yoko, Yoko tells me at Cowie, Yoko, Bassmaster, tells me you ride more now than you did when you had a factory ride. I do. I do. <laughs> Bassmaster, Bassmaster, after the race, we pulled into that. Cowie pitch. Yep. And uh, we had three girls in the back of the car, and I'm like, Bassmaster, come on, there's an extra one for you. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, i I got to go to work. <laughs> oh, no, come on, you're coming out with me. He's like, no, no. Yeah, Chicken, chicken uh, well, everything will remain nameless right now, but he, he took a girl who does some stuff at the races, uh, is a spokes, one of the spokesmiles, to the races. This weekend. To, you know, oh, at the track, like ran to her, like took her to the track, okay. to the stadium, yeah. and then proceeded to pick up these other three girls and leave the other one there. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> like the Porsche. And then ran into her at the circle bar and goes, oh, man, did you get back all right? <laughs> Are you okay? Man, damn, I'm sorry. Uh, I see you made it back. Good job. Uh, chicken. Uh, um, yeah, so you've been riding a lot. Um, are you planning on going to Glen Helen? You going to check it out? What? Oh, the National? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, fuck that, Ray. I'm going for Gem, Gemma. What's her name, Gemma? Right. Gemma. Yeah, Gemma. <laughs> well, look, look, dude, you have a shot. Tell her. I mean, you are you are a factory Kawasaki rider still, probably. Your bike probably it doesn't has. Matter if I have a shot, I'll rape her. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he told me early. Goes, she's in love with me. She just doesn't know it yet. Right, right. Yeah. Sometimes you got to create your own. You know. I feel yeah. like I feel like Chicken doesn't know this is being recorded. Or yeah, I, yeah, I think if anyone's in a pull it though, it's either going to be Chicken or Denny. Like, if right, there could be right. anyone that like that's not like a uh, actor or Did, pro skateboarder or something. It's going to be I, Chicken I was or Denny. I was pull on Sunday and Ash, monster Ash, like asking, I can never remember her name. I still can't. I don't. Know. I'm in love with her, but I can't remember her name. And uh, so I would go, uh, uh, and I would look over to Ash and be on Gemma. 
I'd be, oh, thank you. Thanks. Uh, did yeah, all day long he did that. Danny, did you and Chicken ever fight over a chick, or did any, like, did? No, man. It? Okay. We just share her. Oh. <laughs> it was more like a, a high five, your turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, then. yeah, we had good times, definitely. And uh, he's, we're still having a good time, obviously. So That's yeah, awesome. No, yeah. it's good to see. Clearly we'll be placed. Like, we were laughing the other night. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to grow Die alone. Right. Yeah. Right, I've embraced right. that. It's okay. It's like, me too, man. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I put all my, my ex-wife and my girlfriend, you're going to die alone. You know that? I'm okay with it. But you keep recycling them, though. We were just laughing at earlier. I'm like, dude, every time Chicken, like, like, he's still hanging out with girls you hung out with 20 years ago. At least, well, clearly, dude, I got, I got a team. You're on, you're on, a, you're on a rotation. Yeah, you got them on a Rolodex. You, you got to keep your team around because, you know, you just keep rotating them. Rotate around. Well, man, hey, chicken! I'm building a, uh, I'm building a 1990 KX250 for, uh, for um, uh, retro bike for Racer X and and for myself. And we're needing somebody to ride it. Do you think we can call you up and get you out there? I'll put the number 20s on it. Do the whole deal. Yeah, I'll run that bad boy. Oh, that'd be good. That was actually a good bike. That's see, that, it was a good bike. See, chicken on the. Yeah, better than 91. Yeah, see, chicken. Yeah, on the, no. I'll, I'll spend some laughs on that thing. We need to do this. We need to make it happen. Get get the Racer X video crew out there and get Chicken to. I mean, I'm yeah, sure I'm sure you'll get on and be I'm like, down. "Oh my God, you'll be scared to death of it." But it'll be all brand new. It'll be all built. No, dude. I don't, no. I think it sounds like fun. I'm totally down for that. Okay. Call yeah. me for sure. Call me for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to do that. I'll get some twenties, like old school. You, you can maybe you can look like I'll, you're still. I'll fit call it. Fox and see if they got any old gear. There you go. But the, yeah. Can I tell you, Chicken? Do you want to share your new your new skills you've been practicing? Chicken does oh, no. air, air, airbrushing. Really? Airbrushing? <laughs> airbrushing. Oh, I did not know this. Oh. He paints anything and everything that's not bolted to the ground. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I shook. do, and I do, and I do. Yeah, I he, he, he starts uh, pulling cups out of the kitchen cupboards. I painted this one. I painted this one. <laughs> His light switches. Light <laughs> yeah, switches. anything, dude. Everything. I, they, I'm like, dude. You know, what it, you know what it is? I got way too much fucking time on my hands, and I just like, I, I always got to be doing something, so... I like, like oh, the hey, attention span cool. of a ten year old. Like, hey, that looks cool. Again, so I like went out the airbrush and shit, and reality it's really hard. <laughs> reality show. <laughs> you can't make this shit chicken up, sitting on his couch and painting his TV. Yeah, he's like going through. He's like showing me all the things he's painting. Like he's like f- painting flames and hippie girls with no, boobs yeah, out. Yeah, I don't like, like to paint his flames and skulls. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll fit right in in moto. Yeah, literally, just yeah. fit right in. Unbelievable. So, like, like, it, you look around my house and you're like. Oh my god, he really does change everything. You start notice, you're like, oh my god, he's literally painted every empty space in this house. <laughs> um, how long until Troy Lee gets a call for for an artist opening chicken? Oh, I already turned him down. He wants me back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a flames and skull guy. <laughs> I told him, I told him, Troy, you can't afford me, dude. Uh, still doing the yeah. uh, the produce uh, Batasevich Farms or whatever. Still, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I do that, but. Um... I still got a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> that, that and flames and skulls. Dude, it's the uh, funniest thing. I'm like, you really painted that? It's like, yeah, dude. I'm badass. <laughs> oh, I even, oh, no, wait. I, I painted a naked bitch on fire, though. <laughs> that was pretty good. Though. It was what? actually pretty good. What? Like, There's a naked woman, you know, flamed. She's orange. It looks like, like, a, de- <laughs> like a demon girl with her boobs and nipples out. I'm like... <laughs> Dude, like I want, I want to put that on my tank. <laughs> Gilmore, I think you have your your your, your plastic for next year. Yeah, the, yeah, that would be cool. Front fender all painted. <laughs> Maybe I'll just have you do a helmet or something. 
Right? There you go. Chicken designs. There we go. We I could be see, onto something. I can see it now. Hey, yeah. what was the latest on Troy? Is he all right? I heard Troy Lee crash. Oh, he had surgery. I think he's at a hospital. But yeah, he had surgery. And, you know, Broke his pelvis or something, right? Oh, but he's, oh, he's great. He's yeah, okay. See, you go old guys, man. You got to stay off the bike. Too much work. That's Check it. Danny don't ride. I can't believe Danny don't ride. I don't have some guy. Some guy just stuff. tweeted us and said, "Hey, chicken, my uncle took a video of you breaking your leg in the whoop section at Millville. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think chicken yeah. remembers that. I think he does remember when he broke his leg. <laughs> I have the video. I did you really it, break it? Back. I have that video still. They gave it to me. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. You broke your leg. Yeah. Someone did. Someone, Denny, you don't remember nothing. Denny's like, we were talking about old days, and Denny's like, huh? Chick, no that was chick, chicken was out for like a long time, bro. Broke his leg. Uh, on the 500. On the 500. Those bikes were big. Um, hey, we got a call for Denny here uh, from uh, Jeff. Jeff, you just want to talk to Denny? You got any real questions? or Jeff? Absolutely, I do. All right. Go ahead. Denny Stevenson, this is Jeff Tilton. Tilt, what up, brother? I just got a text from you. What's happening? Just uh, started listening to the Pulp Show and heard you on and happy, Mathis. How are you guys all doing? Good. How are you, Tilt? Good, man. What are you doing uh, these days? Well, I see your, uh, your Instagram stuff. Are you doing stuff with, with Renner or something? Absolutely, man. Yeah, we're out in Caneville, Utah a couple weeks ago doing Renner tour. Amazing place to ride out there in Caneville. Today I was out uh, training Marines. With Jason Pridmore, it's been um, it's been really great, man. Really, really good stuff. Yeah, if you don't know Tilton, Tilton's former freestyle guy. Uh, him and Tommy Clowers did. Uh, they were kind of one of the first Red Bull did the Red Bull tour for a while, right? You guys had your own jump show, TNT. Absolutely. Hey, Mathis. Yo. So Ty Birdwell was number eighty nine in what? Uh, he was ninety seven. Uh, he was eighty nine in uh, ninety seven and eighty eight in ninety eight. You were eighty nine. You were eighty nine in when he was eighty eight, right? Yeah, the year after. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I did a very good job holding up the number, but <laughs> I did my best. I don't think Birdwell did a good job of holding up his number. We uh, we got points. If, we got if, points. if you're in the eighties, you're you're just barely hanging on there. Well, I, I was saying earlier, it was like four points or five points got you eighty nine. It was. Uh, it didn't take yeah, much. I got a fifteenth in Houston. Uh-huh. Which got me, yeah, five or six points, and you got a national number. Nowadays, yeah. No, Gilmore's got 30 points. He's going to end up with, like, 78. That sucks. Yeah, he does suck. Gilmore, hey. you made, like, 20 mains this year. You made, like, 10 <laughs> yeah, mains you're, you're, Yeah, they're telling me the guy who runs out goes gets, you know, a couple of fifths in a 125 or 2D no. class is, is supposed to be is equal. Have you seen the 2D East class? The guy who gets 15th in the 2D East class? Is equal to Gilmore's fifteenth? Yeah, I no. Think, yeah, it's 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 just stupid. I don't know why they did it. I think I I think I was pretty passionate on a Twitter a couple of times as well. I, yeah, you know. Yeah, you get a lot of yeah, I get a little bit. rowdy. Right. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Chicken. You know, you know, they should get you know maybe some points, but do it in half. Like half I mean? a point, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Like JT, half the value. JT's very upset about this also. Yeah. So, see yeah. the old yeah. guys. They don't like this shit. No. Uh, chicken probably doesn't know what we're talking about though. No, I'd quit if I got number seventy-eight though. Thank you. I do. I mean, I, I remember that. I'm like, Glenn Helen, I was like, run at 15th and 17th. And I'm like, you know what? This fucking sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. Well, I, I was just imagining 78 on the number plate, and it's just fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a tattoo hey, on Tom your leg. That's not going to be very you, you call up Tommy. Okay. Like that's Tom that's Tommy's number. All that was... the skulls and flames on it, oh, it's still going to be ugly. <laughs> It's going to be a bigger problem for Denny because he's going to have a tattooed across his leg. Uh, Gilmore, yes. though, seriously, what is up with your numbers? 
Stop it. They're big. You got to ditch big. those. Well, my, uh, You've got to ditch those. My graphic guy, BJ, uh, he says that he wanted to do my numbers this year like I like my women, big and black. So, uh, so that's how they were. Dude, I mean, no, it wasn't a good look. <laughs> no, I liked them. Uh, okay. Like, I liked them at, like, at first. Uh, they're a little off, but then, like, they're right. just hard to get used to. But he, I told them AMA all are the you, time. Are you talking about your numbers or your women? Yeah, right now Either numbers. Either one. But whatever. <laughs> but they, are you uh, doing number 78 next year? We uh, don't. We don't know. Around there, chicken. Somewhere He'll be there. around there. Yeah. Well, just yeah. Seventy-seven is better than seventy-eight. <laughs> chicken's very concerned about fonts. So upset right now. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can speak to you if you're skulls and flames yeah. won't even help. Anything. Won't even help. Right. No. Oh man. No, last year I would have been like if I had thirty-one points, I would have been seventy-eight. That's where Denny's getting that from. But we have to wait till outdoors is done to figure out what year was. What a, well, you need to go go rate at some outdoors so you get a lower number. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I'll, like I'll do Millville, probably Redbud, and then uh, that's probably it. Glen Helen, Glen Helen, Cody, like Cody. Yeah. Don't even do the nationals. You're good, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skip those things. I remember yeah. when he did Millville last year. He's like, you know, we went to Ozarks the week before. For like five days, all of a sudden, yeah, Wednesday, good, good, good trainer there, Dane. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Wednesday's like, dude, I'm gonna race Millville. I'm like, what? <laughs> we just are you even sober yet? So he goes and does Millville. And he's like, dude, I'm just go out there and just do my moto. I, don't, I probably pull off halfway, and I'm like, I wait till like right before the first moto. I'm like, okay, I got two things to tell you. Don't pull off. Don't quit. Go out there, just do your moto. So he's doing. He, I think you were running like 18th and 16th each moto, but he's like, and, you know, and he, then he's got and then he's got vodka in his fucking water bottle. I'm, just, I'm throwing it in his face as he's going by, <laughs> and uh, but he's he's, he's, start, he's used to supercross. He's supercross and you get lapped. He pulled completely out of the main line. Cody did that and went from like 16th to 21st. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, it's yeah. not supercross. You got to keep banging. You know, he's like, dude, I was so fucking tired. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, hey, hey Denny. Just the fact that the kid has Denny for a trainer and yeah. actually makes mains is fucking amazing. Well, and hey, Denny, right you're, not, you're, you're not getting the kid the fucking tire like chicken. You're not doing that. It's a team effort. It's okay, team all right. Effort. We had Bud no, Man helping him. Got him not drinking freaking. No, don't be silly. That chicken seems like he's girl. way more on the chicken ball. Chicken is really disappointed. He wants. I think you should. I don't Skulls, know. flames, works, Dunlops. Yeah, I sense he'll have you racing in a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Denny was in a, Denny was supposed to maybe help me get tires, but he didn't quite make it to the race. Oh, what do you know? Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And chicken yeah. comes through. It happens. So you guys hey, it's hey, a team Denny. effort, you know? Hey, what? what what about Loretta Lynn's, I don't know, probably 10 years ago, five years ago, I have no idea. You don't but you guys all got a hold of some moonshine. Oh, God, yeah. I can't do it to your motorhome when you're working for Smith. Pass, still, still sleeping, man, middle of the day. Hundred degrees. It just like take everything. I don't care. Moonshine's terrible. That's Loretta Lynn style, though. Uh, Willow. I saw Jeff Willow drink moonshine, and then I saw him curled up on the ball, throwing up on the ground. It's terrible. And we had to like make sure he wasn't going to choke on his vomit. It's so. moonshine, Loretta Lynn's. You're hanging out with all the hillbillies. Yeah. yeah definitely. Hey, Tilton. Thanks for calling, bud. Nice talking to you. <laughs> yeah, boys. Have a great night. All right. Thank later, you, bud. Later, tilt. Full tilt. See you later. Uh. All right. Chicken. Whoop. Good times. Thanks for coming on. Hey, we got to yeah, get yeah. one story out of Chicken. Oh, what, what story? Uh, we, he has to give us his best Devo story. There has to be something good. Uh, I think we've covered them all, really. No. <laughs> I think, I know. I think we have. <laughs> <Let> me, <laughs> the, the best radio appropriate well, one. I can just make them up because you can't remember anything. It's funny. I really don't. I, I, the concussion syndrome, I think, started who, to kick in. I'm going to sue somebody. Who was the worst influence on, like, was 
was chicken worse for you than you were for chicken? You know, it's like who the worst about us is the fact that if so, one of us doesn't come up with it, the other one will. Okay, you know? right. yeah. Yeah, 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 literally. Yeah. I, I swear that it's something because like I could like back in the day when you used to live with me during the winter shit, like I wouldn't really get any trouble around my house. But as soon as he got there, like from the time he landed, like weird shit happened. Like, like just oh, weird shit. It was just Danny. Good job, Danny. And, and I remember the first time I met him. He'd come out of the room. He looks at me. He's like eighteen. I'm probably like sixteen. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> like my dad's friend with your dad. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm staying here. Right. He's got a dip and he spits in a cup. Just turns away, walks away from me. Oh, <laughs> like well, it's gonna be a long. Before winter. we let you go, chicken. Scott's on the line. Scott, you have that video of chicken at Melville. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good but, thing. Uh, I don't know if Chicken needs to see that though. Like, he is that said, when he broke his camera? Someone gave me one. It was a good one. I showed me. I yeah, watched no, it right no. before I raced her again. My did, did, my, uh, my my uncle was at Millville that year, and, and he was uh, standing on the whoop section with the. Uh, your uncle's the a whoop camp. monster. Sorry, what? Is your uncle the whoop monster? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he was just there. Uh, the, he's always got a video camera in his hands, mm-hmm. and uh, he was there, and he, he caught uh, Jeff's break of leg and uh apparently the the film crew that was out there didn't see it and didn't didn't catch it on film so the next year yeah. he brought the uh tape back to millville and gave it to jeff and jeff gave him the jersey oh yeah that? yeah then it is that one i got yeah oh so you still got it yeah because no yeah. no um yeah my parents have that yeah what did you just swap and, and was they it got me so i fucking lay on the track for 45 minutes <laughs> was it a swap <laughs> or over the bars did you cut your leg on the bars, or did you swap? No, no. I, I went to went to tap on one of those whoops, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's a rock in the one where I went to tap, but the thing just spit out sideways, and I just hit the ground so hard. Oh, man. Ugly. And uh, then I bounced up. My leg was all going the wrong way, and then well, Scott, we laid there. Scott, tell your uncle that Chicken, or his parents, still have the video to this I day. still have that, yeah. Yeah. I will tell them that. I, I, I want another thing to tell you guys, too. What's that? Um, you guys have tweet with the phone number. Uh, the phone number was wrong, so I called it like ten times. Apparently, it was like a a, a dad who was trying to sleep. Oh, Devin! And <laughs> he was pretty pissed. I think anybody that's listening should definitely call that number. And I cussed me out a couple of times. So let me let's double check on this. See what Devin did here. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight six seven. Oh, oh, Devin! Turn my mic on <laughs> so I can defend myself. Your mic's on. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I can't hear myself. Uh, there's no really there's defending. No snare in my... There's no defending you putting six seven. No, no, no. Oh well, some guy's mad. Uh, He's right. not happy. <laughs> uh, somebody's also upset because Devin told him what room number that. Yeah, Adam everyone hates me. Well. It's all good. All I'm right. the new tits. Soon enough. Don't uh, worry about it. Hey, thanks, Scott. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, thank you. Thanks, appreciate Scott. it. Thanks, uh, Chicken. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Always yeah, good man. to have you two. Together. I'll be off in the Monster Cup. It is. I'll come by. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> That'd be good. See, that's one way. Yeah. That's, Chick- get Chicken yeah. in the studio here the whole time? That'd be pretty nice. Uh, yeah, we need a GoPro. We need to run the GoPro the whole weekend, though. <laughs> I need to see this. You do not we'll need, have someone you do not need to video can we just Can we pixelate out Chicken's cat? Yeah. Chicken's house cat? Yeah. Just pixelate that out. Yeah. Dan, Danny slept with him Friday. I came down Saturday morning. <laughs> Dude, so we're leaving. Hey, and they're both awake. And no way. How was, was last night? And they were both like, oh, fuck you, dude. That cat. That <laughs> cat. off. He had a big bag of clothes. He's all, fucker, grab my bag of clothes, start walking off with it. We're fighting. <laughs> it was gone when we got home from the bar. We're leaving to go to, down to Newport, and yeah. Chicken takes, opens up a big bag of chicken, raw chicken, <laughs> and just throws it on the ground. <laughs> just throws it, raw chicken. 
and it's like I don't even know where the cat's at. I come, come back, to, come back. The chicken's gone, the chicken. and there's just it's all like crusty white. I'm like, dude, that's so wipe that shit up. What if I laid there? I'd get sick. Yeah, just doesn't even give a shit, man. Throw the raw chicken down and leave for Newport. Just yeah, the cat needs to eat. Yeah. And the cat has uh, some type. The cat has, has some type of disorder. He says I spend 160 fucking dollars a month for this fucking cat because he's afraid of his tail and he freaks out. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, just fuck it, just yeah. put the cat to sleep. He's like, no. So he gets he, cat has to take anxiety medicine wrapped in turkey. Yeah, <laughs> leave it the chicken to get a cat with anxiety. I swear you're making this up. I, you cannot. <laughs> true. No, this is all true. Dad is scared of his tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. I mean, he, uh, yeah. So, oh my god, chickens That's feed awesome. him, feed him, and anti-anxiety. Oh, the best, the best, the best. I went to the vet, and I, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna have to do a full body CAT scan." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, no problem." And I'm thinking in my head, probably hey, that's gonna be expensive, probably twelve hundred bucks or something. Yeah. You know? So they take the cat away, and they're all they come in the back room, and they're like, "Okay." And mind you, the cat's already on his way; he's knocked out now, and everything. And, so, oh, okay, we're going to need five grand from you. Oh. I'm like, what? Bring oh, the cat back. <laughs> For a cat scan, get it? A cat yeah. scan, yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, well, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I pay you five grand. I thought this is too late because my cat's already, like, got an oxygen mask on him and everything laid up. And I'm like, what? I mean, so what if you don't find nothing? Then what if you don't find nothing? I'm also, I just paid five grand to do a test. It like, might not even come back to show you what's wrong with the cat. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I paid him the money, and then three days later, they called me. Oh, everything's negative. Cat's fine. Like, oh. How come my ass is so sore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Then they're, all, then they're all, we'll give him this medicine, which, like Denny said, is like 160 yeah. bucks a month just to and, just and to, take like just 15 to, pills a day. To make it think that it doesn't have a tail. I'm yeah. like, why don't you cut it off? And I'm like, he's like, well, then he'll st- he'll still think it's there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks, so chicken. That's what I said. That was yeah. nice. We cut the fucker off, dude. It's great. I'm like, cut it off. Get rid of it. Oh, that's awesome. And, the guy's like, and they say, no, because the nerves, the cat will still think it's there. And I just got issues. <laughs> <laughs> that's the bottom line. He's got to take the cat yeah. to therapy. Yeah. 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 Uh, thanks, chicken. Uh, all right, you guys. How are you doing? All right. See you. All right. You literally can't make that stuff up. JT. Yo. Were you listening to this? Yeah, I was having a hard time following it, though. He, so he takes the raw chicken and just throws it on the floor. Okay. Throws it right there. Walks yep. out. Okay. I'm like, going come to back. Meet. And it's all salmonella up and stuff. The floor, it's on a, you know, a tile or whatever the floor. Yeah. Granite, I don't know. But like, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, I'm going to Noops. Yeah. Here, here's some here, chicken. Here's some chicken. Just raw. Like that can't be healthy, and it's gone. It's bo- there's bones in it. I don't know where it went. It's somewhere in the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. All right. Uh, the time for the NFAB question of the day, folks. Uh, we gotta real get this show back on track here. Let's do this. The NFAB question of the day. NFAB JGR Yamaha Brayton Nicoletti Grant. Big talk about Grant shredding JT test tracks. Who? What's Grant, new? JG shredding at the test tracks. The kid can lay down some speed. Uh, not Lear at Redbud when he won. Yeah. Just yeah, he was, owned he it. was un- unbelievable. Uh, dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest looking, hardest working accessories from NFAB. Proudly built in Houston, Texas. NFAB offers step systems, light mounting solutions, bumpers, and more. N-fab.com. We thank those guys for coming on board. Send us an email at. Uh, 
uh, using the form on uh, pulpomexshow.com, and we will get you a discount at NFAB. So the question of the day, Ryan Villapoto is out of the 14 Nationals. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. What, what's happening? Ryan Villapoto is out. He's riding 250 <laughs> Where is he at now? He's out. So he going to Canada? Do we? <laughs> he's going to Canada. Yeah. He, he a fa- read across. He found he found America lacking in competition, so he's heading north. Um, do we all think Dungey's the favorite? Nope. Co- Cody. Yeah, I do. I know he's your favorite. Dun- Danny, no. I'm Roxon, man. The favorite. Ah, it's got to be Ryan. Yeah, obviously. Okay. I mean, JT, I know you like to argue with me, but you agree Dungey's the favorite. He, he's yeah, a- I picked him. I picked him to be the favorite. Okay, so this who, is what this is when Dungey wins titles. It it is. The question of the day is who gives Ryan Dungey who finishes second in the points to Ryan Dungey after twelve races, twenty four motos. Who finishes second in the points? I know the obvious answer is James Stewart, but I can't. I I don't think James holds it together for twenty four motos. I think there's some crashes. I think maybe there's a DNF. Certainly, he wins some motos, wins some races. Yeah, some know. of the weirdest things happen. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't make that stuff up. Some of the things right. that happens with his right. bike, or a weird crash, or mm-hmm. yeah, twenty-four motos is gnarly. He hasn't. I don't know. It'd be nice if he got up there and was battling. Oh, I all think way. it'd be great every weekend. For Roxon, sure. uh, Trey could you know see what Trey's got. Barsha, despite Reed not liking his Honda, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be pretty inter- interesting. I, I think that uh, I, I'd like to see Roxon battle with him and to see if he can pull so him on top. you think Kenny will be? I think Kenny, yeah. All right, Cody? Uh, originally, I thought Kenny, you know, but then I'm... He just wants uh, to argue. No, I, I'm thinking Stewart can probably, you know, I just I just think that one of these times he's going to pull something or pull another series out, you but know, dude, one of these he, days. I don't think, like, he's going to just keep blowing it every every well, I year. I don't but know if blowing it is the right word. I just think he is what he is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, He's how many years deep into his pro career now? Almost ten. Uh, how old is he now? Eight or, or twelve? No, two thousand and five, right? Well, well he's oh, he's been pro in two. Yeah, I meant his big bike, his big bike career. Sorry. Oh. His anyway, either way, yeah. Uh, he just—I don't think he changes his spots. To go back on the cat analogy. Nice. Uh, we had stripes. He had stripes on in Vegas. <laughs> he did. Here we go. JT loves his shit. I, I'd like to see him in that paint gear again. I thought that was cool. In Vegas. I like, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a good series. Um, so, what about the 250 series? Hold on. We're oh, not sorry. getting back to my. Uh, so, back. okay. So, I'm just going to go with Stewart. You got Stewart. Yep. You got Roxon. Yeah. I, I don't know. Who, who do you got, JT? I mean, well, I, mean I know he's got to be. Dungeons what about Reed? What about Reed? I think I'm going to I'm gonna say Roxon because Dungey's going to wear him down. Roxon's going to. He's going to lose some steam at the end of the season, but I think he's going to be really good yeah. for a while. And then Dungey's just Dungey's just too strong. I might have said Tomac if he wasn't missing the first two rounds. Yeah, well, I would have put Tomac in there if he wasn't hurt. But. Yeah. Is there any I think Chad, guys moving up? I think Chad will struggle at the beginning. Oh, that's going to hurt him. Yeah, you're not big on, and you love Chad Reed. Let's face it, no bigger Chad Reed fan than you. And you still think at the beginning of the series he's a, he's going to be a bit behind the eight ball. Yeah, I, I just don't think there's any way you can sit out for three months and ride for three weeks and be there. So right. I think he'll catch up, you know, mid season he'll, he'll come on, but I think the first few weeks is going to be damage control. Hmm. All right. So you got Kenny. I mean, damage control could be sixth, you know, but yeah, that's, yeah. you're losing 20 points a weekend. It adds up fast. Yeah. With two motos for sure. 
Uh, yeah. And it, it, like you said, it, you have to almost – it would be insulting to Dungey and Roxon to think that anyone would – you know, even any one of his competitors okay. could miss three months and come back and compete. You know? Here's another question. Who beats who? Canard or Barsha? Who, who's, who's standing there at the end of – because I can't figure out which guy's going to be better. It, they're close. I think Lorraine and uh, Trey's mom might beat each other. <laughs> I got to go with Trey on that one. If he can hold it together all year, like, yeah. you know, last, gosh, I hope he don't get hurt. People but. forget. He made it through all motos last year. He made it all season. He didn't score any points at Unadilla, but he crashed in the first turn, was uh, pulled off when he was way back in the second moto. Crash again in the first turn? I think he did. Yeah, but, like that. But, yeah, because he was bullethead the whole moto. He made 24 motos last year. So, what did he finish overall last year? Uh, fifth or something? I don't know. I thought, he got, I thought he got third, no? Uh, I don't know. I can check. I thought he got third. I thought he got third. You know, it, it, it's that same theory, though. Like, when you're a 250 guy, you just jump on the 450, you ride the f- balls off that bike, and then it crushes you. And then you're like, ah, I can keep doing it. And then it crushes you again. And then finally you're just like, the bike's winning. I need to tone it down a bit. And <laughs> the bike is winning. Yeah, and that's when you kind of that, – that you lose that first initial head of steam, kind of like Josh did, you know, Grant. Got that 450, crushed it for like, you know, Supercross first outdoors, and that thing just starts punishing you. And I think Trey's taken a beating enough that I think he's he's still amazingly fast, but that balls-to-wall fearlessness that, you know, that made him so special and fast, I think he's – Tone that down. Fourth place for Canard last year behind Barsha. Okay. Yeah, behind Barsha. Uh, Dungey was second, obviously. So, um, and Roxon, like I agree. I think he's you know I think the 17 races of Supercross and then another 24 motos and being on a new program with Alden, I think he's still just getting his feet wet. The bike beats you down and then you end up painting flames and skulls. God, everything. can you imagine Ken doing that? He could probably be a hell of an artist. Flaming eyeballs. I feel like that whole segment was made up about chicken. It was like a bad acid trip. <laughs> like, it wasn't even ha- – was that real? Yeah, Honestly, I- GoPro, video- reality show. Yeah. And, and he's, got, he's got this huge monster truck, the RC car that he takes out. Okay. It's a gas one. He's like, dude, I'm a factory rider. They, uh, they sponsor me. He's out <laughs> ripping around the driveway. The thing's huge. He has a track at the Kawasaki track. Yeah, he made his, his own RC, RC yeah. track at no, the Kawi track. I, I heard from the Kawi guys when – because, you know, he's buddies with Yoko, who's the head Japanese guy at Kawasaki. And Yoko rings back to the shop. Chicken is here for parts. Everything stops. I don't doubt chicken it. Chicken comes in, run of the place, piston ring, cl- whatever chicken needs. Dude, he was telling a story last night. He, uh, the summer cross, he had, he'd been off the bike for a while. Yeah. He has to t- tell us, oh, uh, I know about summer cross. Tells yeah. Buddy Morgan, hey, man, give me a bike ready. Build me a bike. And Mitch rolls up. What, what's going on over here? And Chicken's like, hey, give me a bike. Build it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go top five. Top five at fucking summer cross. They get the bike ready. He goes out and rides it on Thursday or Friday. Saturday, summer cross. Chicken never made it to the track. Oh. <laughs> it's like, dude, <laughs> dude I, had to go, I had to go apologize to Mitch. I thought he was going to fucking kill me. You know who did make it to the track, summer cross? Who? Uh, Tim Ferry. Right there. Fucking Is that trophy. the trophy? Right there. That's it. Number one, Mathis Ferry. It Number was, one. Yeah. Number one. He, I, it's one like done. chicken didn't make it there that day, huh? That's shocking. <laughs> right, well, hey, uh, that's been the NFAB question of the day, by the way. We, we, oh, we got a little sidetracked. We got a little sidetracked. But that is the NFAB question of the day. N-fab.com. We thank those guys for, uh, for coming on. And uh, anything you need for your truck, Jeep, or SUV, that is the solution. All right, let's go to voicemails real quick. Uh, 702-586-7857. You can call in any time. 
and leave a message. Uh, I we didn't play them last week, and I was going to go through them and pick the best ones from last week and play them this week. But you know what? I just figured screw it. So I just went with this week's. So, uh, let's let's play them. Hey, what up, Mathis? Um, just been listening to this your uh, Copa Mex show throughout the season, and uh, I've heard you guys mention a lot about the Nets, you know, for big bullpens and whatnot. Um, interesting thing I remember is uh, I got Anaheim one, and it was either in the 250E practice or the 250C. I can't quite remember which one, but uh, there was actually a rider coming down the first ribbon section who cased the last jump go. Going into the 180 bullpen, and um, it was actually the same berm that uh, Eli Tomac and Jake Weimer had their crash in the night show, and they actually ended up that rider in the 250B ended up launching into the net surrounding the uh, home plate, and his he launched into the net and bounced off on the like a tough box line, but his bike actually got stuck on the net. So um, little little thought on that and uh love your show man keep it up yeah man nets nets bring them back oh yeah I, you remember you bringing that up and i actually saw a picture of the guy's bike hanging yeah there. Yeah. yeah nets put them up build the berms bigger cody you know we've lost these super berms because gurky went into the stands yeah so we've got a bunch of flat turns where you guys look like sea riders trying to hit the inside they're so awkward to hit no. and then they're, they're they're impossible to race through everybody them, goes in know? the inside yep. you can't do anything with them because these, because Matt Gerke flew into the stands. So, build a big ass berm like in Danny's days, and then puts mount some nets uh, with a concrete base on the backside so that they'll stop a bike. I've been to hockey games; they have nets behind the the glass. You you don't even your eyes adjust; you don't even notice the nets, so it won't block the fans' view or anything else. Mount these nets, build the berms back, help passing for sure. Boom, without a doubt. Right. Well, what do you the attach flat. them to? How do they hang? Were they hanging between from? two poles that are mounted on the ground with cement, like cement sort of pads? Yeah, it's and never, you put it's never happening. Why? What they don't? It's, it's that's expenses. They don't want to. That's be, expensive. That's expensive. <laughs> I can see a lot of costs. Well, yeah. Black berms don't cost anything. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the cost of a berm? This, I like. To, I just want them to make more tracks with 180s. Every track should have just eight 180s because that's where everyone just yeah. That's where it gets aggressive and a jump right out of it because you got to go wide. So then the guy behind it just center punches you. There needs to be more <laughs> set block passing. There needs to be punching. more center punching, JT, exactly. in Supercross. J- Sometimes in practice, too. <laughs> yeah, totally in practice. I mean, you should go out in groups, and whoever's the last guy standing gets first pick on the gate. Literally like uh, yeah. like Mad Max, like, Ro- like Road Warrior. We did something back in, like, Punk City one year. and we uh, I would stay – Sean Huggins had a motor in one of my buddies, and we were playing craps in his – motorhome all weekend the guys who own the craps said hey the box said hey whoever has the best takeout move is going to win the craps box and that's when i started realizing right then it's time <laughs> to start knocking people down not vince freezy style right you know mike jones style right yeah uh all right let's get let's keep going hey guys just got to say great show i was thinking that it would be cool in vegas if they did a east west champion Cash for cash. I don't know if that's even possible. They probably wouldn't even do it. But that would be exciting. Like a two or one lapper. Cash for cash for the two champions. He seems really convincing. I don't know. Talk about that. <laughs> Shout out to Buse. <laughs> Uh, I love how he gives the idea, and he's like, eh, you yeah, know, I, don't, I don't even know if it's going to fucking you know, work, but you idea, know what would be a good idea? This here's idea the, sucks. Well, here's the problem, what I was going to say. The, the problem with this kid is what you just said about the Nets. A dash for cash costs money. <laughs> 
can you just imagine going to the fans and like, hey, everybody pitching some money? Yeah. You know, the folks at Fell, they do a good job. They've done a great do job a great with job. Supercross. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think they're going to be investing uh, money into the Supercross series too much. Well, they're investing money. Well, they don't, I guess it's the first year ever, right, that they don't have to pay for TV, that Fox paid them. I think they've had it for a couple of years. But, yeah, it's yeah. been recently. Getting better. Yeah, 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 recently. I mean, but, it's, it's cool. I, I enjoy it. It's awesome to be home, though, to watch it on live TV, you know? Until the riders get together and make a stand, which they never will, guys like Gilmore and you guys are unorganized. You can't figure it out. So, I don't know if many people would jump on the bandwagon with Gilmore on that. No, We're but gonna it, need someone. that's the problem. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it just it, none of – you guys are – and I, I don't want to say – the wrong choice of words would be effed over, but the riders are never going to get improvements because they're, they can't stand together. Yep. Without a doubt, all of you guys. We were talking one time at, at Arena Cross. Um, we were all, you know, it was, it was I think it was at the end of the season, and we were talking about a union in the stripper club or uh, just at like the hotel lobby or something. Okay. You know, I think it, and it, it started getting overheard by certain people that like we're talking about a union and now we're going to organize. I guess you know it's kind of basically just drunk talk. So I show up at a Supercross, and one of the bigger wigs that I kind of know pulls me aside, and somehow I've gotten. Attach this that I'm going to run this. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And he's like, dude, I got to tell you, I've heard this thing about a union and that you're going to be running this thing. You really need to distance yourself. This is going to cause a lot of problems. (laughs) I'm like, dude, we were just talking. I just like, don't worry about it. But yeah, I think they don't want that. Obviously, no. I mean, they run a great show already. You don't even need to use the word union. Just riders' association. Just somebody to be like, you know what? We need this and this and this. Otherwise, we're not racing. That, that didn't really work well. Fro went on Supercross that night. <laughs> Good point, right? right. We, we shut the lights off. Yeah. It's dark. <laughs> Screw it. I'm racing. Did you race that? No, I wasn't. I, wasn't I don't know. I think I was hurt or something. Okay. I was wondering, I was wondering like, how dark it was. How dark was it? I've heard from – I've asked, you know, as we all – I think I've yeah. heard it's dark, and then I heard it was fine. I think I heard it was almost like, you know, when you're growing up, you race a fair race. Emig was like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, him and I grew up Midwest yeah, racing yeah, yeah. fair, uh, count, right. you know, county fairs and stuff. So I think it was very similar. But I know it pissed off some people. Oh, I bet. I know. I think Jeremy was pissed about that for a long time. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. And um, hey, it looks like all the uh, dudes that are blood doping are decided not to. Uh, oh, that's a good one. To run the outdoor nationals. We got Villapoto claiming he's got a knee injury. We got Stuart saying, oh, I'm going to reassess my fitness. Got Alessi going to Canada. You know, I mean, and and the whole time we've got a doctor that's allowing all this stuff to go on. Now they're finally going <laughs> to test for it. It's sure going to show who's the dopers, isn't it? Uh, uh, got a doctor. has a tinfoil uh, hat on. <laughs> we got. We got a doctor who's allowing this to go on. First of all, I love that part. Uh, Alessi, you know, he's running scared of Canada. He's scared of the doping. Villapoto. Yeah, it's you know, it's always uh, the who's the doctor. Theory. I don't know. Bodner, I guess. I don't know. Uh, doctor Feelgood. I have no idea. Doctor Seuss. <laughs> doctor Seuss. <laughs> Riddle me this. Yeah. Um, there are is that there the Olympic community is testing for outdoors. Uh, it's that? USADA, United States, uh, kind of like WADA, but it's United States governing people, and they are going to start testing. Kinda like WADA burger. WADA, what are you doing? <laughs> what drug are you taking? Stop it! JT. But I thought that they were doing that in, in Supercross. Cause remember what? There wasn't there a time when Reedy said that they showed up at his door. They, no, they were doing. They do it. At the, it's WADA in Supercross. It's USADA in outdoors. WADA, you do have to register. Two or three guys. Uh, have You're to making register. this up right now. Aren't no. You? <laughs> 
uh, WADA is pee testing only, I believe. This is this is blood testing. Uh, and from what I hear, they're going to test three to four times this year. I don't know if there's anybody on the USADA JT who's on a uh, a monitor list. I haven't heard that. If there's anybody on that sort of, it was top three. What twenty four seven? The WADA list was top three. They had to give them. I think it was three months notice on their whereabouts. Okay, all right. They, so they could surprise test. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure how this one works though. Right. So anyway, so the people who say that RV RV's ACL is shot, it's blown, his meniscus is he's getting surgery this week in Colorado. So all those people that are saying like he's over it and he's running from blood testing, they're fucking idiots. Well, okay? yeah, clearly. You know. Yeah. So this is going to help though because I mean, you know, the number one topic on the message boards is these guys are all cheating and who's taking PEDs and who's not. We had Johnny O on the show last week. He said nobody is, basically. I think it's somewhere between nobody and everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I... I mean, it's, it's pretty silly. I, I thought it was pretty silly that Johnny O said that nobody was. Yeah, that's absurd. He, he did, though, JT. I don't know if you were on the line. I, I know. I, I, I'm aware of what he said. I, it just, I still think it's silly. He said it's expensive, and, you know, you don't... I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I think there's, if you're not testing for it, and these guys, I'm not, I don't know who, I don't know anyone it is, I'm not blaming anybody, but if you knew you weren't going to get caught, and it is yeah. obviously very significant, yeah. you know, it, look it, at these, you know, look at all the bicycling, that there's, people are like, well, why would you take steroids to ride motocross? I'm like, dude, it's not, you know, there's no, other things you do. Yeah, it's not. Recovery, right. everything. If you could do it, and you would never get in trouble for it's it. It's millions of dollars if you win. A, yeah, go make a few million for five years, and yeah. you're done. Out. Absolutely. H-G-H, why would you? Uh, Blood. I'm just. I feel bad that I didn't do it. Uh, EPO in the blood. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know for a fact that it was out there back in the day. Oh yeah. A fact. Oh okay. What? What kind of stuff was out there? Like Wenstrel cutting. Oh, okay. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I knew. You know, it was out there. So more muscle mass, though. More guys. Uh, more of a cutting. Mass. I think Wenstrel was more of a cutting drug or cutting steroid that uh, some guys was were. Was that taking. for looking good at Havasu? Or was that? It might have been. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I. So I don't know. And, and there's so there's nowadays too. You're so private. You got your motorhome. You got you can do the, anything. Here's the thing that I think is, is I need an IV right now. Well, this is what I'm getting at. IVs are going on in these motorhomes. Yeah, 100%. and I think that that's bullshit. Like there should be some random checks because like I said, knock on the door. I've Come seen out. people with IVs. JT, you've had them. Uh, they they're a huge help. A huge help. Well, after uh, yeah, after the race, I've had them, and it's like you're right. a different person. Yeah. So imagine getting that after a hot Moto One. Oh, I yeah, I, it, it definitely is a benefit. There's zero doubt. I, I mean, anybody that argues that it would be a benefit is an idiot. And Period. these guys are in these motorhomes, and who knows what's going on, man? I don't know. Just check on them once in a while. It would make me feel better because I believe they're going on. You know, I mean, Henry used to do it back in, the, in, the, in his and box. It, and it was a fact that obviously, yeah, it helped yeah, him. He, yeah. he even said it, dude. I'm, and, I'm completely replenished. But he did have a stomach issue, or maybe not, or who knows? I don't know. But whatever. I think the uh, I think the, it's pretty safe to say that the most common thing that goes on now would be people using HGH. Yeah. Like I think that's pretty safe. A pretty safe bet, and that's an educated guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tw- eight, seventeen supercrosses, twelve outdoors. Right, you're gonna get broke Why not? down. It's like a you gnarly... said, Danny. They're not testing. Why wouldn't you? And, it, and, oh, and but... I don't think you're you're not harming your body. I mean, you're actually helping it. You know, I mean, you're, you're replenishing it. But... MX Sports is done. There's a drug ring inside of MX Sports. <laughs> That's gonna be stopping, I cannot Tony. Believe that. It's that gonna stop, happen. Tony. <laughs> what a, cr- a fun rant. Wait till he gets a hold of Sally Brass. <laughs> yeah, really, right? 
the Canadian guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a drug ring inside your hotel room. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> But it's a you know it's an interesting deal. I hope it. Uh, I hope they test the right people that they think that, that they're going to get. Sorry. You know, you know. I remember they used to drug test <laughs> back right. in the nationals and stuff. And you knew guys who were partying, but they never tested them. They they they, they, they test Doug Henry. Right. You know the guy. You know the guy's not doing nothing. You know the guy. If, that, the guys they know who are partying. They could have just hey. You know they didn't. If if Doug Henry's wife is giving him an IV in '95 in the back of the box fan, I'm pretty sure it's going on in these motor coaches. It, yeah, it's may. Yeah, the thing that it's only happening in bicycle. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start doing. I'm going to go down a starting line with a razor blade. I'm going to start cutting guys' jerseys looking for needle marks. While Tracks. This, while this no, thing, you just look for the bandaid. That's what you're going to find. Cotton swab. I'm going to look for a bandaid. I'm going to go down the line on the parade lap, cut guys' jerseys, and look at their look for a bandaid. Yeah. How's that going to work? I just Chris Nelly has one over under his eye. What do you say? <laughs> Nelly has a bandaid under his eye. Oh yeah, yeah. I way, way to date yourself, bro. I oh, know that's yeah. how, that's like ninety six. Yeah. Still relevant. Yeah. yeah. That's you guys. These say were irrelevant. Yo, pulp and next show. <laughs> Mike Jones calling from Sacramento, California, listening to uh, the Monday show. Mike Jones. I thought it was, but he made. He, I could actually hear this guy. Yeah. <laughs> best super cross riders of all time list is uh i love the the banter it's fun to bench race but honestly if you're going to rank them i think you have to just take a quantitative approach leave the eye test and all the qualitative measures out of it uh i think the fair way to measure this is average finish per start so take all the starts every finish you've ever had dnq whatever doesn't matter um and, and add them all up and see what the lowest average finish is. Um, I would imagine Jimmy McGrath would finish on top just because he won so many damn races. Um, but beyond that, it'd be very interesting to see where uh, Villapoto, Stuart Carmichael, uh, I think, shakes down. I don't have those stats all the time, but uh, I'm sure somebody listening to this show can hit up the race result and make it happen. Or, you know, some race direct intern or something. Let's see that. It'd be interesting. I, I, I got it. I got, I got, I missed this guy's name. But if you work the Google, go to Pulp MX Top Supercross Riders. Last year, the year before, I worked this all out. Average podium finish or average finish. I did. Obviously, it's changed a little bit. It's a couple years old. But go look at it. I did all the top guys. We ranked them top ten guys. So I read it. We did it. I saw. I did. I remember uh, two point seven. Yeah, yeah. I forget what. Uh, I think MC's was 3.4 or something. It was like, something really pretty ridiculous. Pretty low. <laughs> pretty ridiculous, yeah. And it was so, pretty significantly better than anyone else's, yes, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I always find it, it's crazy that RC and James reached the same amount of wins and the same amount of races. No, one race. Sorry, one, one race, race One race, yeah. How crazy is that? All the ups and downs, all the stuff going on. That it mirrors that. They, they mirrored each other. That's I thought pretty, that was insane. Yeah, I did read that. That's crazy. I mean. Hey, and talking to James about it around that time, he, he wanted to get it before Ricky. Like oh. that one race, it mattered. Mad. Yeah, it, it mattered, mattered for sure. Both Florida <laughs> kids, yeah. Right. Growing up like that, still to this day, some of the best races ever between those two in outdoors. Outdoors, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Just, I let think me, of, I, James, let me just jump on Ricky at Yonadilla. Yeah. You know, let me punt him at fucking Mount Morris. I mean, that was yeah. probably one of the best races ever. Oh, I mean, yeah. Back to like, you know, Ken Howerton Dude, days. I think JT was racing in this moto, but at high point, they had about 45 seconds on the third lap. It was insane. I, I, the way they pushed each other, yeah, yeah. just watching that was, think, like, rad. What year was that? 07? 
know. Uh, it would have probably been uh, six. Oh, six? And the fact the way that Ricky could just wear him down. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. James had the speed. Totally yeah. off the track. He never shut off. And then finally, just Ricky would break him at the end. Like Bud's Creek, I think they did it one 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 weekend. It was awesome. Um. All right. Let's keep going. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Pulp Max. Bye. Hey, Steve. Devin, what's up? I was listening to the show today, um, and Weed was talking to Johnny O about how he loved that broadcast of the 1985 USGP. So I thought I'd, you know, YouTube it, check it out. Well, right at the beginning, there's a crowd of people on the hill. And if you watch, there's a dude right in the middle that freaking pulls his pants down and moons the camera. Freaking awesome, dude. Epic. Gotta love Moto. Love the show. Bye. Moons over my hammy at Unadilla. So I'm watching this television. <laughs> Some dude's ass is right there. It's fucking blowing my mind. <laughs> Greatest thing I've ever I seen. I got to call Pulp Max to tell him yeah, about it right now. Yeah. Ah, Anybody knows about Moons Over Miami, it's Denny. Denny's, man. That's <laughs> it. That's my restaurant right there. Uh, yeah. um, hey, let's get to uh, – hold on. Jake. What's up? What's up, Snake? How are you? Jake Good. the Snake. Somebody put the wrong fucking phone number on Twitter on the last post. So yeah. That, guy, that guy's got to be pissed. Off. I don't that's, know how many calls he's had. but That's Devin. Devin. I think it's kind of awesome at this point now. Like yeah, that dude's just like I'm surprised. Awake. Yeah, he has no idea how, why. <laughs> like, like, man, I want to talk to goddamn chicken. <laughs> chicken <there? laughs> Who are these cycle oh, people? Why is this? Why Who they, is Debo we're and not chicken? A, we're not a restaurant. There's no chicken here. <laughs> what? Uh, what's your question, Jake? Okay, so you guys keep talking about nets and tough blocks and all this shit. So mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, in a 180, why not stack three tough blocks up? Put a post some sort in the middle of these tough blocks, like, say, one on the end, one in the middle, yeah. one on the other end, and then just stack them around the berm. That's well, going to stop. They have that. Jake, Dirt yeah. Bike. Jake, right? they're doing that now. They're trying they that okay. out. I well, haven't noticed it. Not, I, just, I didn't know. I thought that it would be a good suggestion. Not three, but two. Have, I, have you seen the triple decker? I haven't seen it. No, that. not triple, but, but it's they've done like, two. Yeah, it's some sort of yeah. uh, special one. I mean, it's like one cover, though. Yeah. So. But I don't think it's really for bikes flying off. I think it's more just for uh, keeping the you know tough blocks on the berm, maybe. Yeah, yeah and the, uh, Dave Prater told Wygant that that's one of the things they've talked about. Like, he, heard, he heard about my Nets idea, and he thought it was stupid. <laughs> but, but he th- said we're going to try to build tough blocks up just trying to stop these guys. That's just launching more, wouldn't it, I think? Mm, remember the old, well, remember the old Mickey Thompson water, water yeah, things? Yeah, the water barriers. Yeah, the one when Fisher oh, fish almost hit it. Yeah, yeah, went yeah. over the top of it, yeah. <laughs> that one launched me this weekend. That was a big one. That was, that was one of them big V ones. I hit that what, thing. In the first it, turn? Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, I you went right that. into the shrubbery. Yeah. Rocks and the fence. Rocks. And then, and then it was funny is that after the fact, that tree had a tough block on it. Oh, did it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, well, that was Chicken's works tire he got you. That was. He yeah. did. He come flying in there with guns a-blazing. Cody's got Chicken helping him along with Denny now, JT. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, dynamic duo right there. Dream team, <laughs> really. Budman's got him one day. I'll train it at Milestone. Chicken's out there at uh, Paris one day. I'm tweeting is, positivity texts to him. Uh, is, dog, is Dogger busy? 
Yeah, right. Either gonna win or end up in jail. Right. It's a win lose. It froze up. You know, building them up, giving them grips. We got the whole nineties behind. Oh yeah, you're running the maybe both in the same night. Yeah, he was very excited. Fro was telling. He told me all about it. You're the first guy to make a main event with his with his fro grip. Yeah, yeah. He tried. uh, Well, he told me to run him a man. I don't remember. It was St. Louis, and then uh, ended up trying them, and they're actually pretty sweet. I didn't know. I've never had a lock-on grip before, so I was, I was actually yeah, a little skeptical. I would like, be, too. I was kind of nervous to try them in Supercross, and I was like – But they're think? free, and like, you pay for grips now. <laughs> no, I got I, – they wanted me to run them oh, okay. at the beginning of the year because uh, I'm sponsored by ODI, who makes them. Right. So uh, but I was just a little skeptical, and I should have tried them, I guess, a little sooner because they're super handy, you know, that you just throw them right on, tighten down the bolt, and it's mm-hmm. done. You know, but yeah. I just didn't know if they would spin. Like, I don't want yeah. something to happen. But I did try them, and I've been running them you... since. And now, actually, there's like two, three, four other privateers running them now since I started running them. So, Fro's just killing it. Yep. The Emmy grips are going to be popular. He gets a nickel grip. For real? No. Oh, yeah, he's going to get more than that. <laughs> it's 25 cents a grip. It's, I think he was taking it to Shark Tank, and they totally. Didn't like the idea. <laughs> Mark Cuban about picked it Mark up. Mark Cuban said, yeah. fuck that, dude. What's uh, this grip hey, thing? Why is your name on it? Jake, thanks for calling. All right, thanks. Thank you. So it's gonna be on, they'll be on QVC. Fro will be selling them on there. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. All right, let's finish these voicemails up. Hey, Steve, Devin, whomever else is in the studio. Going back to the whole RV situation, since we already caught him in a lie, do you think it would have been better for him if they did a press release and said he crashed while training for outdoors and injured his knee, and that's why... After saying he was going to race, now he magically isn't. I mean, he's already in a Y. Why not just take it a step further and do it out of public size, say it was on his own track? Uh, what do you guys think about that? Thank you. No. No. I stopped listening. What? The, the, the biggest thing, like, this is the big thing now with RV and this, this, this knee injury and how he came out and said he was going to race. When he knew he wasn't, at the end of the day, nobody cares. This is all going to blow over, and no one will care. Oh yeah, this is no big deal. Yeah. Well, it's just you know the social, the social lo- media. Yeah. Everybody latched latched onto something right away. You know, like Hill getting fired, for example. People lost their mind yeah, about some that. People, some people were <laughs> that just, was out of control, and now <laughs> and now we've totally focused away from that, and now we're focused on this <laughs> RV lie. Some people went really crazy you about know, that Hill thing. <laughs> people are so passionate. They are. <laughs> Man, they are. <laughs> tough guy with the keyboard. <laughs> Hey, JT, there's some guys that were really upset about this. Yeah, it's pretty standard. I mean, I can understand, but what are you going to do now? Yeah. Do you really think RV cares? Oh, we were talking more about the Hill thing getting released. People were upset on social media. Let's move on. Oh, yeah, that, I, heard, uh, I, heard, I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about an incident in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a couple of incidents. Yeah, it was on Seattle. TMZ. No, you know what? This guy here, I don't think – I don't think you cover up a lie with another lie about hurting your knee. But JT uh, was, as from the very beginning, Jason Thomas on the line here, his number one question when anybody would talk about RV, JT's number one question was, has he tested outdoors yet? And he had never even thrown a leg on an outdoor bike. And there, right there, folks, That's pretty much was it. your entire proof, or not proof, but your entire evidence evidence that that guy had no plans to ride outdoors. He's a smoking gun, pretty much. Yes, exactly. So, um, all right, anything else, or is that it? That's the end of voicemails, 702-586-7857. You can always call and leave a voicemail, and uh, and we'll try our best to get it on the air. Do you think mm. that RV's legend will grow once he retires type? You know, because sometimes people get... No. Really? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think his waistline will. His waistline. Yeah, that's a good one, JJ. <laughs> Real good one. I think that uh, – I just think RV uh, is one of the greats, will go down as one of the greats, but I don't know if he connects with the fans like some of the greats. And it's and again, it's such uh, everybody's so accessible nowadays. That the yeah. ones that are, yeah. but look at you know James wasn't popular there for a while. No, no. Well, Chad, the, Chad wasn't either. Chad was now looking at him. I mean, Ricky. But I think Ricky wasn't. Ricky was hated. Yeah, and so I don't know if he. And it, like you said, I don't think he cares. He's gonna go. Yeah. He's gonna retire. Go fucking hunting. Yeah. Live his life. Yeah, I don't think he'll never like, probably come around the races. I don't probably. think he's gonna be a rider, coach, or trainer. You know, no. nothing. He's just gone. Yeah, gone. He don't give a shit. He ain't gonna be like Ricky. He's still trying to feed the fans. Still being in the scene. Ryan will go become like an almond farmer, like George Holland. Yeah, yeah. George Holland. Speaking of George Holland, uh, Casey Hinson, the ex pro racer guy. Yeah. He asked George Holland to do a podcast with me, and George Holland was like, "Nah, I don't want to do it." <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, like nothing against me. Just, right. He's like, ah, nah, I'm good. Talk about someone just rode yeah, off in the sunset, right? gone. Yeah. He was actually leading the points in 89 when he hurt his shoulder. He was leading the points over Brad Chokodowski and everything. Defending champion. Number three just, in the year. Oh, number no, he one? No, was number one because he won in 88. In the Honda gear. So, uh, yeah, I just think he'll be gone. I mean, Ricky, Ricky seems that, for me, from the outside, Ricky seems like he has a hard time letting go of being Ricky Carmichael. He does not want to go away. Would you agree with that? Yeah, kind of. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't know. And yeah. it's, but he's seven. Who do you want him to be? But I think maybe he's coming back. No, I think he he, he, at the time, he didn't really. He was too busy being a racer. You know, right. now he's enjoying no, himself. No, maybe, for sure. You know, no, kind of getting more in touch with it. But it's you it have, is hard to let go. For you some have guys, the Larry sure. Ward and George Hollins who disappear. Yeah. Yogi too, for extent. He's back now a little bit, but Yogi. Then you have uh, Carmichael and Emig. McGrath, I think a little bit. A little bit. Um, but, uh, these guys want to come back and they want to hang out. It's, you know? it's you know you do something that last time I was saying about the Pingree deal. You know you've done this so long. These are the people you're friends with, yeah. really usually. Yeah. So you kind of come in and go, come out and out. If you know something that's still uh, a, a, a asset to someone, now that's a career still and a chance. You know? Gilmore, that Stevenson guy, he's having a hard time letting go. Clearly not. I could give two shits. I don't think he cares much. <laughs> we try getting him to go riding all the and, time, and he does not want nothing that, to do with it. That he Thomas, yells that chicken. And that Why Thomas would guy, you ever go ride? That Thomas guy. He's well, you know. Again, Jason. You know, like wants, myself, didn't make a lot of. You know, didn't make enough money to go ride off in the sunset. So, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's a career. You're going to do what you know. You yeah. know. Yeah, you're not going to stop in midstream and go go to NASA. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're basically a bunch of idiots who know how to sell gear. So yeah. <laughs> I did goggles for a while. Now I build decks. Now I build decks. I can't even believe I have that career. I didn't know how to do anything. I literally started doing construction. I didn't even know how to use a hammer. What is that thing? I, I, had, I was hit with the wrong end. You're like, you're, you're like, you're like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. I was going to make an obscene yeah. joke. That was going to be mind. bad, yeah. yeah like, and now, yeah. So I, I, you choose what you want to do. If a lot of these guys around are an asset, like Ricky said, it's it's kind of sometimes sucks that they don't embrace some of the champions like those guys, like Lily, Roger, and those guys. Some kids don't even know who they are. Yeah. So. Do you think Villapoto will be end up helping AC at all after no. he retires? No, I don't at think all. he's done. I don't really? Think, I don't think he does. I don't know. I just don't think he comes around. Maybe he comes out and says hi every once in a while, but yeah, I just think he's he's over it. So, I think Chad will be around. I think Chad enjoys it. I think he likes his team ownership thing. As long as he can make money doing it, I think he comes around. Yeah, I don't. It just baffles me that uh, he must be getting some decent money from those guys, you know, discount tire because he's he's got quite a staff there. He's got an, he's got he's got some of the best yeah, in the business who are he's, he's they're obviously that are not cheap. I don't Arguably know if he, the best staff. I don't know if he's making 
you know, a ton of money. But I, mean, well, I don't know what he's paying JT to hang out with him. I mean, not, he's got to be on the payroll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got Big to, numbers. Yeah, it's it's uh it's cool that he's doing it though, man. I mean, him and Ellie, you know, they're having their third kid. They got to have their hands full with the family and stuff. Yeah. But uh, he believes in what he's doing. He wants to give back to the sport, and uh, whether he's a part of it, racing, it seems like he still wants to bring in some young guys and do it. So I think it's cool. Yeah, uh, JT, thanks for coming on tonight, bud. But if, but, if, but, if, but if Reed fires Hill, I'm all over that. Oh, fuck, here we go. No. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. Uh, thanks again, JT. And, yeah, we'll be talking soon, probably tomorrow. See you, See See you JT. Later. Later. Great Jason Thomas. There he goes. Uh, hey, thanks for coming in, guys. I think we're done here Gilmore. Thank you for having Danny. us. Yeah, it was awesome. Did you have fun? I always have fun on here. I know. I brought good. you a helmet. I wish you'd come you. more often, but you got this kid I'm thing going busy. on. busy. You got that stuff going work on. Work thing, you know, like you got like a life. It's so tough on a Monday. I literally have to miss like a couple days of work. Yeah. You know, then I'm like, well, I don't want to just fly it on a Monday. If I'm going to come in, I'm going to take advantage of this free flight. Yeah, because you're going you to know? Vegas, right. Go to Vegas, go to California. So I appreciate having me out. It worked out and, good. You know, I haven't had a chance to see Cody all year. Cody, thank stuff. you. Thank, hope no, you're fun. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Good, good time? Yeah, good. I didn't know if you knew much about the show or anything else. No, I listen to it all the time. Oh, you like, do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've always listened to oh, it. I had so. no idea. There we go. Yeah, I've, right. I haven't, like, uh, I don't make every show for yeah. sure, but, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, on the flights all this year, like, oh, you know, okay. I, I play it all the time. So I had no idea. You we listened to the one this week also on the way home from Vegas. The Vegas show did, with yeah. Wygant and uh, Internet? Yep, yep. So seven I like the deuce. Seven Deuce Deuce. That dude's a cool guy. <laughs> He's something else. And writer of the Year. That's a good song. Mm. He's something That's else. That's crazy. I didn't know he did that. Hey, stuff. Danny, can you, um, before we go out, can you read our sponsors off? You really want me to read them? Fuck it. Yeah. All right. Sponsors. We got a Cherubies. No, go the other way. Start with the BTO. <laughs> BTO Sports. Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, Infab Jeep Truck, Truck, Parts, Parts, Free Gun Skivvies Underwear, Works Connection, I've used them for a long time. Oh, Works Connection, top-notch company. Yeah, whenever it used to be out that garage back yeah. in the day. I don't remember that, but yeah. Lampson. Yes. Lampson. A Cherubies, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, what do they do? Graphics, pitch shirts, hats. Nice. Uh, 810 Solutions. Yep. Rhino Power. W Wheels. Killing it. Cody's sponsor. Black Ops Moto. Mafia Moto Crew. Is that? Uh, Nick Way. Nick Way. And Optrix Guts Racing. Yeah. Is that true? That's great, yeah. Is that true? <laughs> is that true? It's all true, Daddy. Is this real? Is this, is this another chicken story? <laughs> this isn't. <laughs> Flames and skulls, bro. Flames and skulls. Yeah, I mean, and brought to you by Chicken's Flames. <laughs> God, we got to get him on more often. I mean, literally, I'm walking in the house he in the garage, and I look over. Right. I look over. He's got this whole table set up. I'm like, what is this? What do you mean, dude? I'm, I'm airbrushing. <laughs> Wait, what? You're airbrushing? Yeah. So he just starts pulling stuff out. And it's the one. It's like I said, it's like a demon girl. Flames. <laughs> Boobs and nipples. <laughs> I, I feel like like I didn't know Chicken at all. I saw his high and met him a couple times. And I always feel like he – I can't believe I thought this, but if I were to think about Chicken, I would be like kind of dull, not much personality. Seriously. Because whenever I met him, he was real mellow, like mumbling. Like I'm not – Right. I was like maybe this guy isn't all there. Or like, like I, We're still wondering <laughs> that. No, but, you know, but now we've had him on twice. I've talked to him a bunch. He's something else. He's sharp as a tack. He reminds he me. He has like, way more memory of, of everything we've done. He reminds me like when I discovered Entenapp, and I'm like, whoa. 
He's not. He's not friends with Denny for no reason. Right. Like, well, I knew that they were bros, but I didn't. I didn't get it. You know. That's what me and Denny were talking. We're like, man, he remembers everything from the night before too. Like yeah, when yeah. we're out, like yeah. man, me and Denny are like, what the heck happened? Man, like, yeah, that's, you know. Is, and then probably better. And I'm like, no, it's just a good ask thing, Chicken because yeah. Chicken yeah. remember everything. Yeah. Oh. And he's uh, yeah, he's solid. That's awesome. Uh, well, hey, thanks everybody for listening. Cody Gilmore, the great Denny Stevenson. Uh, thanks for uh, for coming in. That's uh, made a good show. And Chicken Matasevich, Rick Johnson, Josh Hill, Brett Metcalf, Jason Thomas was on. I'm pretty uh, happy with my guest list. Yeah, it's good. It's strong, strong. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. We uh, we got to get you back in here. I don't know when, but back this one this one took a long time to make happen. This, so. Yeah, well, you'd always you're, you're I really appreciate. It, but you're always like, yeah, let's get you in. We start this in January. Yeah, usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well maybe the rent is. We should start star. now. I'll be back in September probably. Maybe the rent to supercross program will go to Washougal. That'll be good. I think so, and I think even I, – I don't know how Mason got on it, but Mason's like, dude, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, we don't talk about Mason around here. Oh, <laughs> you know, he's not – what? No, he is he who shall not be named. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Nothing he, I did. That guy's going down. Nothing I did. I don't, yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, Bullshit. Remain nameless. Nothing I did. Yep. Nothing I did. Fuck it. Um, but uh, no, yeah, we got to get you back in here. For I'd sure. love to and come Gilmore, back. Always a good time. Uh, thanks we'll for the fans. If it wasn't for the fans, you know, yeah. they would even. Thanks for the helmet too, thanks for the man. Helmet. Thank you. I hope it. Uh, yeah, I just wanted Seriously, to put something cool in the man cave, really and uh, cool. it's my way yes. of saying thank you very much. And uh, you know how much I always enjoy the helmets. I post them on Instagram all the yeah, time. Yeah, no, I, I, they're art. You know, they're collectible. No, so I, I love it. I love it. It's going to definitely go up somewhere in a prominent location. We're off next week. Thank God. Got to take a break. We'll be back after. What the hell happened? We'll be after, help, at, back after Glen Helen with a uh, Glen Helen national show. Quick, who's going to win the two fifty class at Glen Helen on the series overall? Dean Wilson. Good call. Gilmore. Bag it. Yeah, I think uh, one of the PC guys yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, what about Porcel? I don't think so. No, I don't think no. he makes it the whole series. I just don't think he can be off that long. It's tough. And the kids are crazy. They're just, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Is Seeley riding 450s? No, 250s. 250. Yeah, 250s. Malcolm not, is on 250 as Malcolm's well? Malcolm's on 450. Oh, he has moved yeah. to 450. Yeah, Malcolm on 450. So. It should be a great series. I can't wait. I love the outdoors. And uh, mm-hmm. friend of Denny and Gilmore Dalton, thanks for hanging out, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for driving, Dalt. Devin Gibbs, thanks, bud. Always a pleasure. We will see you, uh, we will see you guys Killing it. in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.